real quick, I do want to say shout outs to everybody who felt like they had to just post something on Valentine's Day, just off the strength of like either one you want to acknowledge that you're in a relationship and you got somebody that you was dealing with or the case may be. And then to the people who had to post just to prove that they were single because you didn't want people to think that you had something going on and you was out on a date and you really wasn't. Like I do feel like I felt, of course, I felt and put myself in the category of people who had to post to just be like, Hey, I'm not dating. I'm single. I'm not out and about, whatever the case may be. Because I do feel like those was the two people. It was like, it kind of was no gray area. And I think that is just for people to just kind of, so people can kind of know how to deal with you for the rest of the year. So shout out to everybody Yo, who just had to Mikey. post just because a lot of people did. I see a lot of people were just checking in with their Instagram or TikTok or whatever crushes to kind of let them know like, hey, I'm still on my regular routine. Because I seen it was a meme that was floating around like, oh, you know, re- you really single if you're going to be in the gym. So for gym people, that was probably their thing. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm in the gym. I'm going to make sure that, hey, I'm normally in the gym at this time of night. I'm going to post it, let you know, hey, I'm still in the gym at this time of night. I'm not on no date. And then for people who actually was out, kind of, okay, hey, I did something. Somebody bought me something for Valentine's Day. Y'all can stay out of my DM respectfully. And then it was the people who probably went out on Valentine's Day and didn't post nothing at all. Archer podcast. So like I said, sh- shout out to all of y'all. So what? what's the, is that an, Cause I seen like a lot of people posting the the lingerie pictures, and my question is: it is it for like a calendar, like for your significant other, or y'all just just Man, doing it? Just doing it for the attention. What are you talking about? What calendar? Who bought it? When the last time you bought a calendar? When the last time you seen? No, I'm saying. A calendar? I mean, people do it for their significant. Like they make a calendar, a year calendar for them. Oh, like, I, know, I never heard of nothing like that. Yeah, so that, that that's why I was just wondering because I seen a lot more this year, like. Just people and they, you know, who I normally don't see in their in their little in their best little. I mean, they just want the attention. That's it. Because I mean, if they, if it's for your significant other, why do the, why do you got to come to your timeline? If yeah, something is for if something I, is I, for I my significant other, why does it have to come to the timeline? I think I started following more more people over the over those with little Valentine. I mean, but that's the point shit. though. So that's the, that yeah. what they did. They achieved what they was looking for. They're looking for horny people like you. Okay, hey, well, let me post this and let me whatever the case may be. Like, yeah, no, nah, I'm cool. I, 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 those things I absolutely don't pay no attention to. Like, nah. Okay, for who, who you thought that was? Oh, you are already sent it to you, so never mind. But for people who were kind of like trying to sit here and throw him some shade, like close your eyes and tell me who you think that is. Of course, when I first seen it, I seen this girl shade of John. I'm like, dang, he sounds just like J. Cole. But I would uh, no. just, you said no? Nah, he was like you're crazy. It's a, go on, just go on any social media page and search it right now. That's they could literally compare him to J. Cole. Like that was a really? it, it was a tweet going viral saying, Close your eyes and tell me who you listening to. He literally sounds just like J. Cole. But uh, what I would only tell him is I would stay in that lane. There's nothing wrong with, hey, I sound just like J. Cole, because nobody else sounds like J. Cole. I'd rather sit here and say, I'm in the box of sounding like J. Cole than me sitting here saying, Hey, I'm in the box and now I sound like Gunner, I sound like Lil Baby, or I sound like Young Thug, a bunch of other rappers that everybody else already sound like. So I feel like that's a lane that you can be okay with where it doesn't matter because it's not oversaturated. Like it sounds like a breath of fresh air. Like I'm not going to lie to you. I almost got to give T.I. like a round of applause just off the strength of, oh, you think of how many rappers, it's kids that want to rap 
he to right now, if we compare like I'm some kid like rappers who like your your father is a popular rapper and you are a kid of that popular rapper, no, they don't sound like he sounds. Like they sound like people don't even acknowledge them, pay attention to him. I've been seeing a lot of people recently kind of like reshaying and stuff. Like I literally, I even got hip to that that song or whatever that video was because I seen girls like reshaying and I'm like, dang, he jolly sound. I, right. I heard it before. That's why I was just like, nah, he don't sound like J Cole, but I, he don't sound like his daddy. That's for sure. And he don't sound like he down. He, do it sound like a down south rapper? Nah, but J Cole don't even sound like a down south rapper. And realistically, J Cole is a down south rapper, but he don't sound like he's from down south. Like he is from North Carolina. But I mean, I think some people just, I, I, I mean, no disrespect, I guess, to the South. I guess it's just the South has such a Southern draw. And you can't never say disrespect to the South because, I mean, that's just their thing. That's I just think how they got sound. too many different different sounds because it's like Atlanta, Florida sound. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, everybody it. everybody in the South have their own sound, but you can tell, like, when you listen to somebody from they the country. South, you know that they from the South. Like, they just sound like, even with Glow, with the junk, like that, yeah, Glow and all that. It's the Cubans on Cubans. Like, it's just the the whole the accent is what really sell it. Like that's what make it even just more catchier. And that's why people just really kind of grab it to it. And then shout out to Glow, cause she definitely, she had the NBA in the Choco last week, uh, especially from LeBron, the AD, the Lakers. Like she was at the Lakers game. Who did they play that night? Did they, uh, I can't remember who they played the last game night. of the season. Nah, cause LeBron played. LeBron didn't play in the last game. He played the game before. I, I can't remember off the top of my head oh, who they played. That was the last one. No, nah, the last game of the season was against the Jazz for the Lakers. But I can't remember who. He, he didn't play in that game. Who did they play? The, I can't remember who they played the night before. But anyway, he, shout out to Glow. She definitely got her one with that one. Like that one, that song really kind of just got like some crazy legs. And the crazy thing is where I guess we where you can kind of tie this into because something I want to talk about where everybody kind of be like in their own bubble where you feel like certain people not important or they need your help. Because I was watching the academics on yesterday when I was in the gym and he was just talking about just how like I guess the like the beef between Kai and Joe where he was kind of saying like and he was trying to be, of course, like most politically correct as he possibly could because of course joe his man so he was kind of saying like a lot of the music industry and the labels are taking all the you know their artists to go sit down with the aiden rosses and the cast and he was basically seeing his saying like how he could he knows sometimes like people avoid him like he know for he basically saying like he can tell the glow got a, like a good rollout but her label just know for a fact that he wasn't gonna mess with her so they didn't even like send it his way but i think sometimes it's like okay no for, uh, for academics mm -hmm. But then I'm just like you. But the, the sad thing is, sometimes you can get caught in your bubble where you feel like your validation or your stamp is it because it's it's just not. I think we all. I think everybody gets like even when we were talking about it last week. When we were talking about the Joe Rogan and the Shade Room thing. I think everybody kind of feel like, hey, my box is the end all be all, and realistically, it's not. Because looking for glow, like I don't mean that her, that LeBron James thing would do way more for one because I I know I don't think nobody has ever we've seen LeBron post music but I've never seen him post the music rapping a girl song at all so I think that's why one it took even way more legs and then she went actually to the Lakers game and they are actually playing this out in the Lakers arena and the whole entire team is just turning up to this song like Anthony Davis was doing his uh post game interview and he in the back rapping the Glorilla Jones so like you can't like I, like, don't get it twisted. I, I'm not sitting here saying like academics, like him posting it on his page isn't significant, but it's not more significant than the Los Angeles Lakers reposting it. It's not more significant than, than LeBron James doing a workout video to of it. Of course, because it reached more eyes then. Yeah, of course, it, of course. And it's everybody eyes. It, it, of course, exactly. So, but, and then I guess also when the LeBron do it, then you see the, it, it trickles down to doing the all-star break. So then you see all the other players that play on other teams, they doing it because LeBron had already did it. So it's just, and that trickles. So I think sometimes we all get caught up in our own little moments where you kind of feeling like I'm the, you know, like the end all be all. But even just like, if you've been playing, we've talked about it a couple of times. Here is when like, even with Joe, when he throwing the shade at Kai and it's just like, 
I like Cat kind of like an OD big deal right now. Like he was all over All Star Weekend. Yeah, but it then no, it's, it's a, no but to it. No, he was but right. But I'm but I'm, I mean to the eye of of the NBA, I don't think a lot of people like just mostly uh, the older people in the NBA who's watching it. You don't really know who he is, yeah, but because it but it don't matter though. Because those people don't, it, don't at this point in time. If you if you're that old that you don't even know who he is, nine times out of ten you ain't you you already stuck in your ways regardless. So it don't matter who he is to you. You don't care. Like you saying, say, let somebody, our parents age, they don't care. They're not going to no goddamn basketball games or nothing. They're not buying no jerseys, not buying no sneakers. So it don't matter. But for, I even knew it when we, we were always watching the dunk contest together. When I sit here and sing, when I seen Jalen Brown bring him out, I said, it don't even matter. As long as he make the dunk, he know what he's doing because that is just, guess what? Now, again, when we talking about somebody who got a different reach, well, okay, Kyle gonna post this on his page where it's just like, and his audience is just tapped in. Like even before he played in the, or before he even played in the All-Star, I mean, with Celebrity Game and Ruby Rose, like, oh, go get 30 for me, Kyle, whatever. And he didn't get and he got literally four points but it's just him as a character like even when they give him michael parsons the award and he just all mad balling his fist it's just funny because he's just bro he's a character and you have to you appreciate. gotta know how to use the moment and he know how to use yeah, the moment he did he did, he did. no even you got them but him his pregame walk to the stadium was with steph curry like that's my point where it's like sometimes you gotta sit here and get out of your own bubble and then, and then where it come off like where you just a ridiculous hater if you can't acknowledge somebody walking into especially another black person walking into this level of celebrity because i seen somebody on twitter like why the nba analysts keep calling these youtubers and streamers uh celebrities oh they are celebrities if you can get millions of people to watch you on a consistent basis you are a celebrity just because that may be not be your form of how you pay attention to people it don't matter dog he literally don't he got millions of followers on every platform he is a celebrity it don't matter yeah, it's, and it's, i think i think it's everybody in their own room because even like that one year i think the dude was even last year whatever the peloton got popular the black guy he was in the celebrity game you see i ain't even know that yeah he was because he won mvp for real mm -hmm. oh, see, I, ain't know I, that. I, I can't remember was it the year what, what was quavo because quavo Wanted. Quavo didn't play in the All Star game. They had it. That what was that was the pandemic year. Him and it was just him. Jake. It was just him. Jack Harlow versus Two Chains. A little baby. But I think it was one year he played in. Whatever. I, he might have played any of the year, but that. But I'm talking about the most recent one, like during the pandemic, when like right. I, I guess that. No, I know you talking about the little two. It was just the no, two no, on no, two no, thing. No. Yeah. No, it was. It was like I said. It was the. It was the Peloton. The instructor, the black guy. They had him. Had him out there. So I think, like I said, everybody is in their own own Rome or in their own frame because like who would think I mean everybody don't have a Peloton but you've seen the videos of course they, that they, they, person. Uh, uh, exactly. and at that time like I said he was a hot thing he was a slip at that time now whether he's still popular now at that moment at that time he is and Kyle right now at this moment in time he is the hottest thing on YouTube or whatever you know what I'm saying like streaming wise yeah he for sure he he is and I, and I think this the sad thing is just to watch how people just be wanting to be in denial about it. They wouldn't, me, have gave, the, they wouldn't have gave Michael Parsons that invitation because he's doing his podcast and all that. That's why they... No, I mean, no, you got to think about one, two things for sure. One, you got to think about Bleacher Report is in bed with the NBA. His podcast is a Bleacher Report podcast. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they're going to sit here, I'm going cross-promote. Like, this is like, yeah. all right, we need him on there. Like, even if you would have watched the All-Star game on, what was on HBO Max, you could have got the alternative um uh, uh, analyst where it was, uh, what was it, Draymond Green, Taylor and, and Taylor Rooks and uh, Charles Barkley. With then on the other joint, it was Reggie Miller, Kenny. What was it? Reggie Miller. Uh, Reggie Miller, Kenny Can and, um, Green. And, and no, and Candace Parker. Candace Parker was game. on. It was Reggie Miller for and Candace Parker yeah, on the game. The game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I mean, you could have got like I said. So it's just, it's just different. I just I don't like, and I guess we can kind of tie two birds into one stone. Where it's like I don't just even the hate for Shannon Sharp right now. It's just corny. Like dog, 
he be just like from Eddie Griffin to Mace and all it's just like all right bro like get off this man nuts like let him like he him now dog I don't, it's no way it's not nothing y'all can say and you got to understand his audience and that's what again sometimes where I say you got to understand people's audience his audience ain't never realistically his Shannon shop's core audience is not the shade room in the neighborhood talk audience so for y'all when people when this going these videos are getting picked up on the neighborhood talk in the shade room y'all calling Shannon shop gay that's never going to reach his real audience mm-hmm even if his real, his older black audience, his middle America white audience, guess what they're not following? The shade room. They don't even probably even know what that is. Never even heard of it. So it's just like, you kind of just, you, you're tearing down your own people just to get posted on the shade room. It's not gonna get no farther than that because it just even like, Eddie, okay, well, let's just see him say, if I really thought Shannon Sharp was gay, okay, cool. Guess what I'm not still gonna do? I'm not gonna go listen to Cam and Mace talk about sports because they are not gonna talk about it the way Shannon Sharp is talking about it. So it don't matter. I don't, I'm like, who was even thinking about Eddie Griffin? Like that's, and that's oh, not he it. Said something? Yeah, he said something. Like I, I can find, like, I can, but he just is again, all of those jokes are repetitive at this point. It's like, all right, though, how many of y'all gonna sit here? Like Corey Holcomb, all of them, everybody, oh yeah, he's Shay Shay, Shay Shay. He what type of grown man call himself Shay Shay. And it's just like, I mean, cause it is, it's nothing else in, in the, and you know the sad part right now? And I, I seen somebody said, talked about this, like, damn, now that Blueface locked up, it ain't nothing else. Nobody, it's nothing else really to talk about or even, you know what I'm saying? Like right now, Shannon shop is the high take. It's nothing else to talk about or even. I mean, I guess if you live in, if you, if your, if your media or spaces that you take is only the shade room, I guess it's nothing else to talk about, but it's still endless stuff to talk about. Like I just, I seen somebody post it, but I thought they were just talking about Krishan rock or something, but I don't just like, I still got endless stuff to talk about. I still listen to music, still watch TV, sports is still going on. Like if I'm not living, but I'm talking like for, for them, for them comedians or whatever, there's nothing else. Cause it isn't the sports is Super Bowl is over. There's nothing, you know what I'm saying? That, that's what I'm saying for, for them, like Cam and Mace, they don't really have nothing to cover right now because the season is at a break. Yeah, but then that's, I mean, that's your fault. Then you should have did what Shannon Shop and Ocho Cinco did when they went to the Super Bowl. They went and did the live jump there. Like, I can't, that's my point of why I'm saying, like, you're so, like, if you, if your comments are going to be to try to bring down Shannon Shop, you already just a hundred steps behind him. Like, it's not, it ain't, it's not going to work. Like, what you trying to do or trying to, like, discredit him, one, none of y'all, all y'all have to sit here and already just threw your manhood out the window. I ain't fighting him. He way too big. So now let me call him gay, but I still don't want to fight him. Like, come on, dog. What are we talking about? Like, Pack it up. Like, come on, though. Like, that, that joke is old. It's corny. All right. It worked for Mike Epps for like two seconds and then it was over. Like, come on, dog. Like, sometimes we just got to be serious. And then again, shout outs to men for finding other ways to prove my point of men be sizing other men up and you know who you don't want no type of bump with. And everybody has proven that they don't want no type of bump with nobody Shannon Shop's ass. Y'all all gracefully bow out and be like, yeah, I'm not going to fight him. I'm going, you're not going to shoot him, dog. Like, cut, let's be serious. Can you stop? Like, let's, let's be serious. You just don't want no smoke at all. Leave him alone then. If you don't physically feel like you can do anything with him, just stop talking about it because he's way too famous and he's white famous. He ain't just your, he's not shade room famous. Y'all are helping him keep putting him in that little mix. You give him free promo. Cause I swear to God, he don't need that. I promise you, I be on his YouTube live when he be going, though, no, I promise you. Him, how many people be watching him live on YouTube is what 90% of their numbers be just tap period. That's what it is. Like, come on dog. And he be doing this at one o'clock in the morning. black women to understand is that we are to be accepting of our positioning as the least desirable in society. We should get the memo that nobody really wants a black woman. Thus, if anybody was to find themselves willing to take up with us, we should be happy, we should be grateful, and we should shut up about it. And if you are a black woman that dares to push back. First of all, let's be clear. It's not that black women are undesirable. 
the personality of a lot of black modern women is undesirable. The stigma of you feel like you don't need a man, can't nobody tell you nothing. The mindset of a lot of black women is undesirable. And instead of dealing with the the root of the issues, sometimes we want to just play like, oh my goodness, nobody want black women. Where are you getting that from? The truth is a lot of black women are a product of a generation of other black women screaming to the top of their lungs, I don't need a man. And when you carry that same type of ideology, you carry that into your mindset and in the way that you show up in relationships, then it's not that black women are undesirable. You may be undesirable. Your personality may be undesirable. The, the idea that you want to emasculate black men, that is what's undesirable. So let's not confuse the two. two. People really want black women. Hey. Let me see. I love all I do. I just love social media, and I always love when I find a cleanup video. And the reason why I like that video because it feel at around the same time where it was the Desi Banks video going around, and I oh my god, I was on Twitter and I was just watching. Even I was just on Twitter, like on every post that picked them up, and it was of course again like I said, why well, I said y'all a lot of these uh you YouTube and podcasts, older people y'all. Oh, just get out of Shannon Sharp way, bro. It's just his season. 2024 is just his season. You got to understand it. So again, like I said, I seen a lot of women uh, weighing in their opinion on should you hold a man down while you were chasing your dreams and goals. And of course, it was a video of Desi Banks and it was going, like I said, going viral on social media when he was doing an interview with Shannon Sharp. And he basically was sitting here saying how his ex didn't believe in him and she didn't hold him down. Red where an ex put you out. Oh, yeah. So tell that story. Yeah, um, that's when I was first, uh, you know, in my beginning stages, of, you know, really chasing my dream of comedy. Um, at the time, I felt like um, she didn't believe in my dream and my goals. I used to want her to support me so much. Um, I, you know, I thought there was going to be a woman I was going to be with. You know what I'm saying? I did a lot of stuff with, with, with her. You know what I'm saying? Every dime that I got. And where I was working, I, I gave it to her. The only thing I wanted to do was get me a, a haircut and, and pay my cell phone bill so I could, you know, shoot my video. Right. Um, but I felt like at the time, the, the money, uh, it wasn't coming fast enough. Right. You know, it, it wasn't there. So she went, to, you, need, you need to get a job. You need to do this. You need to do that. Um, I can't do this no more. So, you you know, you might have to, you know, go do something else. So that sent me to my grandmama's house. You know what I'm saying? So I was staying with my grandma for a little minute. And at that moment. When that happened like, late, late at night, where that was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so she put you out like two, three in the morning. Uh, yeah. I, and it's crazy. Like, I, I cried. Like, I, bro, I, I cried. I was crying already. Like, you know, you know, when you're chasing something, man, you're trying to make this, you're trying to shit, shit work. And, man, I remember this shit like yesterday. <laughs> like, I don't try to talk to her. She like, boy, if you don't go to sleep. I'm like, what? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, like, okay. And that, that made me cry even harder. So I just walked in, the, walked in the living room and I was just like, damn, shit, like, all right, shit. You know? So, of course, it was a lot of women who were saying, yeah, you ain't supposed to hold no man down, this, that, and the third. So I was like, and I seen I'm tomorrow, though. That was trending at least for like a, maybe like two days strong. And you just seen a lot of women like, yeah, don't hold him down. And my only thing was, with the, cool, if that's how you feel, I, I, I'm cool with it, but you can't. And then like, me and my homegirls, oh, we always had this conversation. I'm like, dog, you can't make me feel like I'm forced to want to have to date black women just because. Because if this is the, and I always send her this stuff to be like, all right, bro, like you, you want, you want people to just hold it down and just ride out for the cause just because. And it's just like at this point in time, it's just like, dog, this cause is almost just like, uh, just a, it's a pointless cause because it's just like dog as you gotta think about it as a man reading stuff like that dog it will get eventually get defeated and if you feel like if i'm reading all of this and this is just basically adding on to 
maybe how my dating life may already be going or maybe my experiences that i've had with women before it's going to only just add to make somebody be like all right cool i'm just gonna tap out like i'm just not i don't i don't have it in me i'm never gonna be able to show up for y'all the way y'all do and then if i when i finally reach that pinnacle where i feel like i can show up the way you want me to show up am i still gonna necessarily want these women who kind of were giving me that behind the kiss the whole time and I think for a lot of people, if we being honest, the question is, no, that's just the same way. And I don't think it's just, and the sad thing is, it's just like, you you want to hold, especially black men to this, uh, I guess this fire or this sit here accountability, where it's like, no, just think about for most, for anybody, if you used to be like a nerd in school or used to be fat and then you finally lose some weight, how you feel? Just, we could tell it to everybody who have you ever been on a weight loss journey. Think about all the people who was kind of just not giving you the time of day. And then as soon as you lose weight, you kind of just like, you want to go crazy with the post. You want to like spam people and kind of like playing people's face who was, was sleeping on you when you were bigger. When you was at your lower self, and I think that's realistically, I think sometimes it's so easy for people to forget how it feel when you're trying to battle the journey. Because I'm sure for people, even when you're trying to lose weight, if we tying it into the weight thing, I'm sure everybody wish they had a support system. That's why people always be like, oh, they I need a workout partner. It's no difference. Like you just sitting here saying, oh yeah, because this man couldn't give you no bread. He couldn't really be a, a provider. Yeah, at that time and moment. And a lot of women were saying, he, you are smart. How are you saying, if she if she felt like she was smart, guess what you would have seen? You would have seen a video of this woman <laughs> debunking what he said. I'm 100% positive she don't want nobody to know who she is. Because I ain't never seen nobody resurface a picture of her or nothing. So it's like, dog, I'm sure she probably has some regret on not sitting here waiting it out. Maybe even if it took another year or two. He's a millionaire now. Oh, he got commercials. Oh, he had commercials doing the all-star game. He was on the on the TNT jump when Shaq doing the Shaq cam. Him and Shaq was on, he's on TNT. So for you not to have patience to sit here and say, I couldn't hold somebody down for maybe another two years, dog, that's crazy to me. And you can't, I can't expect for you cannot expect people to have that same love and compassion for you when they finally get where they're going. Cause then I feel like I don't owe nobody nothing. Cause if nobody had no compassion for me and I literally had to just suffer alone and just grind it through, which for him, it may be cool. Like he don't, it don't sound like he was bitter about it, but it's just a part of his story. And I seen a lot of women like, oh, look at him trying to make her the villain. He's not making her the villain. He's just telling his story. This happened. You want me to skip this part? No, this was a part. And this may be the part that helped me turn up a lot more. But realistically, like he's saying for most men, if you, and I appreciate him just being honest, most men are looking for somebody to sit here and say, go through this journey with me. I'm not asking for you to sit here and, and buy me clothes. He said he was working a regular job, but most people don't even understand that part. And I can speak on to that. Cause it'd be some days like, okay, well, let's see and say Saturday, my long work day. I just be tired and I be zapping. Don't feel like doing no videos. I don't feel like doing nothing. And then sometimes that can be a defeating feeling. Cause you'd be like, damn, today might've been a day I needed to sit here. I could conquer on my junk. Like I could literally, I'm talking about had to, uh, I don't want to skip topics, but just giving an example to even kind of speak on what he was saying, because I think it's easy for a lot of people not to have compassion for that story because you just you just go to work and after work is over and your day is just it is what it is. You just don't care. You maybe just you don't have nothing else going besides your just your regular work life, which is cool. So let's sit here and say, boom, I see he had a long work day. And I got a video that's going like it was on TikTok, they're like 400 some thousand going stupid viral talking about the little dude in um from Florida with the Tia Kemp jump, like Rick Ross baby mother. So we'll get to that later. But I'm, the video literally going viral. I could have seen him be like, damn, I needed to continuously keep posting and capitalize on that. But okay, my weekend was just long. Uh, this weekend was a long work weekend. I just couldn't capitalize on keep adding out content. I'm just drained to the world because it's just like physically and mentally, I was just done. I had to take a nap and not even like purposely take a nap. I was just so tired before I could even, I even missed the first half of the three point contest because i was just so tired so it's just like i get what he's saying it's just like yeah sometimes people just like oh you can do both yeah you can and you can't 
can you can do both you can absolutely still work and try to chase your dreams but i guarantee you the longer hours you work because you got to sit here and keep uh bills you got to keep doing whatever else responsibilities you already got as an adult i promise you your dreams are going to continuously take a back burner and you're going to eventually have to find a space where you sit here and say boom i'm going to make this little pause or i have to figure out something so i can really put my 110 into it and especially we talking about in the, i mean he i don't know when he how long he's been popping for a minute but just i know sometimes we like even just when people feel like certain uh business spaces the the that business space is just overcrowded and it's oversaturated so you may have to work a little bit harder so you can stand out and then sometimes so you need that extra energy you need that extra time so but again well you can't be mad as anybody and that's why i like sometimes i gotta catch myself even when i'm judging people because i don't necessarily know why you sit here now you dating outside of your race so you're doing whatever of course it's cool like we love the dr umar stuff and even killer michael's on the breakfast club saying oh i married a all of that's cool like i'm cool i like when you hear the sound cool it's something like you can applaud but everybody's path to where they get to when we talk about marriage or long-term dating or having kids may have not been the same so i can't sit here and be mad at somebody if you sit here saying my dating past has just been tarnished because nobody was there to kind of even just show me love and through the process it's just like when people win when players win championships or win the mvp like dog just think about it we was all kind of everybody and i even watch people like leading up to like the kansas city the ravens game and everybody was like oh my god you know how crazy lamar's speech gonna be if he can make it to the super bowl because we all knew how everybody was killing him during the summertime killing him and his mother about oh she don't need to be his agent or whatever case may be so everybody was waiting for him to just get over that hump because we knew for a fact how he's been so humble all season just cool i got a bigger play whatever case but we knew how crazy he was gonna get that florida was going to rip out of his soul if he could have made it to the damn super bowl especially if he could have won it like Pete, that's all like and shout out to ryan clock because i don't the espn didn't re-sign his contract i don't know espn is crazy but i do i again because it's the same thing i said about here on here before when we saw Jalen Rhodes, you got to be able to build up yourself a platform outside of just your job. And that's in ESPN, realistically. I mean, of course, for most people, y'all may not look at it like as a job because it's ESPN, but it is still a job. It's still a corporate job. And shout outs to Ryan Clark for actually building up a platform outside of ESPN. So I'm sure he's going to be 100% A-OK -okay if he never go back on ESPN again. The Pivot is a huge podcast. And even I think he still worked with uh, CBS and the NFL Network. So he'll be straight. But just even still him, screw the NFL Network and screw the CBS thing, him still building up his platform for, to have the Pivot podcast. So it's just like, even if none of those other corporate jobs was to renegotiate him, he is a he has built himself up to be a huge voice where people kind of really like to hear from Ryan Clark about not even just uh, football stuff, even his basketball takes is be on point too. So like I said, I just, I'm listening to that and I I'm seeing it and it's just constantly seeing it. It'll just be like, I'll be kind of like, I get it. I'll be here for the jokes. Like I said, I'm here for the Dr. Umar stuff. And I play a clip of Dr. Umar in a little bit with him and that lady who uh who ran down on him and was saying that he like Dr. Umar ain't a handsome looking dude neither. But I'm like, Dr. Umar, you a little bit too lit. This can't be what you laying in the bed with at night. Cause Shorty was like free willy. I'm like, come on, Dr. Umar. Like, I know some IG baddies to be in your DM. You might not want you might not want to get caught up like that, Dr. Umar. What? You saying that's his speed or what he would hit? What you 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 think he would hit the IG model? Oh, time, I, well, you maybe you, I don't. I, I thought you was recording when we me and Bella talked about this before. Though I, it was girls out here hitting a town. We know that Doctor Umar is more popping than a town, but he's not a lick. Doctor Umar's not going to spend no money. Oh yeah, no, he ain't going to spend no bread. Right, no, a town's no, 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 going to spend no spend his yeah, money. But, but listen, I'm saying though, but some women just be just want to be around you just for clout. Nah. You're crazy as hell because some no, people know how just, to turn their clout up. No, no, no. But but that's my thing is Dr. Umar's. 
I don't see too much. You ain't getting too much traction off of him. I, I mean, I hear you, but I don't know. If as you, a female, as a, as a, as a female, as a, as a guy, I don't think you would get to now. If you was like, well, I'm I'm more white than I am black. Oh yeah, well, Doctor Umar said he, you know, what don't I'm saying? they white black women? At, I mean, white women at all. So for sure, if you kill, yes. you call, you, you call one problems. of those. But yeah, yeah, yeah. a regular, just a nah. The way he be going, nah. I mean, maybe I don't know, but yeah, that that I'm not gonna lie to you. I seen that lady. I was like, Doctor Umar, you can't be going out like this, dog. This is she a goddamn office alignment, dog. Or R.I.P. to Kevin Samuels. What the? Hell? Oh yeah, my God, what she, you mean you? Dog, sometimes some people stay in their lane. Nah, if you that lit, you ain't standing. I'm not standing in my lane. You crazy as hell. Doctor yeah. Umar is Doctor Umar. He ain't he not supposed to be still out here hitting offensive linemen. That's ridiculous. Oh, that lady right. was he, wobbling he to the love. stage. You want true love, man? Yeah, you crazy. Yeah, I mean, of course, if you want true love, then knock yourself out. But I think just sometimes, again. That is one of the, the bad things about social media. And just real quick, I guess with that same homegirl I was talking about, she sent me a jump with Taylor. It was a, uh, what is this jump called? She, it's, it's like one of those um, NPR podcasts. And they was breaking down like Taylor Swift and the Swifties. And I guess she said it to me thinking that I was going kind of be like, on my, like, I can't bang with Taylor, but I'm listening to the way they was, and to kind of just sum it up, it was basically like saying that Taylor Swift became like the superhero for, the regular middle America white woman, where it was like, I don't have no, like, I'm not super sexy. I don't have like no sex appeal at all. I don't have no swag. I'm super just bl bland as hell. Like I'm just a bland, like close your eyes. I mean, y'all know what Taylor Swift looked like, but for the women who probably really rock with her OD hard, they kind of like pushed her to the forefront was the woman from Arkansas or the woman in Oklahoma city who don't got no titties, don't got nothing. She just regular. Like she, you know what I'm saying? She's shop at old Navy, Amber Connie or whatever the case may be. Like she just mad regular, like nothing is popping about her. And it was like playing old clips and they was interviewing people and they was talking about how, like why they love Taylor Swift. And they was kind of, compare like how she couldn't really like realistically she can't compete with beyonce when it comes to like the sex appeal type of situation it's like no mm -hmm. she's not even a great dancer like beyonce or none of that so it was just like when you count and i'm listening to it and it's just like and don't get it twisted it's two black women breaking this down and i'm like i don't know if y'all trying to turn people off because you kind of turning me on to her kind of like that i like the underdog story and that just made me just as a person who likes sports you kind of always love that underdog story so it's like listening to them explain like what was taylor swift connection especially at the early stages of her career i was kind of like the, I, and, I like and that. that's crazy that you said it because i just had a conversation with one of my coworkers the other day i mean he's an older guy so he really don't know and i was trying to explain to him and he was like yeah i heard about the you know beyonce and i said I said, it's a big difference between her and Taylor Swift. I said, I get it. Yes, Taylor, I mean, Beyonce is how performer, all that, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I said, but you got to think about it. For the numbers and stuff that Taylor Swift is putting up and doing, you do have to respect her. I said, for her to sit here and put out a re-release an album and off the first week, you sold almost a million, you know what I'm saying? You did a million units. It's, 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 it's not something to sneeze on. I said, she is more of for a family friendly, you know, like I can take my daughter, I can blah, mm -hmm. blah, I can do all that. That's for the family type mm -hmm. of situation. A Beyonce concert, you you mainly taking Beyonce, you know what I'm saying, your girlfriend or whatever. You're not taking your whole family to go see Beyonce because of the, you know. The, of course, the, even, even, even with the, even I, with the and sex I, appeal I and all that. And you know, so funny did you say that I heard I can't remember who I was listening to, but they said the same exact thing. My bad, I didn't mean to cut you off, but they were saying the same exact thing what you were just saying. Yeah, it's, it's just like, uh, it's it's two complete difference. And I was like, even when you look at her movies and Beyonce, it's like, y'all, when y'all compare, I'm like, you got to think about it. She's more appealing to the family or, you know what I'm saying? Like, when my fa I could take my family, family to, this, to go see Taylor Beyonce Swift, for sure, for sure. kind of like, well, I'm just taking my, yeah, my daughter might be a teenager. I'm taking her type, you know what I'm saying? If she's and you know, so just to, to, to I guess the piggyback of what you said, because like I said, I was, I can't remember what I was listening to, but I was listening to something and they were saying how, 
a Taylor Swift concert is more of a family dynamic where you will, it's easier to see a dad taking his daughter. Carmelo and I remember, it, huh? Carmella. Oh, that's what it was. It was Carmella. Okay, I said okay, that's what it was. So he was just like, it's a difference between seeing like dads and your and your mm-hmm. and you. See what I'm saying taking your daughter there, and which is true because I remember that time oh, I, when she maybe this was a couple years ago. But probably I think I'm sure it was 100 percent positive. It was the first time with that Jay Z and Beyonce concert when they was doing their jump and Taylor Swift came before when she came here. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was a lot of uh dad, like especially like it was. I didn't even say just white, but it was. Of course, it was a lot of white men taking their daughters there. But it was even some black guys or Asian guys who were taking their daughters. Like it was a lot of daddy daughter dates to the Taylor Swift situation. Where so that's a double ticket situation. Where for some time for women, it maybe just be them and their homegirls. Mm-hmm. And don't get it twisted. T- Taylor Swift still has that audience too. But like you said, I don't necessarily think that Beyonce has the daddy daughter dynamic coming to her shows. And then what they was even what they was tying it on. It was saying how just like. It was, I guess, like how black women can wear certain things where it may come off as sexual. Like, I think I seen a girl something with the halter top thing. I was looking on Twitter and it was kind of like, damn, it was kind of crazy. They were talking about this on the Taylor Swift uh, joint that I was listening to. And there's certain things where it's just like over sexualized. And I was, and I was, the homegirl sending me the Taylor Swift joint. I sent her like even Coyle Ray, and I'm just like, damn, they kind of right though. Cause it's just like, even for Coy, she's such a small girl, but it's just like, everything is sexual. Yeah. But I, I feel like that's kind of their, not necessarily say the image, but it's just like it's easier for me to sell or it just make you more attractive. But but what, I, what I'm saying is I think they're trying to use it as a cheat code, but at the same time, it's kind of watering down your talent, your talent. Because that's all we looking at. Every time I, I literally in the crate, like literally when I finished listening to the Taylor Swift joke, it was so crazy. Literally like Hickam Coyle Ray. I think she came up. She had like, a, like one of them little lime green. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, Alpha said she had it. Even just with her lip, even just some, when I'm talking about over-sexualized, it don't necessarily have to be just, she be butt naked, but she was like in the car and it was just like all her legs was out and you was basically like showing her feet and her leg pictures and it's like her shoulders was out. And I'm just like, you can't, so you can't really see nothing, but it's still a sexual picture. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, dog, you put, and and don't be, and let's be clear. I do, and and I do kind of feel bad sometimes. Taylor Swift is older than her. Yeah, and that's my point. But it's for Coy, it's just like it's all and even just for your her dad to say, damn, I can't even follow my own daughter on social media because I don't want to see her twerking. I don't want to see her in her thong. And it's just like, dog, why do you have to go to that? Like, why does that have to be the end all be all? And again, shout out to, and real quick, just before you say something, I do want to kind of give credit to the women who don't play in that ball game. You shout outs to Bia, because when we talked about Bia, and, and that's why she kind of go under the radar sometimes. Or even for Lola Brooke, like Lola Brooke, oh, and even Lady London, it is some black women who kind of just like, I'm just gonna allow my talent to speak for me, and it may take a lot longer because it which it does because I'm, I'm gonna play a lola brook joint in a little bit but lady london don't get as much credit as she deserves and she be going crazy but it's just because she don't over these with the sex sales but so my question is is just into this society is it more so of the of us and how we view things or how we see things because like you said molly cyrus it's a lot a list of them who who been successful and they didn't have to do the whole um, you know, I'm sexy. I need to be half naked type of situation. So is it just more so of us? That's why we look at people. That's how we had even more. We draw attraction to them. Uh, I, I because think, even if we throw like a Lizzo in there, she's not really a popular. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I think Lizzo. I think Lizzo was kind of like she kind of. It's like fifty fifty with her because I feel like she's trying. She was doing the sex appeal to kind of irritate people. It wasn't like she really was trying to be sexy, but she was kind of just like I'm gonna lean into the body, the body positivity, and I know that I don't have the body that y'all want to see. 
So I'm going to kind of, I'm going to troll you a, a lot, not a little bit. I'm going to troll you a lot to kind of be like, hey, you're going to see this big body all over the place. So I kind of like, I get it. Of course, we'll get tired of seeing it. And I think just realistically, if we being honest, I be tired of seeing just a lot of them just half naked. I'm like, bro, I want more music. And, I, and that may be just for somebody who just likes to listen to music all the time or looking for new content. Like I'm a content whore. So it's just like, I be looking for that. So I'm cool on, I don't necessarily need to see you be butt naked all the time. And I do feel like a lot of them just try to oversell the sex and it kind of be like, all right, bro, the music people miss out on the music because all you did was sex 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 me to death well i made it not even know that you was dropping new music i'm just looking at you half naked and so i guess that's just us in a society that's what attracts us right because like i said when we even when you look on the other side nobody really pays that no matter like i said tell everybody else they sell their records we don't worry about that but i think it's just more on our side it's more of the attraction how she look what she doing you know what i'm saying like I don't know. I don't necessarily know if it's us or it's just them. Is is that is that them being lazy? Like, are you sitting here trying to hide behind the? I'm trying to hide behind the sexy. Like, you're not trying to really sit here and, and go crazy with the. Yeah, I don't. I think a lot of that just got to go with. It, it, it's fifty fifty. It's the people. It is the people, and then it also is the, it's still the artist because you still sitting here saying like you you just. You're giving up. Like, I'm just gonna play the game. I know I gotta be half naked on social media to get people attention. It's like you, but look at even Sweetie. It's just like, bro, she's trying to get her legs back. And she kind of is just like, it's just more like you rather just look at her than actually just listen to the music. And I think sometimes, again, I think even just and the sad thing is, you know, the crazy thing is you can kind of tie it into Nikki, where she kind of just you ushered that in. Where it's like I almost was wishing, like, damn, I wish Nikki, Nikki would just go because she's big enough that she could just go hoodies. Like if Nikki just go straight hoodies, sweatsuits, every joint, and just be rapping, you kind of make everybody else have to conform. Cause then now you get to erase. Now every girl can't just get on Instagram. I get a BBL, and now I'm gonna start putting out music. And I think that's the and that is the lane for. That's why you sit here and see Natalie Nunn talking about she put out a song. It's just like, hey, if I get pop or Christian Rock, hey, I get popular on social media, then I'm gonna go put out a song. Or what was uh, Blueface Baby Mother, whatever the uh, whatever her name is. It's just like I, if I get enough attention on social media, I can get somebody to help me. Perfect example, Blueface Baby Mother. I got popular enough. Me and him got this toxic relationship going, this little triangle offense we got going on with Krishan. And, and people may be tired of Krishan, so let me be the, uh, the, the girlfriend that everybody liked. And they gave her a song, and she had it, and she called it like a slight hit. Like it may be over now. It was a, a quick little social media hit, and then it, now it died down. But my whole point of it is just look how easy he did that song, he created that song. So that's my point. That's the times that we live in where it's just so crazy. So that's why if I'm if I'm somebody as big as Nikki, I know the way you could change the game is you are the you are the goat. You are the alpha and the omega. You could change it by you sitting here saying, I'm not gonna play the half naked game no more. I'ma just put on a sweatsuit and I'm gonna make y'all have to rap. And I we can hurry up and weave out everybody else. Because if the if the bar is just sweatsuits and rapping, then everybody else gotta you gotta conform to that. And ain't no more Meg, Meg, okay, Meg got some beef going on. Meg put on a half-naked twerking video. Boom, all right, well, we forgot this shit. Whoever she was going back and forth with, Cardi do the same thing. I'm coming half-naked and then Ice Spice. No, bro, we literally talking about, it's a long list of no talent. I'm just half-naked and popular on social media. Now, boom, here you go. And so many people just sit here, let me just get in line with what's going on. But again, that's why I say like, I, I shout out to Taylor Swift though. I ain't gonna hold you. That 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 little listen. I know my home. She was thinking I was trolling. I'm like, bro, I'm not trolling. I'm dead serious. Like, I kind of respect her a lot more now. Stay with me. Stay with me. Name one symbol in production. I ain't floating on yet. 
this just plays, but don't go off track. I mean, name one beat from a producer I ain't go off on. Show off on. Comment section got the goat all through them. This bitch is next level. You squares my next bezel. Trying to trail me with that little bitty bread like your man Gretel Hansel. I'm all candle. Light of this game. I take a flight to a private life over all of this thing. Your bank, my emergency fee. You seated in 33 E's. Middle seat and on the plane where your shoulders can meet the strangers who be laying all crazy and showing his feet. They could be gross in a creep. Girl, you was bolder than me. You mean to tell me you flew for nine hours on spirit air? And ain't wake up a spirit there? Or you strapped me up as the pilot and let me just fly the jetty, count all the rice and katana or walk in the Serengeti cup. So, of course, that was Lady London, dog. And I'm just we're talking about just bars, dog. Her, and that, but you know what's so crazy? And again, that's why I like having these conversations because sometimes it's just for me, I'd rather call out the hypocrisy in women. Women who just, it'd be like, why don't y'all celebrate this more? Where it's like, and I think realistically, because the culture that we live in now, a lot of women just want the cheat code. Like, so I'm, you're never going to hear a bunch of women down talking to Ice Spices. You're not going down talking nothing. You just, because in y'all world, you're just hoping like, the difference, I think the difference between like with women and men is like women are just rather be I'm gonna be quiet and hopefully one day I get my lick. So I don't want to I don't want to sit here and poop and trash um what's they working know. what's working for everybody else because what if one day I may just get that lit? I want to just be able I don't want people to sit here and be a critic on me. But you just you you don't celebrate the raw talent like that as a man. You hear them bars and she said here saying what beat I ain't walk on yet, and all you see is the goat emojis through my comments because I no, I'm one of them people who every time I hear her rap, I be dropping the gold emojis because she really do be going crazy. So it's just my whole point is, but she don't get that same type of hoo-ha and rah-rah because she ain't one. She's not dating no celebrity that other people know, so she's not up on the shade room or none of that other thing. She ain't on social media half naked, so it's not a bunch of people lusting over. So my question, do you really, do you cross over? What you mean? Like when you see everybody else's successful in that field or that way and it's like damn i'm doing the right way trying to keep it clean but it's like should i just no because i think she don't work hard enough and, and and i don't i don't think she don't she just don't i think she's comfortable at moving at her i mean even in her rap she talk about it all the time she's comfortable with moving at the pace that she moves at but i think realistically she probably just needs to put out more freestyles. Like she just did that every Friday. She just like, even look at Fab. Like, I mean, he kind of, he maybe took a couple of weeks off now recently since the Super Bowl and the All-Star, but you can see for him for a second was like, all right, let me get myself back into because I'm just becoming a Instagram person now. Like it's Fab and I've said this a million so, times. Okay, but, it, it, and I think even with Fab, I just, like, sometimes I think you just find yourself in those deals or just those situations where, all right, now I need to just chill out and redo it myself and just, do it without but uh, but, uh, but going like back we to always say fab him on freestyle or him on other people beats is his his way to go to about thing and i think he probably now i realize but damn i can capitalize more if i'm on youtube not trying to put it out and trying to yeah, you know, instead of dragging or just not even even if i don't put it out on youtube you can literally just put it out on instagram because it's still just i mean so many people and that's the i'm not always about putting out content no you because you never know and i want to sit here and say that to people just even the if pay, you create, I think the pay got to be better on YouTube then. No, of course, no, like, of course, of course, course even of like, course even like with Country Wayne, like, dog, I hated like when he was on Instagram. Oh man, I was always watching this shit. But like because he went on to YouTube, and I'm just like, dog, you got to actually, I got to go on to YouTube and sit here. You know what I'm saying? Like instead but, of being so, on my timeline. But, so, but, but so that's what I'm about to say. You're, you're proving my point though. So because for everybody, and I think that's why a lot of one of me talking about promoting a business or pr promoting your content or whatever, you got to 
meet you got to reach people everywhere where they at because just for somebody like you like you said you it's easier for you to catch them on, on instagram if you come down your timeline boom and that's your social media page that you may like use the most so if it's easy for me to catch him on instagram and i can watch his videos then but i'm sure for him the business wise is like all right i gotta take it completely off of instagram and bring all my people to youtube and, and probably even still use it on facebook as well because those two platforms pay out better so it's just not me giving it to you on Instagram for free. Yeah. And it's like, so for, for somebody like you, you probably would never go to YouTube and watch it if I get to watch the whole thing on Instagram. But for sometimes, for if you're trying to build something like, and when he was trying to originally build it up, okay, I got to meet everybody where they at. Because I can use, I'm just a perfect example for myself. Let's just use, it'd be certain video, it'd be certain jumps where it's like, what's, I was talking about that, uh, just that Tia, just because that was one of my latest jumps. Like, let's sit here and say, okay, that jump with the, um, the, uh, the what's this boy name? Uh, Boss Man D-Lo. My jump on Instagram did seven, it did 7,000. On TikTok, it did 400,000. So it's like, it's just my hope. But just imagine if I would have literally, and I think on YouTube, it was probably like, I want to say maybe, I don't even, I ain't even look. But let's just, let me just, just for just the conversation purposes. 10,000 on YouTube. So, but imagine if I would just imagine if I wouldn't sit here and I was just only posting on Instagram. You talking about on? I damn near would have missed out on almost five hundred thousand mm -hmm. if I only was just posting on Instagram. So I think just sometimes as a content creator or business person, how you promoting yourself? No, you got to show up constantly on every platform. You can't sit here and say I'm only going to do this but, and the third. You but, can't get discouraged or you can't get discouraged I, I, I off get, the numbers no, neither. And, and I get it, but I just feel like because it's probably so much. Like and I and I understand. I'm probably sure in Instagram is a lot of more shadow banning or you ain't get reaching. But like with YouTube, you can't sit here and block me. If I mean, you, you can't. Me. No, don't get it twisted. If you cuss too much, or you can get because I mean, I don't know. I don't necessarily know how many podcasts you be listening to. But it used to be a junk that was popular on YouTube. It was called Fish. It was called uh, what is it? Fit and Fit and Fresh or something like that. But they was like one of those like men's like super like they had you. I'm sure you've seen their videos. It used to be like it's two dudes in there and it'd be like 20 girls and they was recording in Miami and it'd be like 20 Instagram model girls, but they will be going but YouTube demonetize them. So you can't they can't make because they just their content start to go against the YouTube guidelines. YouTube still have guidelines like you can't sit here and upload a bunch of pictures of guns or you can't do certain things like you still have to you still got to like either the lines with the YouTube guidelines or they're going to demonetize you or they'll stay here. It's still an algorithm too. Like every, every video. I feel like you can get more stuff up there or you, you can credit more stuff off of that. Then like I said, I mean, what you saying, that's kind of far fresh because I'm pretty sure the shit that you putting up there, you are going to, you know what I'm saying? Cussing and just being saying inappropriate words that you know, is going to trigger people. Or, yeah, of course. And yeah, so right. So but you, and unless you put an age restriction on your stuff where say, all right, you gotta be 18 or but even still that though, they still don't want you to just be on there. Just right. Cause some, some words are triggering and yeah. some words get blocked or even taken off of. And that's what, that's what I said. I feel like is there different situations. Do you really benefit off of the movement or do you, what do you look at or your money? Do you look at your more viewership or do you look at the money wise who pay me? Uh, more? I think it just because if, I think it depends on where you at and we can kind of tie that back into the Desi Banks thing. I'm sure for him at that time and maybe both wasn't equal enough because I'm saying like maybe I don't necessarily maybe his numbers wasn't equal enough to the payment. Ship. But I think getting to the money part is a lot bit a lot harder sometimes. Cause we'll say if I don't necessarily like because you can sit here and say I've seen Charlemagne do this a million times. He could just have a homegirl who want to start a podcast and she'll have commercials running all through there because he has a, he already got the platform to get advertisement. So he mm -hmm. can just, I can just put this advertisement in it. So you can have a brand new podcast and with zero listeners off the rip. But if you sign to the right person, if I'm signed to the Black Effect or I'm signed to iHeartMedia or something, yeah, they can just throw commercials through my joint all. And I may have, my podcast may only get 10 people listening to it. Where it could be somebody 
I'm getting a couple 20, 30,000 people listening to me every week, but I don't necessarily know how to get advertisement. So because I don't know how to get ads, then okay, so I don't have no ads on my junk. But that don't mean that this person got a bigger, you know what I'm saying, a bigger viewership. So some people just know the just know the game differently. So it just it depends on how you know the game. So if you kind of you can realistically may not get as many views, but if you got the right person who can get you some ads, then they gonna get you ads. And if you don't, and if you don't know somebody, you can do a bunch of numbers and you just still don't have no ads because you just don't know the right people. So I think just realistically for that being said, even when it comes to the music, sometimes you just gotta get yourself so hot where it's just like, look at, perfect example, look at Glorilla. She could have gave up though. They was crushing her with that, with that cha-cha slide. She could have literally- But it wasn't her fault. It was, that was his song, right? It was- No, her. that was her song. That was on that, that was on the CMG project. That's that cha-cha oh, don't, that's her song. song. Oh, yeah, that's her song. But so they could, you could have easily just that could have that could have finished. She could have let that just be like, boom, oh man, they don't mess with me no more. My ten minutes of fame is up, or whatever the case may be. Because some people do hang their head on that, like, okay, I just got this one hit and it's over. But no, she kept fighting, and she came out with a bigger song. This is probably realistically gonna be her biggest song since uh, F and F. It might not be bigger than tomorrow too with, with Cardi, and that's because Cardi was on it. But we talking about songs by herself. This is going to be her nah, second yeah. biggest song. Yeah. So it's just like you can sometimes you just can't and, it, and but that's by going even back to what you said even about the taylor swift thing and i think people got to give her more credit for what she accomplished dog just even like you said re-recording music and getting people to buy, buy it again. again and the simple fact you you did with the numbers that you did when you first released it then you re-recorded it so you can actually see some money out of it and you sold Way more, so, so so that's so but that's my that's what now I'm saying. No, that is that to me is almost what you call hip hop. Like that was like I'm gonna go against the system that that I'm supposed to be just kind of like catering to, and I'm going out and I'm gonna do my own thing. But but even uh, so, let's uh, if I go back to the whole conversation I was having with my coworker, and I was just telling him, I'm just like, is this something about it's about rebranding? Everybody can't rebrand themselves or even go back. And as I said, just take for instance, we can use Justin Bieber, we can use Chris Brown. It was a lot of people under that, under, um, what's his name? Um, the guy, Scooter uh, Brown, Scooter Brown. It was a lot of them under them. But like I said, because of Taylor Swift, who she was, she didn't go, I'm not too grown. I'm still, you know what I'm saying? Like the music I still make is still irrelevant to everybody. Yeah, for sure. And so that, that was something, still, and that was something, and I, and that was something I can rebrand well. myself and I can still, I'm still attractive to everybody. I'm not just attracted to one. It's because that's like, we take for us, it's more so like the Bow Wows, the Chris, you know what I'm saying? Like, as a younger age, yes, there were more, you know what I'm saying? But now it's just like, all right, my kids can't, you know what I'm saying? Listen to the songs you used to me, like Lil Bow Wow, Lil Bow, you know what I'm saying? Those mm -hmm. songs right then was catchy for kids, but he can't see him perform that or even be No, I think, but, I think but just, but okay, I, just two things with what you said, where I, where I totally agree with what you said. I think Taylor Swift, one, didn't, she didn't get too grown. She's still not too grown for herself. Like she, even her music now is still, it teeters the line to is like, it's kid friendly, but adults who've been through a yeah. heartbreak can relate to it too. So it's like, mm -hmm. Okay, I'm to the point where the okay, the high school girl who probably lost her first love and they can relate to Taylor Swift. And then the woman who maybe just got out of a bad relationship, hey, she can relate to Taylor Swift as well. So I do think it is a good, it's a good healthy balance on how she makes music for, for somebody like Bow Wow was just like he Bow Wow just realistically just had a huge identity crisis. Like I don't know if y'all seen the joke and he was talking about how he had a lean addiction and all. I think that was just one of Bow Wow's Worst things for Bow Wow is he had an identity crisis. He wanted people to see him one, and that's the same way with Soldier Boy. I think both of them wanted people to see them a certain way, and people never viewed them the way that they wanted the people to view them. Because Bow Wow was making a clean, he was making a at one point in time making a clean transition. Think about that joint with him and Sierra. Think about the joint with him I, and Obion. If he would have stayed think, in that I think lane, one hundred six and Park kind of messed him up. 
because you were still because that that was fresh in my ears and all that right that was mm-hmm. still in that time so i think that's what kind of messed him up because yes you are still in our you know icon kind of you know what i'm saying in mm-hmm. that room but then it's like all right now we ain't got you on tv no more and you now you you more i'm living my adult life i'm doing this why i'm messing with this woman you know what i'm saying like now i got kids you know what i'm saying like it's, but, but again but just going to but going back to my point of is just sometimes where it's like i do agree with what you're saying he just may have didn't plan that kind of go back into the Jalen rose thing okay you're so used to i'm just going hey i'm just going to this job and i'm going to show up at this job i'm gonna do my job great when mm-hmm. you see me on tv it's cool but you didn't make no transition or make no space for yourself to after this is over what am i going to do next because the crazy thing is his baby mother joy she did an amazing job at allowing her even though they just recently had their little situation towards i guess the end of the year where the daughter was like i'm tired of you know doing the TikTok dances and all that with you but they still she did a great job at sitting here watching getting to watch their daughter grow up on YouTube with the mom. It was just like, he could have been a part of that, but he was just so trans and I'm still trying to be something that I'm really not. But, and people but, okay, not buying but, into it. You completely just, you lose all the way out because when you try uh, to force an image that people don't buy into, now it's over for you. But even, but that's what I'm saying. But in his, in his frame of mind, right? The way he move about, the way he go about his situation or how he even, act, we can, we can tie this down to T.I. The way T.I. and his family, it was a family. So with Bow Wow, he's more of a single, I'm a single man. Yes, I'm not with her no more, whatever the case may be. How we got our arrangements set up or how we do our thing is kind of different from somebody who's married, who's in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can move a lot more different. But listen to what I'm saying. Though, but if you were if you were business savvy enough, and this is just going back to business savvy and not paying attention to what's going on. If I'm business savvy enough to pay attention to like, I, I didn't is it what's more important is me saving my career and and find, and building something new for myself is that more important or, or me still out here just chasing a bunch of random women because what you basically did see here and said okay hey i'm not gonna do the family thing and and i'm not because you could even see here y'all couldn't even have to be together but you could have found a cool way to play co uh co-parent and you can get yourself into that youtube situation yeah but then would it would it would she still be effective would people still attract to her or even look at her if i was still around who, who even, you talking about the daughter or I mean you talking about the baby mother yeah i, I but it, it was them as a it was them as a combination where i don't the daughter was the star at one point in time like joy was like she was you i think when she was popular for dancing the whole personality thing was her and the daughter growing together on camera bow wow could have found the way to maneuver himself into that video because the daughter was gonna always be the star it wasn't about it wasn't like her the baby mother not on there trying to sell herself as a sexy like she didn't do no sexy shit when the, when her and the daughter in the videos together like she never did nothing there ain't no bathing suit nothing like she is literally on mommy duty anytime them kids is on camera with her. right but but that's what i'm saying for just image wise but like i still got to promote my stuff too what did he have though he had no 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 i'm talking, about, her. No, I'm talking about with her so would that would have messed up her you know what i'm saying like but that would have messed up her situation no because, because i think people because i think because i think people no it wouldn't have messed up her thing because she's not selling she's not she's not a and she's not a, a only fans model or nothing like that she was just literally dancing and she started to sell like fitness wear and like the whole thing was the mom thing so he could have easily fit in he could have easily fit into that scenario and found a way to kind of like get himself in the in the right situation i don't know how even know how we got this far i guess we was giving taylor swift her credit on um just figuring out how to maneuver. I do want to play this one more Lady London jump because this was like a recent jump thing from All Star Weekend, maybe. If my black girl magic is conditional, and do you find it difficult to realize that your weakness lies inside my physical you admire in secret? 
Like, is my magic really magic beyond the times that you need it, or is it only applicable when you find it convenient? I'm only asking, because this black girl magic was never something you cared about. Until you needed another word, new fashion, or hairstyle, or handout. Your hands out when we exist in a world you live in. And there's a difference, because for us to continue, we need permission, see, because blue lives matter, and all lives too. But Black Lives Matter is not in that all lives group. So why in the world would I ever share my magic with you? America, could you imagine the truth? We've been beaten, we've been bruised, and yet you cannot stop us. The country built on the backs that you stand on top of. America, how dare you try to rob us of our magic that's been put in time capsules since the beginning of our days. We have always been magical. And so I don't find it impractical that every black man will always frighten you in your foolishness because the blueprint will always be better than the duplicates and you'll never know what to do with it. I want to listen to my black girl magic. Oh, that's what I'm talking She goes so crazy, though. Shout out to the lady, London. Oh, my God, though. She be just going so crazy. And I guess while we're talking about that crossover and just be able to switch over markets, shout outs to Beyonce because, I mean, we I guess we did talk about it last week on the Super Bowl. We talked about the commercial and talking about her dropping the music, but her putting out that Texas Hold'em and kind of like, and again, I guess we can kind of tie that back into because Taylor Swift, the Swifties did kind of like try to block Kanye from going number one because they was like, just keep streaming. Um, well, you know, because of course, I guess some of the Taylor Swift diehard fans still feel some type of way about Kanye doing the little situation at the MTV Awards. How many years ago that was when he came up there and interrupted her from getting her award and saying that Beyonce deserved it? A lot of many years ago. You said how many? Shit. I, I mean, I'm saying, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was probably like 10 or some change now. <laughs> And then, but again, that's what, you know, but again, of course, that's what I'm saying. And then you got to kind of give Taylor some credit because it's like, bro, for real, we're talking about just the black community. Because that probably could have crushed many, you. No, it, it could have, one, it could have crushed you, but then think about how many people probably just for, completely wasn't, after that moment, having her, we're talking about just the, in the black culture and the black community, people wasn't even paying her no attention. So for her to still sit here and strive and continuously build up her fan base, mm -hmm. build up her career, and then years later, it's like, oh, damn, he, where she just come from? It's like, if you're not paying attention or you didn't, like, really not just paying attention to what's going on, like, she's still kind of like crushing it and i've seen a lot of people even i don't even know what the uh what is it, the music choice awards or whatever the people's, people's choice, choice i don't even know what that is yeah, and, and but i've seen a lot of people was mad because she cleaned up at that award ceremony mm -hmm. but my only thing of it is it was one and then people get mad like why y'all keep posting it? like the shade room i think somebody posted it her and travis kelsey i guess travis kelsey just bought a new place and i guess you know taylor swift probably That's been coming through there somebody literally the first week he stayed in there somebody came and knocked on the window no, oh, he had to move out. Yeah, his what's name? That that is crazy for you to say and be. I'm an NFL athlete, and I'm pretty I'm pretty sure NFL athletes deal with it. But it's just like it's not to that kind of. Yeah, no, hell no, not to that level. Of, not yeah, to that like level. They, of they, they had no, those. No way they, they had those fan moments and and stalker type shit. But for for like a person that's big like Taylor Swift, where people just you know hopping over the gate trying to dig in your trash. Travis Kelsey ain't got to do nothing like that. Hell no. So this is all, that's all brand new to him. So for him to have to see him say, now I got to get a whole new place. Yeah, that would irritate the hell out of me. And I'm a fucking athlete at that. And <laughs> it's just like, oh, like I don't have, I don't be knocking women. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's the kind of crazy thing because yes, there's men watching you. Listening. You don't have men digging in your trash or yeah, trying no, no, to. No. I mean, you got to think about it. I don't think men are that crazy or celebrities even care where famous people, like famous people live at. Like you don't even care. Like how many people just out here like, no, nah, it'd be some men doing that shit too. Oh, I mean, well, well, but I'm just saying for, I think it's just for them though. I don't think it's for athletes. It's for like the Chris Browns, you know what I'm saying? Like those type of celebrities. I don't think it's for no athletes. That's well, what I'm bro, saying though. Now, 
Maybe LeBron, somebody. Might. Yeah, that's probably because he lived in L.A., but I'm sure when he lived in Cleveland, nobody cared. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody and their mother in Cleveland knew where he lived at. Yeah. Even if it was on the outskirts of Cleveland or something, I'm sure because he's LeBron James, people knew where he lived at, but nobody was thinking about, let me go ride up on LeBron James' house or try to go get a picture or go hop his gates or do any crazy stuff like that. Like, it just don't happen. That's one thing about, like, that L.A. culture. Like, it's just weird. Like, I would never even just... I don't, I'm surprised LeBron didn't stay with the Lakers as long as he did. But like I said, again, shout-outs to just... To me, uh, my only thing will always be with people if... Follow uh, your dreams. Yeah, follow you. I guess yeah, I guess that's where we came. Follow your dreams and kind of just be okay with if you gotta take that role by yourself, take it. Like it's cool. Like just you, but you have to and don't allow yourself to get too frustrated or get distracted. I listen to what I'm telling you. If nobody else don't can't relate and don't understand how lonely those nights can get, I promise you they can gonna get lonely. So I sent my same homegirl. I sent her a picture just this. I'm talking old D big Joe and the laundry. I said, bro, it's getting rough out here for me. I can't be about to tap out like this. It's crazy, but it is what it is. Like you just gotta sit here. Don't you gotta thug it out. You have to figure out what you're gonna do and what's the. And what's gonna be your? I guess what's gonna keep you striving? You got to take your small wins like that. For me, for that, we can get into the um, to the whatever the boss man D-Lo joint in, in like two seconds. But that to me was like okay, cool, boom. I, that was my like my I think my tap out in for for TikTok was like three hundred thousand. Like I just never got over the three hundred thousand. So to be able to clear that and hit the four hundred thousand, I'm like. You take those small victories and be like, all right, cool. I know that I'm on the on the on the right path, and I'm re and the only thing you can judge it off of is, is like, okay, when I was just working crazy hours and paying for promotion, I, and we talking about, and this is just a, this is a business tip for people. I was literally like, I might have been spending, and Jazz can even testify this, Jazz and Low, because we both used to look at the numbers and they'd be just be like, I couldn't get over like maybe. I was happy maybe if I was getting like I, you pay you sit here may spend like fifty dollars and you may only get like five thousand views. And to me at that point, it was like, oh, cool, that's cool. I got 5,000. But you're talking about now is completely like, I don't spend a dollar no more, but I just put more time into creating content. Mm -hmm. And you talking about, you think about what I just said, I was happy with 5,000, maybe been spending, you saying here saying 50, and I'm saying $50, I might've been spending like 50 a day just on promo. So it was just, and it still just wouldn't get over a certain number. Was you talking about now you don't spend no money at all. You just put in more work on the content. It's 10 times that. Like I got videos on Instagram now that got 600,000 views on it, bro. I'm talking about at one point in time, I was just happy to get 5,000. Yo, see you. So, so, that's, so that would be my only thing of it is, is just like, you have to be okay with sitting here making that sacrifice and being very uncomfortable in your living situation, your working situation, your bank account might not even be where heavy as it used to be. But if you got it, if you believe in the goal that you're chasing, don't continuously chase that and pay attention to your small victory so you can give yourself a pat on the back and be okay with like, all right, cool. I ain't had sex in God knows how long. I ain't bought no new nothing in God knows how long, but something that I can like, and that's the only, I guess, thing, the cool thing about social media and YouTube, I have at least actual numbers that I can look at and be like, all right, this is where you started at, and you are 20 times past that now. So it's worth it. Just sit here and stick to the program. It don't matter if nobody else don't believe in you. You got to be real with yourself and look at your old stuff, look at your stuff right now, and then be like, I'm cool. I'm just keep locking into where I'm going because I, it's, it's right here. It's clear as day. You can't, I can't make this no different. Archer Podcast. Of course, we are officially in that time of the year. It's tax season time. And we're talking about, I'm sure you're getting your W-2s in the mail if you ain't already got them. Some people, if you already was quick on the draw, you done probably already done your turbo tax or you done done your whatever the tax places you're going to get that tax money. But if you're going to go grab a new whip or you sitting here saying, I want to spice my whip up a little bit because it's springtime about to pop up and I ain't trying to be fishbowl and getting head during the summertime. Because that do become a tricky thing. If you're still getting action in the vehicle, 
during the spring and during the summertime. And don't ever, you're never too old or never too grown to get freaky in the car, especially if you're on your way home from a date and the liquor didn't already kicked in. You you need some tips because you just, most respectable adults going to hesitate a little bit on getting too crazy if it ain't no tents on the window. So I'm doing you a favor right now telling you to sit here and go get your windows tinted. I told y'all last week, but if you missed it last week, Shades by Tent Text. And of course, they sit here on Brentwood, Maryland. They in Brentwood, Maryland. Y'all know Brentwood is closer to that, like Northeast PG County side. It's a little bit on the in-between side. If you're coming off of 50, you can just, you know, Rhode Island Avenue, or you can go straight up South Dakota, just whatever the case may be. Just I'm painting a picture to you where the area is. You got the you got the extra money. Your taxes is already hit. You this, you got to be planning out your summer and your spring now. Just think about it. You don't want to sit here and be going on a hot date during the summertime nights and not be able to get no little necky necky. Give me that Becky. You ain't gonna be the we matter of fact a little bit of that. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Shout out to Lola Brooke. You going you want to be able to get that neck during the summertime in your whip. So, like I said, they open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sunday from uh, it was Sunday from noon to 4 p.m. The address is 4549 Roll Out Avenue, North Brentwood, Maryland. The zip code is 2072. The phone number, again, call 301-269-1781. Again, tell them, Mikey sent you, bought your podcast. Bought your Get your podcast. windows in. They got a 15, you get 15% off. You know, realistically in the Maryland area, 15% is basically your taxes. The taxes Yo, is going up crazy Mikey. on everything. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I may have had my last Sylvester's yesterday. Because y'all got to think about it. And I'm, this is just a quick, just DMV complaint. I started off, bro, just, I just, this is how long I feel like I've been podcasting now, and I got to really even step it up a little bit, because I started off, it was $10, though. I used to be like, oh, $10, I think it used to be like ten thirty or something like that. Then the pandemic happened, and they tried to slowly but surely strike them prices up, and I think I came on here, and I complained, and it went up like $3. Now, literally, just went there on Sunday, and it literally was at 14 and some change. No, no, I told, we already talked about the, 10, the little 10 cent thing with the bag situation, so it was like fourteen eighty. I'm tapping. I cannot just mentally know for a fact I'm paying four extra dollars because four years ago it was ten. I can't do it. Just mentally, just who I am as what a person. I, I'm just getting a half a chicken all white with some with uh rice and, and cabbage. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I'm sure some of you, some other people y'all bill maybe even more higher than that if you getting all the you know the chicken fajitas and yeah. all that chicken and steak. Nah, like, yeah, no, I ain't doing that. No, nah, nah, hell no. Right. I keep mine. I keep mine super basic. I just need to just chicken, rice, and some vegetables. But yeah, they're getting crazy. So again, like I said, get y'all t- get your windows tinted. I know I'm kind of all over the place like I do with anything else, but they do all cars from whatever from your phones to your regular degulars, whatever. Like I said, Monday through Saturday. 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sunday from noon to 4 p.m. Again, the address is 4549 Rhode Island Avenue, North Brentwood, Maryland, and the zip code is 2072. The phone number, again, is 301-296-1781. Tell them crazy where Mikey sent you. And again, let's get into this Lola Brooke real quick. She went crazy on this joint. He better catch it. I ain't no punk, but you get me. Yeah. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that back at 
Hey, shout out to Lola, bro. No, she, I'm, no, she is one of my favorite dogs. She do not let go. I don't care who she on the song with. She gonna put out some good crank. But of course, again, because we talking about the crisis we are in in Black America when it comes to rappers. If she ain't half naked and ain't on social media, busting it wide open or ain't in no relationship, a lot of that good music gonna go under the radar if we don't speak on it. So I'm gonna always make sure that I sit here and and get my audience hip again that's lola brook and it's, it's a new group out of new york it's kind of like a huge uh like drill music group and i think the name of the group is 41. i want to say it's three of them in a the group so that's lola brook featuring 41 and the name of that song is becky it just came out this friday and real quick just i guess let's get into fabio real quick because this nigga is like the dirt this ain't even dirty mac and this is rat and i don't care what y'all talk about this is a definition of a y'all need to stop and fabio's comments just stop putting the rat emojis because this nigga literally just snitched on this man which is crazy to me like you literally just cock blocked your man you just literally just snitched on him now nah, that's not even dry snitching you real life just got on the stand and just ratted this man completely out and this is why fabio foreign album was flopping and nobody talking about it and everybody continuously is just talking about all the female rappers that's been putting out music and i think again just to me that's bad management like okay when he went on in the same when i played this clip he went on the same podcast and he tried to you know shoot tory lane some bail whatever the meg the stallion thing is and he went on the breakfast club and said the same thing and I'm just like, bros, you, it didn't work the first time. Don't repeat this. I would not have repeated this. It didn't, it did not, your album went so far up under the radar. I would have not, you went on a huge platform like The Breakfast Club. And I think a lot of people, I don't necessarily know, like, again, if y'all paying attention, maybe, okay, well, Joe Button gets clicked. People, guess what? The bloggers are going to pick it up. But a lot, I think a lot of y'all be sleeping on how big of a fan base that Meg Thee Stallion got because maybe y'all trying to compare her numbers to Nikki. I don't care. She still literally had every woman in a chokehold trying to have a hot girl summer for two years in a row. Like, girls was mad that the pandemic happened because they couldn't go outside and have a proper hot girl summer. Are you insane to think that you're going to keep here and keep throwing shots at this woman and people are going to run and go listen to your music because y'all keep saying free Tory Lane? I hate when people do this because y'all acting like Tory Lanez was a multi-platinum artist. Boy, that nigga was putting out good music, but nobody wasn't listening to it. It's, this ain't no, oh, Tory Lanez did 200. No, this nigga was doing like 19,000, 10,000 when he was putting out his music. Like, let's be clear, though. His audience was very small. Now, again, that's why I think we, because we just live in our little worlds and think what we like is the end-all, be-all, that's sometimes why numbers do matter. I don't like to drag on them, but sometimes they matter because y'all be ridiculous with the Tory Lanez thing. Like that nigga can, y'all can stop talking about him. It's over. It's a dub. Stick a fork in that nigga. It's over, buddy. Like, come on. What are we talking about? This nigga. Shout out to Peso. Shout out to Peso. That's, That's my man. He came around me. He used the Fabio card. He's fucking Natalie Nunn right now. Knocking it in like a clumsy nigga. She fought, she flying him all over the world. You know what I'm saying? Spending money going viral, taking him to Dubai. Boy, I don't even think you ever been to Dubai. She was my But she going viral. Why not? Niggas, is, and this is what niggas is doing. Mm-hmm. Niggas is capitalizing. Sosa, that's my man. He got a song with Drake. He's from. He's never thinking he's gonna get a song with Drake, but that's all for capitalizing over something that he knew was a movie already. Nah, Sosa, mm-hmm. though. Right. Shout out to Sosa. Sosa, you know what shout out to Sosa. Shout out to Sosa, Sosa and Louis. Yeah, and I got like, the little nigga, the little nigga Savage. Louis Peso. Mm-hmm. So again, like I said, this and this is something like it is weird because it's just like dog why do you sit here and feel like you got to sit and t- why would you snitch on your man let's just sit here and say this, this woman was really in a faithful relationship really married and happy with her husband why would you get on a platform a public platform this ain't no slouch podcast shout out to Matt Hoffa um they and they definitely do numbers on YouTube 
why would you get on his platform and tell on your man? You lit, and you know for a fact that the blogs love to pick up anything that got to do with the baddie situation or whatever the case may be. So you know for a fact, saying Natalie, none name, it's gonna go, it's gonna go off, it's gonna go viral in your voice. Why would you sit here and snitch on your man? If you if you know for a fact that your man needed to come up and he needed to, you know, he needed that little situation, why would you sit here and dry snitch on him and sit here and now make the spot hot? Well, now okay, now Natalie, none husband gonna be like, oh, what you doing? You flying boom? Now you making her spot hot? Well, she got to sit here and even argue with her husband, or now she got to sit here and move low with the dude because whatever the case may be, because people gonna see them out and gonna be trying to say, oh, what is it? Is it what Fabio was saying? Was it true? Like that's corny to me, like bro, you didn't have to do that. Like that was so corny, so petty, and it was just hating. Like that was back, you was backhand hating on your man, and you trying to basically sit here and say he got lit because he was around you. And let's just say if that was the case, and, and I did see. Natalie Nunn, um, she made a response. She's like, yeah, I normally don't even respond to these type of things, but she made a response to it and was just basically like, yeah, I guess he was your role manager or whatever case may be. I don't know what he was doing for you, but she basically was like, hey, I got our song. It's starting to get hot. People starting to book me for shows. I need somebody who's familiar with doing bookings and backends. So realistically, she re said she reached out to your man. Like, all right, well, he, he your your situation is cold. And that's, again, what I always, and I know for some of y'all, y'all may be looking at me crazy when I be like, oh, Fabulous and Jada Kiss and whatever these big, huge New York staples, they are local artists in a sense, but just in the biggest market in the world. New York's the same way with New York and California. It's like a lot of people probably feel like that about certain LA rappers. But it's just the truth. Like, yeah, you may be big, but you're in, you're in a huge market for hip hop. But realistically, it only in New York. So Natalie, no, was just like, yeah, I took him. I'm he he helping me on the road. He helping me do my bookings. He helping me go into these venues and get these you know these back ends or these extra shows, whatever case may be, because the song picking up some legs. So people are uh, is a giving people another reason to book me to just come and host. Now I can come and host and I can perform this song. Now maybe and she could be just saying that to save face. Who cares? But my whole point of is Fabio as a man, you should never want to sit here and dry snitch on your man like that. You basically hating on your man. You mad that your man sit here Natalie none tricking off on him and sitting here flying him out or doing whatever the case may be. Why would you blow his spider? But that's really your man. That's not even that's just not dirty macking. This is being a whole blooded rat. And, and people may not take it serious. Oh, it's not real snitching because he ain't in the courtroom, but that's still snitching. You're still a tattletale. Your parents told you stop being a tattletale. Snitches get stitches. This is the definition of that. But like I said, that was just to me is corny. And that's why Fabio is going to be that God don't like ugly. And that's why your new project going wood in the hood. And I'm sure nobody else ain't even talked about it on no platforms outside of me just telling you right now that you just out of pocket. Uh, what else we got going on in the world? Uh, uh, let's go. I do. I like that lady story. I'm going to play this lady junk. I did like that story. Wife of San Francisco 49ers fullback Kyle Yuzik recently made news for reaching a licensing agreement with the NFL to use language and team logos on her custom jersey-themed outfits. Kristen is a talented designer, having made outfits for high-profile individuals such as Simone Biles and Taylor Swift. Last month, media personality Mariah Rose publicly thanked her for, in her opinion, proving that women's sports merch doesn't have to be hideous. This comment was met with pushback on social media, with many asserting that Kristen's jersey-themed outfits aren't novel. According to journalist Kenyatta Victoria, during the early 2000s, wearing a sports jersey was popular, especially within the Black Collective, often seen in hip-hop music videos. Victoria claims the game changed during November 2001 when the grandmother of Reuben Harley, vice president of Mitchell & Ness Sporting Goods, turned men's jerseys that were too small into what we now call the jersey dress. After singer Faith Evans debuted this dress on BET's 106 in part, young women were inspired to buy men's sports jerseys and customize them as well. From then on, the jersey dress became a staple in Black fashion, often seen on public figures like My 
Maya, Mariah Carey, and Destiny's Child. This fashion trend has paved the way for the blending of hip-hop, sports, and style for future generations, evidenced by Beyonce's bull swimsuit in Feeling Myself and Victoria Monet's outfit in On My Mama, which was designed by Colin Carter. I say all this to correct Mariah's assertion about Kristen's custom clothing. She's not the first to make women's sports merch attractive, and it's important that we pay homage to Black creatives of both the past and present. Kristen Yezik, wife of Sam... And, and, of <laughs> and of course, because we did talk about that, I mean, a few weeks ago when I told you I seen it, it was going, it was, that conversation was going viral on Twitter. But I do think realistically, the sad thing is, we're kind of going back into the conversation we were having, it's just, that's a black thing. Like, we be so quick to just put stuff to the side and act like stuff ain't cool no more. You can't never be mad. That's just it. We can tie that in perfectly in the dating. You can't sit here and be mad. If I'm sitting here, let's just literally let's tie it in the dating. You can't be mad if, hey, I'm this black guy who wanted to date black women my entire life, but I may have financially been struggling. So everybody kicked me to the side. Then I finally got my pockets right. And now I may be into women of other ethnicities. That's not my fault. You had your opportunity to make this cool and keep wearing it even when it may not have been in this most fashionable season. But now, boom, here come, because uh, I didn't even know that, and the crazy thing is, again, shout out to Taylor Swift, because I did, I seen some old bios in that outfit that they talking about now, but I didn't think all oh, the time my head when I seen her, I didn't know who this woman was. I didn't even know that she made that. I just thought this was, okay, it's some old bios she can get, somebody just made it for. Like, it was just a cool little outfit for her, because I want to say it was like a, I want to say it was like a bubble jacket and like a halter top joint. Yes. I remember her wearing it at that game, but I, I know for a fact I want to say it was like a bubble jacket mm -hmm. and it was like a halter top of, yeah, like a halter top of jersey situation that she had made out of her husband's stuff. And it was a Green Bay Packers joint. So I, what I'm telling you again, you cannot be mad. If you felt like, hey, this wasn't cool for me because black people are always back. Like, oh, we cool. Nobody don't wear jerseys no more, jersey dresses, and all that wasn't cool no more. You cannot be mad when somebody else do it and they stamp it and they get credit for it. Again, and then again, and this is why sometimes I even have to tell myself, it ain't all about the numbers. It's about who got the better takes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, who, what did I tell you today was going to do with the Chiefs show? And they did it. And for people like, oh, well, black people, we still, when was the last time you seen the swag and surf niggas perform anywhere live? But guess what I told you they was going to do in Kansas City? They was going to bring them out at the goddamn parade and perform. And they did it. I don't care who you go get high or low, them takes be mid and they don't be telling y'all nothing, putting you on nothing. They don't see the future or nothing, boy. This is like Miss Cleo work right here. I told y'all, I knew for a fact they was going to do that. Stop And, and, um, and rest in peace to the person that did lose their life at that uh Kansas City joint. That got crazy. DJ. I think I think twenty two people got shot. Some of them was kids. That's the that's the thing to make it even a hundred times worse. But I think one person did lose their life in it. DJ. It was the DJ. It was a it was a uh, oh, uh, like a local DJ. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um yeah. Rest the in peace lady. to that person. And then like I said, twenty two other people got shot. And the shout out to the crazy ass people in Kansas City for chasing down one of them niggas and tackling them. Y'all different. My hats go off to y'all. Y'all are different, dog. Cause I'm not gonna excuse me. That take balls. Like to see somebody out here letting a jump fly, like they literally getting it, bah, 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 bah. and then you see them stopping and you chase them down. Like, bro, that is. I, I think you. I think it's just all in the moment too. Yeah, I hear you, you gotta nigga, think, you but gotta, I mean, gotta, mind them roaming. I hear some gunshots, nigga. I'm going to take cover. It's not to no, chase down the person. No, I get, it, I get it. You're going to take cover, but just go. like, damn, if I got my kids out here, or I got somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, nigga, I don't want you to see and get away. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see you moving. Something fishy about it. You gonna make the move to? 
I'm not listening to what I'm saying. I hear what you're saying, but I'm still gonna give them credit because a lot of people no, is yeah, gonna take course. for cover. A lot that yeah. ain't that's not. I don't. I, I hear that's not somebody just. That's not the average. No, that's not the average person's instinct to sit here and say, "Hey, we not about to let this person get away. Let's tackle them and get them." And it's just so crazy, like when you see stuff like that, because it's just like again, I be telling y'all, like Nick Wright is one of my favorite people. I li- like to listen to. Like I'm glad the football conversation over because I like their whole take. Even when they were talking about the All Star uh, game today, and we can get into that in a minute. But he was there, like he's a huge Kansas City Chiefs fan. And I'm like, damn, it's so crazy because you could be like, oh, that, anybody could have got hit. You know, I said no, 22 no. people got hit, so it's just like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that'd be so crazy because that was the first time. I'm like, damn, I really, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a huge Nick Wright fan. Like I would have been like kind of like heartbroken if something would have happened to him. No. Him and Chris Broussard was there. Like all of them, they, his whole show, they was there. I'm, and shout out to Chris Broussard. He just did a good uh, interview with him and Tim Ross did a joint on Tim Ross uh, podcast. And that's a, like a religious joint. So I, I mean, I know everybody like not in their religious bag, but they, Chris Broussard be really be like, he went crazy. Like that was a good conversation that they had. But yeah, anyway, like I said, that could have any, that could have been anybody. So that was just, sometimes it was just like, again, rest in peace to that person who lost their life at the parade. And it's just so crazy. Cause it just be like, you, you, I hate the Monday night quarterbacking with it. I mean, Monday, I guess Monday morning quarterback when people be like, well, they gonna probably have to stop the parades. Like you, I you, under, you, you can't stop because everybody because yeah, not not even just that and it's not it's not fair to punish all those people because like they had 800 people police out there that's a lot of police so 800 police is a lot of police so it's like i'm sure they thought that they you know what i'm saying like you just can't stop somebody who just gonna somebody who gonna be that ignorant and just be that like reckless they just gonna be that reckless regardless and it's kind of like you don't want to live your life in fear neither like, cause then they kind of win. You, you, you let them win twice. The 22 people who got shot, you kind of let that go out in vain for them. And it's just like, you, you let them ruin something for them. And then you kind of let that ruin for other people, for teams and that's coming in the future that's going to win the championship. Like you don't kind of want people to win twice like that. Like, nah, you kind of like, of course, you don't want to make it just like, we're going to move on with the next day, but you kind of can't allow them to win. Cause a lot of times those people who, do stuff like this, they be that's what they here for. Like they here to ruin a good time for other people. They trying to make themselves like go down in history. And that's why I do be that's why I'm never mad at people when they do give like them pushbacks with like Netflix when it comes to like the Jeffrey Dahmers and all that other stuff. Like I, I, maybe I think you do do might have to have it where it's um maybe the prey ends in the stadium. Some type of situation like that. Cause I don't think they I don't think they in you know what I'm saying? Like where you have to go inside yeah, you and go through the metal something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. That would be, to me, that that I'm, I'm with, I totally agree with you. That would be the perfect scenario to be able to, because it's still, that's still a lot of people. Like stadiums, like realistically, most stadiums hold anywhere from 60 to 80,000 people. So if you get that many people in, you saying, hey, I'm gonna let people go in free, but then they have to realistically just go through. And you can probably get more people because you can put it on the field because you're not actually playing the game. So you might be able to get an extra five or 10,000 people in there. So you're absolutely right. Make everybody go through a, a uh, through, through a metal detector. You, you're absolutely right. Where you can kind of protect it a little bit more instead of having just everybody randomly in the street. Because and it's mean, just outside. Yeah, and it's you, just outside. And like I say, you don't know who's outside, we're outside. And that's just like, even with me, like I always told you, I don't go to cookouts and shit like that because, you know, it's just it's, it's, no, it's, it's no outside. Yeah, yeah, it's no security. So it's you don't know, you know, what's going on, who got, you know, people who. Yeah, for sure. So again, like I said, thoughts and prayers, and definitely to everybody uh, in Kansas City. And then again, like shout out to the Chiefs for winning the Super Bowl 
And I did see a lot of people who were trying to be hard. I think because Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey still, I guess, went out to eat after the shooting and thing. But don't, but again, because I think you can't, people still got lives. You can't just no, for sure. And then Patrick Mahomes, I think for all the kids who got shot in the in that, uh, he went to their, you know, to their hospital, to their rooms, and visit all of them, took pictures, signed autographs, or whatever the case may be. So I mean, of course, that's a traumatic situation for those kids. But I'm sure that's a. Like, hey, I got to see my favorite quarterback. He came to my hospital room. I'm sure, like, it's it's always you can kind of take that negative and turn it into a positive, and I wish I felt like he did because realistically, even if you're on the high side, especially if none of those injuries are major, those kids got to meet their favorite quarterback. Maybe it might have been in a messed up circumstance, but mm-hmm. if it's not, you know what I'm saying, like real, like none of these kids are paralyzed and it just may be like, you know, they got grazed or got hit in the arm or something where they'll be okay. I'm sure they'll be able to look at that 20, 30 years from now and kind of like tell their kids like, oh man, I went to this Kansas City thing and I got shot. You know what I'm saying? Like one of those old stories that your dad would be happy to tell you after he survived that story. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, when I was when I was eight years old, I went to this Chiefs game, I mean, whatever the case may be, and talk about it and be able to celebrate and say, yeah, I got this jersey right now. You know how I got this? You know, like that's a cool story to kind of tell your grandkids, especially if it's not life-threatening. Well, you can sit here and say 30 years from now, I got my own kids and I can sit here and show them this Patrick Mahomes autographed jersey that I got because I got shot at a parade. Like, that's a cool little story to tell. Especially, like I said, if you if it was nothing super traumatic to it and you still didn't have no major in- injuries, like nobody got paralyzed or nothing like that. Um, I guess to lighten it up, well, we'll, we'll kind of, we can kind of take this into while we speaking on Kansas City players. We could talk about Jason Kelsey real quick and Shaq. They was having a conversation during the All-Star break. As if you are going to retire? Yes. Accept it. Enjoy your family, brother. Thank you. I made a lot of dumb mistakes to where I lost my family and I didn't have anybody. That's not the case for you. So enjoy your beautiful wife. Enjoy your beautiful kids and never dwell on what we had. What we had is what we got. You got the ring. People know who you are. Enjoy it. Because, again, I was I was an idiot. And I've talked about it for a long time. Lost my whole family. Spent a 100,000 square foot house by myself. And that's when I got. But, again, the way I was raised. Up. Yeah. Man up. Yeah. Deal with it. But, you know, so so that's my advice to you. My advice to you is if you are going to. For people who don't know what that was or what they was talking about, that was Shaq sitting here basically telling Jason Kelsey, like, hey, retire. Retire in peace. Don't keep looking at the whole back in my day or still trying to keep extending your play because realistically, you trying to extend your play. Shaq was like, that's how I lost my family. Me sitting here, keep trying to chase. Like, I'm sure for most of y'all, if you actually watch basketball, though, Shaq played on way too many teams. Like, bro, he literally got damn near, like, you saw Cleveland, Phoenix, Boston. Like, he bro, he got ridiculous jerseys. This Shaquille O'Name should have never had a jersey on. And that was just him just chasing something. I don't even know what he was chasing because I can't even say it was championships because he really wasn't even playing. So it was just like, realistically, he's just telling him, like, dog, if you're going to retire, then live with it. Retire and enjoy your family. And, and of course, Jason Kelsey got a huge... But, but I think that's my thing. It's, it's easy to say now because you went through it. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of them right now, they were saying, like, Oh, damn, I wish I would have did differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish I would have did it differently. What you mean? Did what differently? Like, just your whole retirement, the way you went out or where you went about, you went about things. Because I'm like I said, I'm, I'm sure even with Shaq, like he's saying, like, I made a lot of bad decisions. I was living my life. I was still doing this instead of just. Yeah, because I, because I think just, I mean. It's, but I think that's the reason why even if you tell me one of the reasons why podcasts became so popular is because you can kind of talk through your testimony. Mm-hmm. Like if you got a story, like why why hold it? Like well, I'm trying to save you from 
you see here saying if you if you contemplate and i think that's i can't remember what athlete said this before but i want to say it might have been a boxer and it was like if you contemplate in like thinking about retiring you can't go back into that ring because you can't play with certain sports and got in the back of your mind like hey i want to retire mm -hmm. because you can end up dying like that yeah and i think i'm sure i want to say i'm almost 100 positive it was a boxer that said i can't remember what boxer said it but it just happened and then real quick because well, we talking about boxing um it, and I think the fight is April. I can't remember the exact date, but it's Ryan Garcia versus Devin Haney. And for people who don't know who Ryan Garcia is, that was, was he? That the, was the one who fought um, Tank last week. Oh, Tank, but he was like one of the most popular people on social media that Tank fought. So he is, I guess his draw realistically is, I think he's super popular. Like when, excuse me, like on YouTube and Instagram, cause he posts like his workout clips. And I do, I think I remember when I was talking to Lowe, I think we talked about this on here before. I think that is one of the things that Tank don't do a good job at is, People want to see that like people not even just people who are boxing fans but if you are into working out like everybody always like to see a good workout so it can kind of get you motivated or something that you feel like hey i could steal this workout or let me try this you know ab circuit or whatever the case may be or these push-up challenges or whatever the case may be so ryan garcia has got super popular off of that but i'm not gonna lie this will be a make or break for Devin haney because a lot of people sit here and say how boring Devin haney fights is he just dry he don't really know how to promote and Tank is kind of still sitting back, kind of just like, he ain't rushing. And I got to take my hats off the Tank because it's just like, he ain't had a fight I'm in, like, I'm in a brick now. I want, I can't when was the Tank last fight? I want, was his last fight in January or something? I want to say it may have been. So he kind of, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, last year, like January, I want to say. Yeah. It, if it wasn't in January, I want to say it had to be like, I know he had one in January and then because that was here. And then he had one after that. And I think that the after one after that was in Vegas. So maybe but that was he, like. He's not out yet, right? Tank, yeah, he out. He out. I thought he was doing house. No, nah, no, nah, he 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 off a, he off a house. I don't know. He oh. might still be on house arrest. Yeah, but he. Say, yeah, I but, thought he was still. That was the last. I thought he was done on house arrest or something like that. Yeah, he may still be on house arrest. You might be right about that one. But again, like I said, that's. I think that's sometime in April. I can't remember the exact date, but that's Devin Haney versus Ryan Garcia. Yeah, that's gonna be a. That one's gonna be a huge one for Devin Haney because he can't. And that's the sad thing. Of course, we talked about. It. I think Shakira Stevenson talked about it when he was on the Breakfast Club. I think I mentioned it where they just feel like that ghost that they all trying to chase is that Mayweather ghost and that's that's no losses situation and we can kind of tie that get ready to tie that into we can talk about basketball talk about the all-star game talk about Caitlin Clark just sometimes when you when you start chasing certain ghosts it'd be it'd be hard to, to you can't unchase it when you start to chase that ghost and you get scared you don't want to take no losses and I think that's why a lot of them are dragging their feet on what fights they want to take and which ones they're not going to take so I mean we're going to see all I'm just saying is I ain't gonna play with Devin Haney like that. Act like Ryan Garcia could beat him. But if he do, Jesus Christ. That's gonna be a payday for Tank because guess what Tank gonna do? He just gonna take that fight again with Ryan Garcia and then it's gonna be a bigger fight now because he beat Haney. He needed that. I think she might get him, Reds. I think she might get him. He's got to be a little bit perfect now. His money rockets to come. What are you talking about? Okay, okay. I'm just saying. His I'm just saying. He will come. I said he had to be perfect on that one. Ten seconds. He got it. He got it. He got it. He got it. Look at him. Oh, he got it. Now that the greatest shooter this game has ever seen. I, I, I think she should have shot from the She should have shot from the women's room. That would have been a fair contest. I still root for Sabrina. I still root for Sabrina. We all are rooting for Sabrina. No. What she should have shot from the three. All right, so for people who couldn't hear, maybe that sound just was kind of crazy. 
Boy, Kenny, I don't know what you was drinking. <laughs> but Ken, so Kenny, for people who don't know what happened, Kenny Smith was basically it was doing the uh, the three point shooting contest. It was Sabrina, uh, what's her last name? I don't even know how you pronounce her last name. But it was Sabrina versus Steph Curry, and they was in a basically WNBA versus NBA three point shooting contest. And one real quick where people get super disrespectful. Kenny Smith comments was disrespectful, and of course it was going viral, so people couldn't hear what he said. Basically, he was saying that she should have shot from the WNBA uh, three point line instead of the NBA line. So which one has already got disrespectful is, of course, because Caitlin Clark just broke the record for the all-time women's uh, scoring record that was held by, uh, what is it, uh, Kelsey Plum. Mm-hmm. So she broke that record, of course, earlier during the week. But everybody was like, oh, man, we, we, need, to, we need to see Kef, uh, Steph Curry versus Caitlin Clark in the three-point shootout. And where a lot of the WNBA women was starting to kind of take offense and felt like it was disrespectful because they was like, damn, how y'all saying she's still in college and y'all just jumping her out there. And I do think all of that has something to tie into, again, the conversation that I had last week. And it may sound crazy, but again, it it, it rained is again, when I sit here and say, I don't care who you go get, ladies and gentlemen, just listen back to what I, that's why I always want to put it on wax. Just let me say what I'm going to say because nine times out of 10, I'm going to always be right. When I talked about the three-point shooting contest, I mean, when we talked, not three-point shooting contest, but when we talked about three-point shooting in itself. And this is just, and the, the reason why the three-point shot has become so popular, it's just out of the hate for LeBron James. So people who got mad about the All-Star game, oh, it's not competitive, and because they ain't pulling up from half court, it's because you glorified the three because you wanted to find a reason to sit here and put Steph Curry in a conversation that he should have never been put in. Everybody was trying to make room to sit here and say, oh, it's great. But guess what you will never do? And this one, we're going back to the Caitlin Clark, Steph Curry thing. There's not a woman on planet Earth that you're ever going to compare to LeBron James. So the fact that you can sit here and compare women to Le- Steph Curry, that he can compete with women in a conversation is the re- another reason. And this is no disrespect to women. This is where the NBA and the men's basketball is getting watered down at. That conversation is going to get watered down because I can compare a woman to him. He plays like a goddamn woman. It sounds like shade, but it's the fact. That's why y'all keep comparing Caitlin Clark to Steph Curry. It ain't no, come on, dog. Just, just imagine how crazy that would sound. You try to compare a woman to LeBron James. Do you, are you nuts? This is basketball. These are professional athletes for the fact. If I'm Steph Curry as a man, you got to stand up and pee, dog. I will feel some Yo, type of way that y'all Mikey. sitting here comparing me to Caitlin Clark. But you want to know why the, the, the NBA All-Star game is watered down? Because guess what? It's more threes, less dunks. The dunk contest, y'all keep sitting here saying, oh, it's more, duh. Guess why would I participate in the dunk contest if you're sitting here glorifying the three-point contest? Why LeBron never competed in a dunk contest? Because everything he do, you sit here and say, it's not, oh, it don't matter. Because you only, and that goes back but, into but, what Dame Lennon, hold on, so slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. And that's what Dame Lennon was sitting here saying. Y'all started the ring conversation and the ring culture because you wanted to discredit LeBron James with everything he did. If it wasn't rings, then we just discredited it. The same reason why, no, guess no, what? No, 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 we, we sticking on the All-Star. We sticking on the competition, right? You said Steph Curry, he, he shoots so many threes, they compare him to women. You said the dunk contest, right? I ain't say nothing about the dunk contest. No, you no, no. I'm, that, that's what I'm bringing up now. You said the three-point, I mean, the all-star game, all you do is shoot threes. Nobody's dunking the ball or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. right? LeBron, why he's he did not participate in the dunk contest. If you're saying that is what moves the needle, that's what you're not going to compare him to no woman. Why wouldn't he compete in the dunk contest to put himself just in that category? Steph has competed okay, in, the, so, in, so, in the three-point so, contest. So, 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 Everybody's competed in the three-point contest. Yeah, because it's easy. It don't take no. It don't take no 
it don't take no type of city creativity to shoot threes. Nigga. So so okay. So then why haven't LeBron into himself in the in because the he because he because he already said it, I'm not that creative. I can do any game dunks, but I'm not creative enough to sit here. I'm not gonna sit here and, and so so then why are you sitting here for somebody else to find their niche or even even find a way to solidify their name? You're gonna discredit them and say, oh well, yeah, I'm you, not, you're I'm like not female. No, listen to what I'm saying. I'm not discrediting them. I'm just telling you how you can't because you're you because everybody in their mother wants to find a way to discredit LeBron. You want to try to bring up Steph Curry, and then when as bringing him up, that that means you have to allow to bring these women up because guess what we're going and that's what and shout out to Jason and Jay Will for sitting here having some balls and being the only person on sports media to sit here and say y'all keep saying this girl is the greatest and she ain't got no hardware. We can't sit here and keep you can't and again that's and we and now y'all want me to sit here and put my cape back on for black people. That's why they keep trying to water it down because we all know guess what they all know she ain't about to beat none of them goddamn girls basketball teams. But you what you gonna sit here? Oh yeah, we gonna keep championing her. She the greatest shooter, the score of all times. Yeah, but what about when it's March come? When everybody in their mother's watching college basketball, guess what she ain't gonna do? She ain't gonna show up, right? But we, we but but I, that's why I don't get how you're going. You're taking away from shooting. It's a shooting competition, right? That's what they're doing. So you're just saying, oh, well, no, because you can shoot. That's a you. You're compared to a female. Yeah, because guess because guess what always used to separate men's basketball from women's basketball. There's no dunk. So then, why do your team need a shooter on the team? Marcus, you just missed my whole point. You you trying to make you're trying to make a stupid point when I'm no, making I'm just the point. I, 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 clear I, I, right I, here. I, because you're you you keep every time you want to just discredit stuff for for him shooting the game or how he changed the game, right? Everybody shoots three. I get that part, right? Yeah. So you don't think the three point shot is why the All Star game is the way it is now? That I don't think that's the 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 reason why the All Star game is the the way the All Star game. If everybody can shoot, everybody can. Is it, score, oh, right? my, hold on, my, my question: You play basketball. Is it easier to shoot threes or dunk? I, I I never dunked in the so, game. So so so, threes, so, right? so 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 you what, just proved my point. Thank you, everybody who's listening right now. If you ever touched the basketball before, I'm nine times out of ten you have made a three. But guess what? Everybody who's listening has never done. Threw the ball off the glass and caught a goddamn three sixty or windmill. None of us had. Right, but 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 you're comparing somebody. You're saying somebody is is, is you're comparing him to female. You're saying oh he's just females, right? Because I'm not doing it. Three. That's what they do when they compare when they bring up Caitlin Clark name. What is the first thing they say? She shoot like Steph. If anybody shoots the ball, they say they shoot like Steph. Female or men. They don't say they shoot like LeBron. They don't shoot like they shoot like Reggie Miller. They don't shoot like they shoot like Ray Allen. They say they shoot like Steph. That's everybody. They have never compared. Nobody is. But Steph just broke the record for most threes. Reggie Miller, everybody else was a three-point shooter. Nobody, they didn't compare, oh, you shooting like Reggie Miller. They say they shoot like Steph. Everybody's, that's because Steph made it popular to shoot threes now. So that's what I'm just saying. Like, why are you sitting here trying to say the vote? Because he they, they compare you to a female. So that's my so so the only time it's important to win championships is when we talk about LeBron, right? Huh? What what are you saying? The the Caitlin Clark situation is so do you think she's the greatest woman basketball player ever? Because that's the conversation that was thrown around this weekend. Around with the All-Star. We won't get to All-Star, but that was one of the conversations. So do yeah. you feel like they, she, they said she was the best player or she's a shooter? No, they said she is the greatest oh, woman's well, basketball player. I mean, player. you you're you're the women, you're the basketball expert for women basketball. I don't watch it. So I'm I mean, if that's what they're saying, I don't I don't know how. And and that's and shout out to Jay Will. He was the only person who had balls to say. Everybody yeah, I else was, I mean, like I said, everybody I else watch, was I don't I don't watch the women basketball like that. So that's why I'm just I mean for and that, that's why I just like for you to sit here and just be like, oh, but Steph Curry is a female, comparing him to a female, that's what he's. I mean, that's what they do, though. That's I'm telling you, that's what they do. That Every time they talk about, okay, for, guess what? For anybody who think that I'm reaching or I'm just, all you got to do is just Google Caitlin Clark name, turn the sound up to one of her highlights. And the, guess what they always say? Oh, my gosh, she's, that's the female she's Steph shooting, Curry. Yes. She pull up from the logo. 
but, but again, you can't not be mad. Listen to what I'm telling you. And the crazy thing is, everybody go to go to any of them sports pages. Everybody in their mother was throwing up all, all the old all star videos. And guess what they was doing? It was highlights of dudes dunking. The scores was lower. You know why? Because you was going to the pack. You was going to the paint, trying to nah, dunk on somebody. I seen one dude. He was breaking down them joints. Them, the, even the all star games back then were ass. That shit was terrible. They was missing wide open mid range. They didn't have a three point line. They was missing them. My thing is that that's why I just say, what do you really want? And that's even when we we now we talk about if you want to talk about the All Star game, y'all glorify. You want you don't want people to play defense. Now if you sit here and say, oh, right, let's cut it down. Everybody just play defense. You don't like the slow games. You don't like when it's low scoring games. You want a high scoring game. You want the oohs and the ahs. That's the point of the All Star game. That was make the thrill of the All Star game is oh, I want to see him do this move that he won't do on a regular game. Just like Trey Young when he did his shit between the legs on on Kevin Durant. Yeah, that was fine. That, that, but that's but that what was you. But, but again, but going but back that's to what I'm saying. But if nobody's going to play no defense or even try to just participate in it, like I said, we just out there just to be out there because that's what we got to do. That's my thing where you're kind of making it just like, oh, this is a hard, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just got to be out there. We just got to show up. The the thing with, I think the All-Star, we, everybody's going there to get a check, right? Whether you win or lose, I think everybody get paid to be there. I don't think they're going for a check. I don't think that's why they're going. No, they're not going. That's what I'm saying. So if you, if you just like with the play-in, people was playing harder for the play-in because the rewards later on was, okay, we can win the 500000 Mm-hmm. So I think the NBA needs to change that and try to make something, you know, like, all right, hey, this is, you know, what we need to put in place. But like I said, which you ooh and off? You ooh and off for three point shots. I and- no, listen to I don't. I, I don't. But you I don't want a high scoring game. I, no, I don't. I'm not. T- I'm ooing it. I want you to see somebody get dunked on. I want. I watch. But how I watch often men- do you see people get dunked on in a, in a and, regular game? And, and, and guess and what? And that's what I'm saying. So if if they so, stop- so time out, time out, no. real quick, just slow down. What you saying? Just slow down and let's just and let's just glance off the people that everybody get excited about. Anthony Edwards is Anthony Edwards because we still he still gives us that feeling of oh Ant Man might put somebody on a poster. Everybody loves John. John. Every you know no, how so, you know okay. how bad water break down the basketball game is. We celebrate John Morant's missed dunks on people. So my question is, so, okay, if they was playing a real game and the referees was calling the game like it is and they were sitting there calling fouls and putting people at the line, would it would the game even be glorified? Like I said, would y'all even care for it? If they sit here and call, started calling the calls and just like, oh, well, you went to the foul, that's a foul. Or when you went, you know what I'm saying? Like, because nobody's really playing it, taking it serious. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying, I don't think people not taking it serious. I think they're taking it serious, dog. I don't, they're not taking it serious. Cause nobody's playing defense. Just like when Lucas scored his seventy-two, a lot of people just letting them go down the lane. So that's why. So I, that, so that, so again, listen to what I'm saying. Again, that goes back into the conversation, and, that, and that's what LeBron said. He said, "Y'all complaining about the All Star game? What's the difference between this and the regular games? Because the scores is, is damn that, near the that's same." That's what I'm trying to tell you because you said shooting three. That's what oh, they so do that's, nowadays. So you're, so you're proving my point. That's what I'm saying. But you're t- you're uh, no. I'm trying to tell you to stop. You center sitting here discredit Steph, or you trying to say, "Oh, he's just playing like a female." But everybody in the league is doing the same thing. I, and I'm not saying no, you ain't never hear me come on here and champion none of them. I'm not champion no three point shooter, dog. I'm not. That's not. So I, then why not, you need a three point shooter on your team? Oh, because that is that you need one. You just okay, need one to spray the, so to open the floor. But I'm not living and dying on that. You know why the Lakers beat the Warriors last year? Because they didn't live and die on that three point line. So then why they didn't beat uh, Denver? What you because nigga? Because the joke is just better than Anthony Davis. He's, he just had a better series. He was a be, he was the better player. The two better players on the court won the series. And the extras, the players on the side, Bruce Brown had a better uh, series than uh, D'Angelo Russell. Well, who was checking LeBron? What you mean, who was checking LeBron? Anthony, I mean, what's the boy named Aaron, Aaron Gordon, Gordon and, and the other boy, Michael Porter Jr.? Both of them had, had better, better series, yes. Okay. 
nigga, I don't know. What do you, Marcus, you talk to me enough that you know for a fact, I don't not sit here. I still haven't watched Space Jam because LeBron James ain't won a championship. Nigga, I don't say, I'm not like y'all niggas. I'm not riding and dying on if my player play like trash. No, they play like trash. They lost. That happened. They was, The Nuggets was the better team. The Nuggets are still, it's two teams that I know for a fact every time the Lakers play, they going to lose. It's the Nuggets and the Sacramento Kings. You know why? Because the Sacramento Kings play super, who? Clippers. Nigga, you, you know, I know you don't even, you talking about who don't watch sports, you don't, nigga. Stop. You know your record against the Clippers? Nigga, this season, and can you stop chewing in the damn mic? This season, nigga, we won more. We beat them more times than they beat us. We beat them twice already. They only beat us once this season. The same way we beat the Suns more than we beat every team outside of, again, because I watch all the Lakers games outside of the Nuggets and outside. That's what we talking about is this no, season, but that's nigga. What I'm saying. So, so right, but who has the better record right now? Nigga, who got a championship and who don't got one? We do. Why are you living in the past? We talking about this season. It's still a season right now. You trying to go down memory lane. Well, ain't, ain't no memory lane. Down, I don't need to go down memory lane. You, you, you obviously do. No, I don't. Oh, dark right, but but the forehead, the years before that, yes, you've been you've been against them. They owned you. Had they made the championship? Hmm. You ain't made it in a long time either. We made it to the conference finals. They wasn't there. Okay. We, yeah, we, if we going down memory day, you got to sit here and go to last season. You trying yeah. to skip around seasons? I, ain't, I don't need to. Skip we played around. in the conference finals and we played in the championship. They haven't, so I don't even know why you just brought them up again. Like I said, it's two teams that own the Lakers right now, and it's the Nuggets and the Sacramento Kings. Again, like I said and told y'all, if we're gonna sit here and champion, you cannot be mad at the way the style of the All Star game is going right now because it's less dunks. It's let the oohs and ahs was from the dunks, the crossovers, the crazy alley oops. It ain't never been from no niggas shooting threes. Because y'all want to champion and put Steph Curry in a conversation that he do not deserve in. So guess what comes with it? It comes with Dame Leonard pulling up from half court, shooting threes, because that's what you champion. You cannot sit here and be mad at Dame for shooting from half court and sit here and champion Steph Curry at the same breath. It, those two things can't be the same. You can't sit here and say, oh, the dunk contest, losing this thunder, and we'll just keep the three-point contest. I ain't never seen niggas get out there seat for the three-point contest. Oh, my God, did you see him just make this three? has been asked, though. How? It's a three-point contest. How can it can't no, be? No, I mean, not three-point. I mean, the dunk contest has been ass. It has been. Since the Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine, it's been ass. It was ass is because you can't do nothing new. What else can, are you yes, going to do that can. I haven't seen? It's other people. Dog, that's what I'm saying. It's athletes out here who can do way more. TNT had an actual show where they was doing a dunk contest. The Bama who's on 2K, um, what's his name? Jason um Canada, the white boy with the colorful hair. Dog, if you play 2K, if you've seen the dunks in the the throwing it off the backboard between the legs. Those pers those people put those animations in that game. They actually did those dunks. So you can't say and say, no, you can't get creative. Yes, you can get creative and you can do different things. But the athlete's not going to do it because you have the insurance or whatever the case may be. You don't want to jeopardize getting hurt. Just like you said with the whole LED, the, um, LED uh, court, you was like, oh, you saw how Jalen Brown was. Jalen Brown was the first player, I think, May I think it was like five years the actual All Star that participated in the dunk contest. I think uh, Dre, I mean uh, DeAndre Jordan, might have been the last one or something like that. That actual All Star player participate in that because you got this incentive like, all right, well, damn, do I really want to jeopardize myself getting hurt or even taking my value down? That's why those type of people don't participate in those. Uh, dunk but contests. again, because that conversation go back to what Dame said, y'all started the ring culture stuff. You can't sit here and, and sit here and start up one thing because you discredit everything else. Everything else was discredited. The same way people just did. And I seen somebody, they was talking about that on Twitter today and they was just like, 
y'all mad about the all-star game but okay you just discredited the play-in tournament because lebron won so if any it don't matter just same but i think because they took the clip of stephen a smith saying that the dunk contest got watered down because lebron never participated in it and then people were saying that what's the purpose of if, if lebron james got that much credit then you basically calling him the goat and then two it is if that's the case why you can't keep sitting here picking choosing what you're going to discredit because when he won the end season tournament now y'all saying the end season tournament don't matter so if he would have performed in the dunk contest and he would have won a dunk contest y'all would have said none of that stuff don't count because back in the day all that stuff used to count being an all-star mvp and playing in the all-star game and winning the dunk contest all that used to add to your catalog of who you was as a basketball player but now it's discredited if you don't got no rings you just trash so you of course i'm not gonna sit here and want to participate in the dunk contest because what do it matter if i win it who cares because y'all telling me if i don't got no rings i'm still cheeks so that's my whole point of it. And this, again, all of this, and this sound like it's crazy, but just really think about what I'm saying. All of that was because they moved the conversation because you don't want to say LeBron James is the greatest basketball player you ever seen. So you want to keep bringing the rings conversation up. So we're going to keep bringing up the rings conversation. Then of course, nothing else matters. And I didn't say this, Dame Leonard did. He's a basketball player. He played in the NBA right now. He said that out his own mouth. So it's just my whole point is you can't sit here and that, and that's again, and I was listening to Nick Wright and him. He was like, dog, that's what happened. We did it. Sports media did that. We changed the conversation where nothing else is important besides winning the ring. You don't care about nobody MVP season. You don't care about this. And Jason Tatum just said, he was like, dog, I'm not going to never be high in the MVP voting because I just lost in the NBA, NBA finals last season. That's why I'm low in the junk. Cause I'm, he got the, they got the best record in the NBA and they, he's, he was like fourth in the MVP uh, poll right now. It was it was a joker. It was uh, SGA, and it was I think Luca might have been ahead of him. And then it was and then it was J Jason Tatum. Dog, the, he he got a better record than all of them, and a way better record than the Mavs. How the hell is he fourth behind Luca? They got a better team now too. Who? Boston. But everybody still is. We still know that that team go as far as Jason Tatum take them. It ain't just because the team better, but he's still he's still the guy. Let's be clear. If Jason Taylor come out and play like Cheeks, they ain't going to win. And that happened last year when he right, right. And so, and I think that just will we just go off of just what you see because we gave Joe Embiid the MVP last year, and Jason Tatum put him out so, in the fight. That's so that's what I'm saying. I think it's just right now. What are you doing? I don't think you. I mean, Jason Tatum is he really playing? MVP ball. He's just playing his regular normal. I don't think he's been playing out of his mind. I mean, because out of his, I think he don't got to play out of his mind. He still, but that's my point. But you can't still discredit him saying he being the best player on the best team. Like that's not that's no, to me. It's not I, fair. Yeah, but it 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 is kind of it is kind of fair to a certain extent because it's like even um when you when you when you look at the the landscape or whatever, right? And you see him say, yeah, all right, you is you and Jalen Brown, both y'all made the All Star team. Mm -hmm. Y'all have the best record. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say even with, with like, I, I feel like even now, like how you, even with LeBron and AD, we got LeBron and AD on there, both of them on the team, but really on that all-star team, did we, did they really need them both on that all-star team? Because Anthony Davis didn't really do anything. No, nah, he, he didn't play for real that, at all. That, 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 and that's what I'm saying. Just but like, but you rewarding him for, for just because he's popular? No, because he, he's, did he, he ever, right? So, so has he had a good season? This is best season he'd had since he's been a Laker. If anybody, he should, if, if you someone, if I'm taking out of them two Lakers players, if you sit here and say, which one of him have the better season, Anthony Davis has had a hundred times better season than mm -hmm. LeBron James this season. So if you sitting here discrediting one, it should be LeBron and it shouldn't be Anthony Davis. Okay. So I don't like, like we and can't. Since we, and since we talking on, a, um, about the, the, uh, dunk contest and the champions, I need y'all to do definitely send a prayer out to, um, Nate Robson. Cause I think he's looking for a kidney or whatever the case may be. 
I just seen him. They they posted up. I think he's trying to find it. And that's the kind of fucked up thing, too, I do. I think even with these, the, with the whole NBA, like, you got to play. Because I think it was, a, I think a lot of people might have seen the Tony Snell um, situation going around where if, I think he got to play at least 10 years to mm-hmm. get the, uh, you know, the actual, the NBA benefits. Mm-hmm. So for, like, certain players, like, if you are a journeyman and you don't play those years, like, you don't, you don't get those benefits. Mm-hmm. So I, I do, like, I, 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 I kind of see why some people want to just make a name for yourself, try to get them ad dollars or even try to get some, you know, type of credibility. Like even with looking at the guy who won it this year, um, what's my, with the white boy, um, like he, he's not on a team, but just you getting some money or just, yeah, of course, for winning the dunk contest, winning the dunk sure, contest. And it's just like, now you just, when you look at like, you got to cherish the moment at what you have it as because it really, in reality, shoot, Nate Robinson, what three time dunk championship. And for you to say right now, uh, I'm looking for for help. Yeah, but no, I, he ain't looking for help. I think you, you, I think you miss. I think you, you. No, read, you, I, mean, I know you, I'm saying looking for help, like for the for the for the. Yeah, but that's the, it's the, that's a hard find. It don't matter. Money yeah, can't no, it, money it, can't it, buy right, you no money kidding. can't buy you that. But I'm just saying, but it's not even getting talked about. I mean, it just the story just came out today. It was, I seen it all over social media today. Oh, it, it literally that came it, out before even the All Star Weekend. Oh, I, I, well, I just saw it today. So it, I yeah. literally just seen it today. I, but I'm just I don't. I mean, the, the I mean, uh, the sad thing is, we live in a time of one. You live in a clickbait era, and then you got think about it. That time, that story kind of broke out in a rough space. So you got think about it. Just okay, football. The Super Bowl was literally just last week, so nobody, ESPN and them, not going to sit here and not talk about the Super Bowl recap or whatever the case may be. And the sad thing is, he's probably not as popular as whoever for him to get picked up on whatever blog pages. But I did see, I seen it up and all down my timeline, on, at least on Twitter today. I'm not gonna say on Instagram, but on Twitter because everybody on Instagram was, of course, I mean, well, both all the social media people was complaining about the All Star thing. Like I said, I don't necessarily know how you can kind of make it no better because it was just, I mean, and that is what it is. But like I said, like you said, thoughts and prayers out to uh, Nate Robinson. But yeah, that, that kidney thing, I don't care. It don't matter how much money you got. Yeah. It's just, it's that is, you got to find a match. Yeah. So like if, and if, if he, I don't know if his kids are old enough to even be a match or how that works. Cause I know that's like, you got to go to blood type and all that. So that's a little bit different. Like money kind of can't, really buy you the kidney situation and that's why you got to kind of even be careful when like especially for people who working out i and i even be conscious of that to myself like if you taking any of those like pre-workouts or fat burners or whatever the case may be you better make sure one your water intake is insane because a lot of the people who don't think about it those especially if you look at like your, if you got older family members a lot of times their kidneys and stuff start to drop the more they get on medicine like the more that them die, you know what I'm saying? Like medicine and, and the more pills and stuff you take, you got to make sure you flushing all that stuff out your system because a lot of those too much vitamins, too much pills, it dry your kidneys out. So you got to be very careful with that. Like you got to make sure that you're taking in that water, especially for all y'all who's still drinking. But I'm even talking about just because Nate Robinson, if you're talking about somebody mm-hmm. look physically looks like he's in shape, he got six pack, all that. So it's just like, you, you just got to be careful with that. You got to make sure you're taking that water. So that's like I said, something for myself, I make sure when I'm working out, like, oh, you got to break a sweat. You have to sweat for real. You got to make sure you are flushing your system out consistently. Like, and, I'm, and of course, some health scares and stuff you can't, you kind of can't control, but the way you kind of can control, especially with the kidneys, is making sure you drink enough water, making sure if you're taking all them pills, you kind of like detoxing and flushing your body out consistently like if you especially for the people who are working out i know everybody like we like to watch the little jokes about the dry scooping the pre-workouts and all that you still better make sure you are sweating or every last one of that stuff out of your body so just be conscious with that stuff because that stuff will tear your kidneys up and that's why a lot of those bodybuilders like that gallon of water a day stuff and that's the only thing i hate about like the workout culture is like People don't really be keeping it a buck on how some of these things got. I think the gallon of water today is because niggas was taking steroids, so they're trying to flush their kidneys. 
So your kidneys won't. That's the that the gallon of water ain't about to make you do nothing but piss all day. But you but again, you're trying to flush your system. If you're taking all these pills or you taking all this medicine, you're shooting yourself up. It will if you don't flush. It's even you can even tie that into the rappers. Even when we come up with bow out with the lean stuff, a lot of you, a lot of those people. I think it, I'm not. I don't want to sit here and quote it wrong, but I think Fredo. Fredo Santana, I think his kidneys or something, he had, the way he passed, would die from the lean stuff. Because your stuff would, that med, it's still medicine. Your mm -hmm. kidneys will dry it's out if you take too much the goddamn medicine and not drinking enough water. Right. So that go for like lean. People be like, oh, I had a lean addiction. And then their kidneys started to fail on them because they was drinking too much lean. Because that's just, it's still medicine. The same fat burners and all that. It's still a like medicine. It's still, it may, it may not be, of course, you can go in CVS. Everything ain't over the counter. Some of it, you can just go down the aisle. Hey, I need this NyQuil or this DayQuil or whatever. You got to be careful. But drink your water. Make sure you're flushing your kidneys and flushing your system out. That's your uh, your um, health studies for whatever the hell they you class you take in school. I'll be a hoe. We're going to record this and put it on her Instagram. I will not be a hoe. Come on. Um, I'm gonna put it on your Instagram story so he can see this the type of shit that happens to little girls who are 13 that wants to be a hoe and want to send videos of her playing with herself to people. Come on. I will not be a hoe. Come on. Come on. I will not be a hoe. Come on. to show the world you want to show the world right you want to be like everybody else correct come on come on come on you want to be like, you want to be like. so look right there in this room you, you want to be like come on come on come on you want to be a hoe? Come on. Come on. i don't want to be a hoe. i don't want to be a hoe. i'm gonna be a respectful young lady come on Oh man, hey dog, I swear to God, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Some of y'all grown women, y'all mothers need to look at y'all social media and get y'all one of them old fashioned spankers just like that. I seen that, John dog. I was like, oh my, I didn't know if they was gonna flag my Instagram page because Twitter lets you get away with a lot of videos. And I was like, dog, that that whooping right there brought joy to my heart because I do think a lot of y'all parent parenting skills is horrible. And that lady literally, dog, I, that, that made me proud. I'm not, I'm, I feel bad that her, her daughter out here, 13 years old, sitting here, I could, damn it, 13. I'm, I'm was, I ain't gonna lie, I got off the porch slow when it came to like the sexual stuff. So I wasn't, I was nowhere near that shop or even thinking about doing nothing like that at 13. I was still playing with my goddamn wrestling men and video games. So at 13, is kind of crazy. So I'm happy that her mother kind of whooped her and put it on social media, as she should. Like, embarrass her, dog. Like, you need to bring back embarrassment. Starting to yeah, embarrass your kids. Man, you, you you can't because because how you, you saying be careful because what you worried about because I seen the video I was like damn they might come and take their kid from her but so yeah, what we'll come yeah. and take her then yeah you gotta be careful with some of that shit too but I swear to God when I seen that I was like do you know how many grown women need their butt whoop just like this like because y'all just no, be trying to they're grown women what they don't nah no oh they're grown it just be like too much. I ain't gonna lie. I, sometimes I be like, it just be too much, dog. I ain't They're gonna grown. lie to you. I, I get it. You grown, but it just still like, you got to kind of nip it in the bud early. But what is too much? Because are right, you not attracted to him? That might be it. That, 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 that's it. If you, if, it, if there was somebody, I mean, somebody like that you're attracted to, you wouldn't say, hell, your mother need to beat your ass. No, but I, but I not let's, let me. Okay, I, I agree with you. What you saying, kind of. But then sometimes it'd be like to a certain extent, it'd be like, 
Do you really Benzino need that need attention? Because okay, I'm, I'm, ass. No, you see, he. I mean, he do, but I mean, he can't. I mean, he kind of can't. I mean, because she, he ain't. She ain't probably in no way near in his reach. But I'm sure he wish he could. I'm. I'm a hundred percent positive. I watch. Matter of fact, I seen it was a clip of him going viral on social media today, right. and he was crying when he was talking about. And, 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 and let's be clear, him, that, that could be him. Need being, help. I think he need help. But that's good. All could, that all could be true. But what I'm saying is, I'm sure as a father. I don't care how much money she making. You think as a father, sometimes he don't feel like he felt somewhere because he don't have no type of influence on her where he can even kind of try to get her to even the conversation we had earlier. Like, I'm sure he want to have that conversation. Like, oh, you, it's another way that you can become a popular female rapper without doing what you're doing. You think he don't want to have that conversation with his daughter? Like, come on, Marcus. Like, you, you're well, a parent. You, like, let's be serious. I, right. I am a parent. And and I and I and and that's my thing. You just even with the whole conversation or, or even what you do, like even with me, with my kids, I with you know, his little friendship or whatever he got going on. I don't condone the shit. But at the end of the day, you know, if that's you know, if your mom is allowing you to sit here and talk, you know, that's on you. I can't say, but 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 my thing is, you can't look to me and be like, oh well, I need you to discipline him because he out here being no, but because you okayed it, that, that so so that's what I'm saying. So it's it's certain situations where I, I feel like it, it takes it's it, it can't just be the blame on yourself, and you can't just put like, oh well, you didn't do this, you know what I'm saying? You didn't do that. You I think you got to look at it different ways. Now, yes, that situation where you caught her doing X, Y, and Z, yes, that needs to be disciplined. But then in a certain situation, if I said if you allowed it or you, you know, you okayed it, then it, it, it is what it is. Yeah, but I want to do sometimes you again, like I said, even when we go, I guess because we kind of jump a little bit from what you just said. But even if it's sometimes I don't necessarily sometimes it'd be women that I may even find attractive, but I'd be like, dog, what's going to be? What's I guess what's realistically what's gonna be the end? What's the end all about that? Because let's be clear, I and, and I may be just too subconscious of myself because it'd be like I let's say if I send a picture like I'm comfortable with if I'm texting a girl and I send her a picture like after I'm working out and she'd be like, damn, why you don't post these on your Instagram? Because it's just like, dog, you what will if I post this on my Instagram, then what do I even leave in a conversation piece if I'm flirting with a woman? If you already can go on my Instagram and see this, it's like what the it ain't nothing, this ain't nothing to you. Like what do this serve nothing if every if I'm on my social media all day long with no shirt on and in my underwear and all that it's just like bro you ain't leaving nothing up to nobody else to even be appetized about like it don't really would even make a difference if you send them on that but I'm pretty sure for women her telling you why you don't post it on your Instagram is just to see who else is you know interacting with you it's not necessarily because if you was her man she wouldn't want you to post that on Instagram. No, but but sometimes, but guess what? No, because I think sometimes a woman will ask you that because she probably has posted something thirsty and she like, damn, you a nigga. Why are you, you, this is a nice picture. Why are you not being thirsty? Because I'm right, not but thirsty. That's I don't want that attention. But, that's not why I'm trying. I'm not trying to build my platform or I'm not trying to look for that extra attention. Like that to me, sometimes it just be like, I'm too old for that dog. Like it's not even that deep. Yeah. But for her to say that, like, why you don't pull, I, I feel like it's not, it's it's something else too. It's not because it, it looked nice. It, you you want something else. You're looking for something else, and you posting that. Like, oh, I want to see how much you know engagement he get, or if I'm just the only one to see this picture. That might be an insecurity with her. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't necessarily know how to. I mean, I don't. I don't know the 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 question. The, I mean, the answer behind that question, but it just has been one. I do want to play a clip because I do feel like sometimes I feel like you got to kind of find the balance when you go crazy for the women. I feel like we can go to Fonnie Willis. We ain't got to go to um nothing else right now. Give through cash. Well, yes. Uh, what we're talking about? I'm very confused. You've never like given Mr. Wade money through Cash App. No. The only money you've ever given him outside of a contract is cash. I didn't give him money in a contract, so that was cute. 
but I didn't give him money out in a contract. What happened is, no, we're going to answer it since you said it. He worked. He worked more hours than he was paid, and the county paid him for the work that he did. So don't be cute with me and then think that you're not going to get an answer. And I will ask you about the contract in a minute. I asked you about cash. Did you ever pay him anything? And I'm trying to qualify my questions. I'm not talking about the contract with Fulton County that, that was paid. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about outside of that, did you ever pay him anything other than cash? I've only given cash a few times in, in the course of what we're talking about. So you if we would go to dinner, let him, let him finish your answer. If we would go to dinner, I wouldn't give him <laughs> cash because he paid for dinner or I paid for dinner. I've given him cash only a few times in life, probably four. Okay. Probably the most money I've ever handed him is $2,500. The least amount of money I've handed him, probably between $500 and $1,000. You never wrote him a check? Ma'am, I don't have checks. Okay. Um, so you have no proof of any reimbursement for any of these things because it was all cash, right? The testimony of one witness is enough to prove a fact. So my question never paid him through cash. So for people who don't know who that is, that's Fonnie Willis, and that is the lady who is responsible for the YSL, and the um, YFMW RICO case in Atlanta, and of course she's also the head of the Trump RICO case in Atlanta for, I guess, what was it, from, I guess, election fraud or whatever they tried to do in Georgia, I forgot what exactly what it was because I'm not like the super crazy politic person, but a lot of the mix, I'm not gonna say the reviews was mixed. A lot of people was championing her and was happy. One people didn't know that she looked that good, especially I don't know how old she is, but you can tell she's an older woman, but she definitely looked good. And then she kind of just did that. She did what black women kind of do. Like she got on that stage and kind of was just like, who you playing with? Like, stop playing with me. And then that's when, she, like, I like her body language and everything. Her just demeanor was like a checkbook. Like, niggas, it's 2024. What, the, what are you talking about? Who did I write? A, why would I write a check in the 2020s period? Like, what are we talking about? How old? I'm old, but I ain't that old. Like, I'm not writing somebody a check. What do you mean a check? But like, who, why am I writing a check? Like, are you for real? So I liked her sass with that. It was just like, it was that, it was that energy. You kind of like, I seen a lot of people was kind of like, damn, this is what we like. This is like, when you talk about running for office or any of those type of things, people like to see that type of stuff. Like you kind of like to see somebody kind of like, just take that, hmm, get a people to ass to kiss. And basically that's what she did. And I seen Plas kind of championing her or whatever. But is that like kind of shady though? Cause like, I mean, she got your she caught young thug i mean what you mean what what do young thug i do with this ain't she the one who went after young thug yeah. right so that's what i'm saying i mean but you you champion her and she's now she's on they trying to get her caught no they up. just they just trying to get her off of the trump case and you can't nothing you can get her caught up on basically they trying to sit here and say she was dating somebody that i guess was in the same little work thing so basically trying to sit here and say but she got something is tied into it, like a scandal going yeah. on but it's not there ain't nothing she can go to she can't go to trial she can't go to court for this or go to jail for this so this ain't nothing to do with the young thug situation like nah i think she can go to jail i mean with that if they saying like it's a mystery you know what i'm saying like a no they're basically trying to sit here and say from from what i can what i, what I think i heard is basically trying to sit here and say she was she shouldn't be going out to trump no she basically they try to say she was dating somebody that i guess was affiliated with this whole situation so basically sitting here saying like her um like i want to say it's like her morals can't be aligned with this situation like it's kind of gonna be all over the place because she got some type of she has some type of relations with this dude don't get me wrong like i said i'm not i'm not 100 positive on this i just seen the, the thing going viral i kind of tried to like skim through it a little bit but i'm just that the whole little politics thing don't really just do too much for my wheelhouse it explains why he she keeps a large amount of cash oh this hold on real quick it's another little 
That's her moved or left the house that she owned. Did did she say anything to you about having a large uh, savings of cash? Oh no, she. Oh no, see. Maybe, excuse me, and I, Your Honor, I'm not trying to be racist, okay? But it's a black thing, okay? You know, I was trained, and most black folks, they hide cash or they keep cash. And uh, I was, no, I train, you always keep some cash because uh, I've been places, and just because of the color of my skin, for example, I took a fellowship at Harvard when my daughter was just a, a, if I might, Your Honor, if I might, when I was just, uh, she was just, you know, maybe three years old. And I remember going to a restaurant in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and I had a American Express credit card. When your daughter moved, card and maybe a visa or whatever. And uh, I had a lot of um, what they call traveler's checks. I don't even know if they still have traveler's checks, but traveler's checks. And there was a sign said, you know, with the credit card, for whatever reasons, the man would not take my American Express credit card. So I pulled out my visa card and he wouldn't take my visa card. So then I pulled out my traveler's checks. He said, we don't take checks. Now this was, these were traveler's checks, this was money. I had a $10 bill, I'll never forget this as long as I live. And uh, he said, uh, uh, the bill for my wife at the time, uh, Fanny's mother, Funny and myself was like nine dollars and ninety five cents, and I had a ten dollar bill. That was all that. And I always remember that. Um, but even before that, I've always kept cash. I, you know, and I've told my daughter, "You keep six months' worth of cash always." For example, I had three card and maybe in my house. Uh, I put some of my clients' stuff there too. Uh, things I didn't want other lawyers to be. I mean, because you're all. So, so real quick, just because I do think that, and the crazy thing is, he's not trying to be racist. I think it is a black thing, and I honestly do think it is, and that is just for that case, and sometimes even just for if your paranoia of. I'm not a fan of like, if I'm going to a restaurant, I'd rather take the cash out on me just for two reasons because I kind of already mentally want to know that I'm ahead of cash just because you'd be like scared. Like, I don't never want to go on a date and my credit card get declined. You kind of always just want to have the cash in hand. And I just don't trust people, especially when you kind of know how people do the scam situation. I never want somebody to take my credit card and go to the back with it. Cause I do just, I mean, we all watch rapish and that's just how that worked. Like she used to go to the boom and, this, and the scandal and then it's how that jump went. I can dispute that. I can, you lose that cash, you lose that cash. That shit fall out your pocket or that shit don't, you know what I'm saying? That, I mean, that yeah, I mean, no, I mean of course. I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I don't carry cash on me. I'd rather keep my card. That way I can, you know, if shit don't look right, I can dispute it. Carrying cash on me, I lose that three hundred dollars. Or oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you gonna be sick. No, yeah, 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 you gonna be you gonna be sick as a dog for sure. But I mean, I, I guess it just it just depends on where, where your where your mind may take you with that situation or how you want to play that situation. Uh, what else was going? Oh yeah, matter of fact, we could talk about real quick because we did talk about all stuff, but we didn't talk about Chris Brown. And I don't know how to feel about this one. So Chris Brown basically, I guess, said that NBA reached out to him to play in the um in a celebrity game. So then basically, I guess it close. They got to the All Star Zone, and I guess he was you know getting his jersey because he had emails where like they had i think he was gonna wear number 24 whatever the case may be and then i guess they a couple days before the all-star game they came back and see and said that their sponsorship um d- didn't approve of him playing in the game 
for whatever, you know, his, his I guess, domestic violence past. So then it started up a conversation with, I think, Tamika Mallory. For people who don't know, I know Tamika Mallory from The Breakfast Club, but she's like a, a huge, like, one of those, like, like, basically like black advocates like she's one of those people like she's in when george floyd got killed she be with like uh what's the, i call him the ambulance chaser what is his name uh trump i mean what is it is, al Shopper. no not al shop then it's um i can't Farrakhan? remember no 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 i see he's a lawyer uh crump uh, ben crump uh-huh. but she be but she be any anytime it's like a huge because i think one of the like the mothers called her out before i think uh what is it to tamira rice i think her her, her their mother called. I can't remember. I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to tell y'all how I'm familiar with Tamika Mallory. But anyway, she's like she's one of those huge people. She'd be like, anytime something crazy going on in the black community, she'd be there. Especially if it's like a police killing or something, she'd be there. So anyway, she basically sit here and said, Hey, when do you allow somebody's past to just kind of like basically she basically said, When y'all gonna get over it? When y'all gonna allow Chris Brown to actually flourish and stop holding this over his head? I think she messed up with the, her first opening line because I feel like she was kind of like throwing something at him too still instead of just saying like how long do we let it go if I'm not well I, I mean a lot of people was just cooking her just because they were just like dog it, it don't how do you can't but just because I mean of course and I think people were trying to take it out of the Rihanna thing because I think a lot of people are looking at it like all right Rihanna's over it Rihanna is living her life she's a billionaire now since since all of this is happening which is kind of crazy like all right since this incident has happened Rihanna career has flourished and Chris Brown is kind of like stagnant at the place where it's like kind of an icon, but he can't get to, he can't get himself back into that conversation with Beyonce and Taylor Swift. Like he's kind of stuck in that conversation where like, I'm better than Trey Songz and Jaquees, but I ain't up there with Beyonce. And that's where he at right now. And and that's the sad part. That's kind of like realistically where he's at. Like Chris Brown fans love him, but mainstream corporate America won't really get back in bed with Chris Brown. And, and that's kind of the way he at. So a lot of people had mixed feelings about it because a lot of women was like, how can you say that? Then if that's the case, then why are we canceling Diddy? Because a lot of these things that he getting bought up for was 30 years ago. But that was one incident with Chris uh, No, because then that's when people was bringing up that, though he had Chris uh, Carucci put um, restraining orders on him. Like that's not his only time. What she had on restraining orders on? Shit, for, for domestic violence. I don't remember. It was, and I guess, real, I mean, of course, when we use the word domestic violence, it's not, of course, as bad as like the Rihanna situation because it's not like he beat her where she had to go, you know, take pictures in there. Like, but he, she, she has filed restraining orders on him before. Chris Brown, like, that wasn't he, like, he ain't just go squeaky clean after the Rihanna thing. Cause I think if he was squeaky clean after the Rihanna thing, a lot of more people probably would have been kind of like, all right, cool. But it's just like, I don't I don't know. And then even just for him, it's kind of like, all right, if that happened, it's hard to say here and say, if that happens, should you just shut up and just kind of move it over and stop trying to make it a big deal out of it? Like, no, I don't make it a big deal. You said you are? Hell yeah. Because you messing up my money and my, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you just said, I can't get back in front of the screen where I can't, you, like they canceled that whatever joint tribute he was probably doing to Michael Jackson mm-hmm. out of the nowhere, just off of, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell Ruffles got to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I guess because they were sponsored. I guess because they no, were sponsored. They, they, they all are sponsored, but, but that's my thing is just like, you're behind a brand. You're not the, it's not like it's Jay-Z or, you know what I'm saying? It's not, you're behind a brand. Like, we don't even know who the CEO or whoever Ruffles but, is. But I, of for course. you to make that to sit here and say, well, so, so, I don't but, want but, him but to just, play. But just, but just, okay, well, let's just, let me just shoot Ruffles some bill and they probably don't need my bill, but let's be honest. But look at how people went crazy on Chloe Bailey for doing a song with Chris Brown. 
So and Ruffles is a corporation, so it's like we don't They're want a corporation. But but that's my thing. This is a celebrity game, a celebrity game where it's not watched that often. You want the attention of people. You want this. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to draw that attraction. So for you to say and say, well, no, I don't want Chris Brown there, but Chris Brown might have been the biggest thing since Kevin Hart played in the in the celebrity game. When Kevin Hart was winning those, you know, the celebrity MVPs. Mm-hmm. Now you bring somebody like who is Chris Brown, who is a celebrity, a popular celebrity. Cause like you when you look at that celebrity game, people know who was really popular on it that made you want to sit here and go watch it. Uh, I mean, I wasn't gonna watch it regardless, but if we just talking about even for the kid, I mean Kai's and that, I think Kai's Well, we never seen Kai play basketball or anything like that, but because we've seen Chris Brown play and we know Chris Brown play, so that would have draw attention, like, oh, I want to see Chris Brown play in this game. Uh, maybe. I feel like people who are Chris Brown fans don't necessarily know how many of them still was going to go run to watch the celebrity basketball game. Shit, if Chris Brown was playing, they would have watched it. I mean, maybe. I mean, like I said, I don't necessarily know. So then, of course, that had Meek Mills get on Twitter and sit here and say, that's why we need to support Rap Snaps because Rap Snacks is a black-owned business or whatever the case may be. Like I said, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't because I don't know the business behind it, but I just sit here and say, I'm not mad at Ruffles because I watched how y'all was y'all destroyed Chloe Bailey for working with Chris Brown. This was literally last year when she but was rolling now, her album out. Y'all right. cooked her for and, doing a song with Chris Brown. So it's like, then, how do you sit here and get You can't be mad and at So why Chloe. did they put out the apology statement? Because they seen all them Chris Brown fans. No, they, they, they didn't put out no apology. They said they didn't, they said they didn't have nothing to do with that. What, the apology? Yeah, no, they said they didn't have nothing to do with him not playing in the game. They basically tried to push it back on the NBA. And that's why Chris Brown put the cap thing on it. Right. So, that, but, but but why would you even even entertain it if you didn't have if you wasn't worried about it or if you wasn't you you felt like I don't want you know what I'm saying like you you went out there and and, and spoke on it and said you should just left it alone if you didn't you know what I'm saying uh, I, mean, I mean I don't know I can't I can't tell you because I don't necessarily know but maybe they just didn't want that same reason why I didn't want my name attached with Chris Brown at all I don't want my still don't want my name attached with that so hey let me push it back on the NBA and you push it on the wrong person if, if and especially if the NBA. See, yeah, the NBA probably just don't care. That's why they didn't. They, that's why they didn't get in between. Like, all right, cool, y'all both said y'all peace. Let's let's move on. Nobody really. It's not that deep. Like, we don't really care about Chris Brown like that. And I did see Suge Knight. He had a post where he was, or did, well, he might have even came out and said something. I can't remember where it was. Like, uh, I don't think he come out. He's still locked up. Yeah, no, he he been putting out. He just he didn't put out two podcast clips recently. Well, he actually just no, but he on. talking. He no, he got a chill. No, I'm jump. saying he on he on camera. No, he, he no, you him. can hear it. Listen, okay, it's the yeah. chili jump right here. Being jealous of yeah, let me let me let me find the joint where he was saying something about Chris Brown because he basically was sitting here saying it's not fair to me. You said what? You said it to me, the Dr. Dre. Yeah, the, the, he was basically saying it was not fair to. Oh right, yeah, I don't like how the way that clip sounded. It was just too slow anyway. He talked too slow for me. So basically, Suge Knight sit here on his podcast and it's crazy because he got put out a podcast in jail. But he basically was sitting here saying that it's crazy how Dr. Dre got an award from the Grammys. Now it's basically like. Uh, almost like I want to say humanitarian award. I don't know what it is, but it's a Dr. Dre award. The same the award that Jay Z won at the Grammys this year, named after Dr. Dre, and Dr. Dre has been charged. And even I think what's the lady named Michelle uh, Michelle Lay? I, I don't know if that was his ex wife, former wife. He just got divorced with, mm-hmm. but I know his ex girlfriend, the same girlfriend. Him and Suge both had the same girlfriend. Um, and she and he basically he didn't beat her before. He didn't beat her before. It's, it's documentaries. Is like that's like this is public knowledge. This ain't some he say she say. She literally didn't done her like behind the scene the music thing and talked about how Dr. Dre didn't beat her before. So they basically saying it's crazy because the music industry and corporate America is so crazy in bed with Dr. Dre that he still get awards named after him 
at the biggest music award ceremony at the Grammys, but y'all won't even let Chris Brown come and perform in none of this stuff no more. Or he can't even get nominated for no awards no more because, excuse me, one scenario where Dr. Dre has had this occasion with him putting his hands on women multiple times. So which, like I said, I think realistically, I mean, the, if, if we live in America, it's a lot of double standards and hypocrisy with certain situations. Like certain things just don't play out in everybody's favor because realistically, I mean, let's just be honest. Like everybody ain't super likable. Everybody just don't, it, it just don't work in everybody's favor. I don't, I kind of don't know what to tell you. Like I, I feel sorry for Chris Brown, but it's just like, it's been going on for so long. You kind of can't even let it still get to you for real. Like you kind of just got to put your head down and keep just doing the work for real. And you kind of got to stop looking for, you got to stop. How much do work do I got to do? I think that's the fucked up no, part because no, I keep, if, if I've been having a clean slate for X amount of years, right? And and you tell me I just got to keep working, keep working. But I was at the top. I was I was next to Michael Jackson at one point, and then now you just tell me like, all right, is is you know, you you regular you regular civilian for real. No, but I guess my thing will be, and to kind of go back to the conversation we talking about, even when it comes to like the Grammys and stuff, then you got to kind of stop looking for corporate America to champion you and be appreciative that your fans still show up for you because Chris Brown still go on tour and the tour still sell out. Like you can't just keep yeah, looking, but, but but that's another thing. It's just like when you say I, I can't, but it's just I, when I get taken away from everything. Like the BET Awards wasn't sitting there presenting them or even even honoring. I mean, so but, that's what I'm saying. So if everybody is knocking me down, I don't have no. So where's my outlet to go? Where's my outlet to perform? Only thing I can perform is in these in these in these um my my shows or whatever I put together. But then I also need the backbone. Or support from these other companies too. I can't I mean, do you, it everything you, you, by myself. You, you don't know. You honestly don't. You you're hit. You're still Chris Brown to this day by doing it by yourself. You can still go on tour and your tour is still set out. Then sometimes you got to be like, that's just my bed. That's it. Because guess what? There's people. But what we haven't seen Chris Brown in the commercial since the double mint. Marcus, listen to what I'm saying. But listen, I hear what you're saying. But that's just you being. That's him being greedy. You don't you know how many people wish they can go on a, on a tour that Chris Brown can go on, can do arena tour. And Chris Brown ain't going to the Constitution Hall. Chris Brown is doing the arena tour with multiple dates. I, I I hear that part, but that's my thing. It's just like, all right, I don't want to keep funding all this by myself. I need the corporates. I need the support. I need that other. You know what I'm saying? Like, with my bill is all right. I can. Well, I, I'm glad you just said what you just said. Shout outs to Fifty Cent. I mean, of course, Tony Ayo does his, uh, you know, like monthly or every other month interviews with Vlad. And he went on Vlad TV and said that Fifty Cent funded his last lap tour on his own. Like he came mm -hmm. out of pocket and paid for everything, all the expenses on the tour and bet it on himself because nobody else was trying to book him, you know, because I'm sure people maybe look like, oh, 50 Cent, he musically, he washed up, whatever. Mm -hmm. So 50 was like, cool, I got my own bread. I'm going to bet on myself. And I think sometimes, and that is to me, is where I guess I kind of don't have no sympathy for people who are already millionaires. I don't, I don't, you're never going to get a sympathy call from me because, dog, you, it's regular working people every day who got to go to work and bet on themselves. I'm not feeling sorry for some millionaire who just keep looking for handouts and you're not willing to bet on yourself. And that's why I will always champion 50 Cent because though he's willing to bet on himself. And a lot of these people just don't be willing to bet on themselves. Like, so I can't be like, I hear Chris Brown, I get it, but you know, you gotta get yourself hot again. And when you get yourself hot again, you can either not do business with these people or just keep doing what you've been doing. Oh, you did, they allowed you to buy back your masters and all that. Like, dog, you not over here. You're not some struggling artist. You ain't sitting here like going to only, damn, Chris Brown can only perform in the film more. Like, that's not a case. Like, no, Chris Brown still got hit records on the radio. 
fans still love Chris Brown. They turned that song, a song that was just a regular, just like a, a middle of the album song and turned it into a hit record on TikTok. Like, bro, it ain't, it ain't no woe is me for Chris Brown. Chris Brown is still lit out here. But he just trying to look for everybody not, everybody not going to be okay with what you did, dog. Like, everybody don't have to be okay with that. It could be somebody who work at Ruffles. It could be a woman or it could be a man who his daughter been beat before and that just may not fly with him. Everybody do not have to be okay with that. And I think people just be because it didn't happen to somebody that you love. Okay, it's like, all right, well, when do we? No, some people just ain't never going to get over it, especially if they have actually had to experience that experience for themselves. People just not getting over it. I'm sorry. I hate to tell you. I hate to be the bearer of bad news for Chris Brown, but you're going to have to move around, my brother. This one ain't going to happen for you. I hate to tell you this sad story. Oh, it was okay. It's a, oh, matter of fact, I got before we get to this, we can get to the Airbnb Joe now. So it was a Airbnb situation where a dude was making a complaint. And I guess it's one of these like high, I don't know how to, I guess what it is called like a super Airbnb per a super host. So I guess I, they got like a high rate, you know, they got multiple. I don't know how it works. I never been with Airbnb, but I did see that word thrown around and it was a dispute. I think I want to say it was for $950. So the dude left a bad review of the Airbnb. So what does he broke the rules? So, so what the dude did was, I mean, you know what the Airbnb person did was eat. And I don't know how to, I mean, I guess because it's cameras all in people's houses when they do the Airbnb. So I'm, I'm sure it might got sounds. So obviously he was cheating on his wife. So what they did is, I don't know how they got the wife email. They sent the wife videos of her husband cheating in the Airbnb. Nigga, that hurt. Nigga, ooh, that hurt. I know you, you was sick because you thought the way you got away with cold-blooded. You thought you Not even that sick, but that's that's the fuck. That's, that's, you you try to sit here and dispute. You didn't want to pay those fees. You try to sit here and be big and bad. You should just pay the fees. You was doing what you was doing. You should just pay the fees and kept it as it is. But you try to act like, you know, oh, fuck this. I'm not paying these fees and I'm going to report you and I'm going to do all that. So that, that's karma. Yeah, that's they, karma. Yeah, they spanked him. They spanked him. They spanked him. Hey, I got a question, though, because we did kind of, we glanced over the Valentine's thing situation, but the, run it back real quick, because I seen this is girl I fault. She fat as all outdoors, too. But I can tell that she went on, like, a vacation. So my question is, I guess what I'm asking is, because I seen it, it was just like, do you still flirt or be lusty with people, especially if you see them, like, on a, like, hey, well, you can, it's a noticeable vacation. I guess with Valentine's Day, it's a little bit easy, because if you see and see, oh, it's flowers on the floor, it's red balloons, even if you never post a person, I mean, we have all then probably then decorated a room before. So we kind of, you know, the setting when I'm seeing is roses on the floor and these roses been on the floor for however many days and these balloons on the floor. Okay. Somebody did this. You ain't do this for yourself. Like that would just be weird. Like for you to sit here and throw rose you know, petals on the floor. They said people be doing too. Putting rose petals on the floor for themselves. Yeah. That's dog. That's weird. You need to go. If you sit here literally going to get a hotel, if you're going to take yourself out of town and you're going to say put rose petals on the floor and all that for yourself, you need to go get yourself mentally checked out because you, you don't got it all upstairs. That's a lot, dog. So like I said, I could tell that this woman out here on vacation, she posting these hate naked pictures. I'm like, I'm not about to drop no emojis or no gifts because you with a dude. Like that's to me, that's just I, I just maybe I got some type of one. I'm I'm not that thirsty and I just got some morals and principles to it. Like you're not posting this man, but I just kind of like, damn, as a dude, I would be like, damn, you just posted wild, crazy, thirsty. So what about for people not really paying attention to the scenery like me and you still just like, I don't want to be thirsty. Why am I going to be thirsty for a woman that's in? Like, all right. So my question, what if she didn't post it at all? Right. And she hit you up, whatever the case may be, you took her out. Then later on, she posted, you know what I'm saying? She posted, you know, a couple of days later. You going to feel some type of way? I, I do, because, I mean, you know what's so crazy? I, I, the ex that I called on here before, we had that conversation, like, and that was one of the reasons why we kind of never, 
try to go do the dating thing again because she in her mind now is into the like let me just keep let me just bounce around and go on dates and figure out who i really like and i'm just like i ain't a fan on that so i kind of like i'm stern on the if you out here dating other people then yeah me and you i can wait my chance holler back at me when you done doing whatever you're doing i tell females that all the time go enjoy yourself post all your freaky pictures do you but i'm not about to be engaging with you and trying to pursue you if that's the still you still trying to get that out of your system if you need to get that out of your system knock yourself out maybe somebody else may lock you down and i might not never get another chance but i'm cool with not never getting another chance than me sitting here joining your wrangling uh bonos barrel circle circus whatever you got going on i'm cool i ain't messing with that one like i'm, I'm absolutely cool on jumping into that no i won't i don't want no parts and i just even because of crazy you know what's so funny it was this girl i think i don't know if i talked about it on here but like we used to dm and used to like you know flirt through the dm and then I forgot one random day how she told me she was married. And I'm like, holy crap, you married. And I'm and I'm like, bro, she barely, she don't post on her page at all. But even in her stories or whatever, is no like you would never tell that she's like you. I don't even like you wouldn't even never know she was dating or anything. But like you married, and it's like your page don't say, Hey, I'm married. Like, let's just say, even if she got 10 page pictures on her page, it's literally all 10 of them over her. I'm like, that's kind of weird like i keep it like i don't even do like i don't barely even want to like her stories now because it's just like that just seemed weird to me like i don't why because she married yeah i don't know about that man nigga, i want my karma to be clean i ain't gonna hold you dog i can't nigga. what i don't you can't that would i don't because like if you didn't willingly know it now that you know it and okay you yeah you so, said, so when i didn't know it at first cool it, it, i didn't know because like i said you go to her page she literally literally may have 10 pay posts on her page total and she's been on instagram for years so cool but it's no signs of like hey never was the wedding day never was like the engagement situation none of that has never touched your social media page so i didn't know but now that you're telling me it's kind of like all right red flag like all right cool like we, I can't, I'm not about to be lusting in your DM no more or trying to hold conversations with you no more. You married, like that's crazy. This is, I don't know. So what if, what if, what if, okay, just say, just let's, how about that? Let's say mm -hmm. she was married. She, she was one of them um, army, you know, army wives. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm married, but I'm not, I'm not happy. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just doing it because of the, whatever the benefits or whatever the yeah, case they make, may. then they, you probably got to lead that story with that. Like, I don't even necessarily okay. know if you got to say, I don't, if, if that's the case, and that's, that's, how, you that's what I'm saying. how did that conversation come out? Did she say, oh, I'm I, I can't even remember. Like if, I, if we wasn't recording, I can go back and look at the DM and remember how she started, like even mentioned that conversation. But I was like, holy, I think maybe I posted something about marriage or something. I can't remember what it was, but it was probably something. And then it just was a conversation went from there. And then I kind of was just like, I was lost for words. Like, nigga, why we even be even in the DMs even having a conversation if you marry? Like, what's the point of this? Like, and I get it. Sometimes people just be trying to still make sure they still got it and make sure that people still kind of checking for them. And if you don't really post like that, if you got one person or two people who you kind of already know. Yeah, it felt, I mean, yeah, like, the, yeah, yeah, just like you like like the conversation. We can just kind of build from some conversation and it's cool and don't go no further. And ain't like, oh, she's like, hey, let's link up, whatever the case mm -hmm. may be. She definitely do be hitting like a bunch of conversation and then give a strong spin move on then but now i get the spin move you were spinning because okay are you married but you should have just kind of like yeah i don't i'm i'm not a fan of the kind of taking that away from people allowing people to even know that off the top of my head but like i said there's just that going on vacation and yeah, i ain't gonna lie though i'd I be feeling for dudes because it just i mean of course i guess to each his own because i'm not gonna sit here make i've been out of town and I ain't gonna sit here and say I made it. I don't never think a man could be out of town and make it seem like he by himself. Cause I don't think people are just that dumb. 
but women be trying to like pull that off. Hmm? You saying men don't? Because yeah. I don't think like I mean, unless you like one of those dudes, like you one of those travel type of dudes. But most dudes don't really travel like that. So if you see a dude, he kind of like out on the beach. Nobody's in their back of their mind thinking you by yourself. Like women can kind of get it all sometimes, but it just be like I literally was looking at this girl, and I'm like, no, her. I'm talking. About she got like thong bikini pictures on. Like I'm talking about like the 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 bathing suit front, like up in her crotch. Like if she moved, like breathe the wrong way, I'm seeing coochie lips. Like it's easy for a man to get it off. Do you think so? Yeah. Because why would you be expecting if, if I'm not sitting there showing you anything else? I'm just, I'm on the beach or I'm just out. Okay, but if you out of town, let's be real. Because most dog, I'm not saying all dudes, but most dudes, we so simple. If we go out of town, we could eat just wings and fries every day. So if you out of town and then you at this fine dining restaurant, who really going to believe you out of, you in Aruba and you at a nice restaurant by yourself? Yeah, I mean, depending on how you got there or what you going on for, I think you can you can portray it or whatever show it off as I'm by myself. Or, you know what I'm saying, or I'm, you know, I'm here, you know, I'm just here for the for the good time. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't I think it's easier for a man than it is for a woman. I guess. I don't know. Now if you sit here saying, Well, yeah, I'm you know, I'm having a five star dinner. You know, like it's romantic. That, you know what I'm saying? Like that, something like that. I'm showing that, but I don't think a guy would be even showing that type of picture if you're not with a, with a woman. Like, I'm not going to sit here and get in my Sunday's best and just be like, yeah, you know, hey, I'm about to just step out. You know what I'm saying? Unless you somewhere where you know, all right, it's we in Miami right now, so you know it's about to be, all right, we about to, it's spring break, so we about to go out on the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can get that off. I don't think it's just a, like a random where dude just like, all my, Cabo Cabo, you know, hey, him just and people be trying to get it off. I hear what you're saying, but I feel like people be trying to get off. And real quick, because we kind of when we was talking about the All Star thing, we kind of like skipped past. I did. I meant to play this Boosie clip because Boosie was trying to get this off, and I don't know necessarily who I. I forgot. I can't. I can't let my girl go past me. I gotta get my. Uh, yeah, Boosie was tripping though. I don't hold on. You perform at the Super Bowl if they ask. Do dogs bark? Do dogs take? What you think? When people call me for the Super Bowl, I'm already be on Canal Street. I mean, if you if you have a Super Bowl in Louisiana and you call Louisiana artists to perform, if Boosie don't perform, <laughs> if Boosie don't perform, people gonna have something to say like. Again, sometimes I think when we were talking earlier about sometimes when people be in their own box and own world, though, and maybe Boosie don't pay attention. No, it's people who sit here and second guessing should Lil Wayne be performing. There's no way in God's green earth do you sit here and think that Lil Boosie should perform. Like, are you serious? Like, nobody's thinking about, the only person, only rapper's name that's running across anybody's brain to perform at next year's Super Bowl in New Orleans is Lil Wayne. That's it, and that's all. Whoever Lil Wayne wants to attach with him, cool. But ain't nobody else thinking about nobody else outside of Weezy F, baby. Please say the baby. Boosie needs to relax. And I also seen Boosie sit here and say something about, like, the NBA All-Star didn't want to invite him there, whatever the case. Bro, because that's just, you're not, do you pay attention to the stuff you say? Why would the NBA invite you to All-Star anything and you have literally bashed one of the top shooting guards of all times multiple times? Make it make sense, dog. Huh? D-Wade. Uh, 
Yeah, and D-Wade always got All-Star. I said, everything. Like, come on, yeah. D-Wade and Gabrielle Union be all over All-Star. Why, if I'm sitting here at the NBA, why yeah. would I invite Boosie to anything All-Star related? Yeah. Like, come on, son, though. Something, that's what I'm saying. People just be wanting to just do random stupid stuff and then think that people just supposed to forget and move along. Like, hell no, dog. It don't work like that. You didn't give these half fake apologies to D-Wade like, and then sit here and come back a month later and sit here and double down. Like, hell no, dog. It's no way. No, there is no way in God's green earth. I'm sorry. I know that y'all be thinking. And for that that type of audience and just, Hell, nigga, yeah, no, I, I can't control what you might say or, or do. do no it's not gonna happen yeah you you enjoy the Atlanta Hawks game but you ain't getting invited to the NBA mm-hmm. all-star Nathan you and you ain't never going to perform in no goddamn Super Bowl are you dumb like let's be serious dog like let, let, come on though like stop yeah some things are just ridiculous hey I made the label like 178 million first year First six months, I made them like 178 million. I think we saw for like 1.5. They gave me like 300,000 or some shit, like 200,000, like 250, some shit like that. That's what they be giving them. When y'all hear all these five, four point million dollars, they be giving niggas a couple hundred thousand. I made that shit a couple months. I'm independent. You kiss my black ass. I made them, I made the label like. So that, for people who don't know who that is, that's Bobby Schmurda. So basically, Bobby Schmurda said off of off of the song "Hot Nigga," he made the label hundred and seventy eight million dollars. And I don't, I mean, I don't know the music business on how the payout is. So I'm sure he might not be over exaggerating. He may be spot on the nose because they did sign him so fast. So they kind of like the label got on that song like before it peaked at its highest hot point. Like they got on it like literally as soon as it started to go viral, and that was before the word viral was even a thing yet. So I'm so I'm not saying that he's over exaggerating. But my only thing to him is still like, you gonna have these stories because you kind of just didn't do like, bro. I don't. He he came home and wet the bed crazy, and that maybe again going back to the conversation that I said here and said earlier. I think that is the curse of New York City. Like that meet that New York having such a big hip hop media platform from the Breakfast Club, High Ninety Seven, Joe Budden, all of these people. I think they kind of gas these people up to make them think they're bigger than what they actually are. Because it's like think about it, somebody who come home like. Boosie, Gucci man, like they still have thriving careers after jail, and they did more time than him, or they probably made it the same amount of time. Boosie, I think him, but I think Boosie and 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 but and I think Bobby your body, of, your body of work was you was, was short. Of, of course, you didn't body, have nobody at work. work. You didn't have nobody at work at all. You had two songs, three if you two and a possible. You had two. You had you had Joe. You said no. You had hot nigga. You had and you had uh, it's Bobby. It's Bobby, you had that one, and then you was on the computers uh, jump. With, yeah. with Roddy Rebel. Yeah. So, I mean, it's quiet for you, dog. I don't I still, that 170 million. And you only, you only seen 200,000. It's crazy. But that wasn't, so then, okay, then my question is like, what did Soldier Boy bring? You see, Soldier Boy was different because Soldier Boy knew he understood his business. No, but I'm just saying, when you, when you say that, okay, when, when Hot Nigga was a thing, Ringtones was, no longer. Yeah, no, 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 no. So that's why Soldier Boy probably realistically Soldier Boy probably made a lot of bread off of that crank that Soldier so Boy. That, so that's what I'm saying. No, I, and, and I get like they said, the hot nigga was a hot song at that time, but it's just like, damn, 175 million. What what did you bring them in? Like, because I think at that era, people wasn't even buying songs like that for real. So you they probably got it right off of YouTube. I'm just about to put his name in. See Bobby Schmurder. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Like for you to sit here and say you you brought all that in and it was you didn't even have a CD, you didn't even have an album out. So how did you bring that money in? 
that song got eight. That shit almost got a billion views on it. Mm, okay. So that song got eight hundred and ninety million. So yeah, he he probably not exaggerated. Okay. That's why. That's why I'm just saying like that was just hot. I mean because it was. We talking about that. And we talking about that. That's just on YouTube, and you got to think about it. They hopped on it so early, so they probably they own so it. They YouTube. probably yeah. yeah they so own it, so they like he ain't, he ain't get yeah. So if he would imagine if he would have stayed because you probably independent didn't. and he would have kept his YouTube jump for himself, mm -hmm. he would have seen a lot of that money. Right. But then you see him say, okay, now we grabbed him early in the YouTube. They probably grabbed him before it even got to a million views. Who is he? Who was he under? Who was he? He was signed to uh, Epic Records. So at that time, Epic had—I want to say that Epic had Future. I think Epic had Future. I want to say yeah. I think at that time, Epic had Future, and I want to say it had Rick Ross at that time. And I think your guy. So that was Epic like one of the ones where you like, all right, you made us some money. Nah, they played with him bad. They played with him. But bad. do you hold up? Hold up! But do you really think I I played with you bad, or I just I, I gave you a deal? You just ain't know how you ain't value yourself. So really, you that you no, fucked it's, yourself no, up, and, right? And it's not that you didn't value yourself. You won. You like you said, he didn't have no catalog. So it's, what is it to value? I just got a hot song. I ain't, he don't got. What do you guys value? Like this, if I'm literally this, is my only chance. This is my only way out. Like okay, I'm cool. Like I'm so sure. Then, said, then you can't be mad at the at, at the label there, right? Yeah, I don't think he's mad. I'm just sure he probably I just disappointed on how his career played out. Of course, you getting locked up and then you coming home and then you kind of getting the reality of the rest of the world really wasn't checking for you how you probably thought they would have been checking for you because you stayed solid, you didn't snitch or whatever, and then you're looking mm -hmm. at somebody like Gun. I'm sure. Like, And then, of course, even the reason why I wanted to play that clip because it was over the weekend, he did get in a fight at a club in London, and I think the promoter didn't want to give him the back end. And he went, like, there was a brawl in that jump. Bobby Spurrier? Yeah. It was on, I think I seen it on No Jumper. Oh, and he was in it. Huh? Hold up. He's he's performing? I guess somebody booked him, booked him to host a performer in London. Damn. And then they didn't want to give him the back end. You got to think about it, you can't take no guns over there or nothing. So you literally over there, you fighting, you just fighting. And then laws kind of get crazy. Think about ASAP Rocky got locked up for less. But if you all the way overseas and somebody playing with your back end, that's crazy. And you kind of can't, you ain't even to the point no more where you can demand, like, I need the whole thing before I even walk through the club. Because don't get it twisted. If you big if you are a big enough artist, you are getting the back end before you even walk through the door. Yeah, because he ain't, damn, he ain't putting nothing out. And he ain't got nothing out. But either. I mean, you got to think about it. When, when a lot of those rappers go overseas, they, they you ain't got to have nothing new out. They, they Right, but a lot of them do have a catalog. We keep saying a catalog. That nigga don't even have a catalog. He don't even have an album. He got a song. You got to think about it. He got locked up for six years. How many people never in London never seen him perform Hot Nigga? Yeah, but okay, but that's one song. What else he going to perform? Like, you got to give me something. Dog, you can't tell me I just booked you for a show just to perform Hot Nigga. I'm sorry. I mean, are you thinking like a logical person, but sometimes people do. Dog. I, it's All-Star Weekend. I probably can't get no other rapper that's worth even having a conversation about. All right. I mean, I'm I give you 10 other rappers that probably got way more of a, a song selection or even worth the money that that's a one hit wonder for real i marcus and, i hear you and i'm not disagreeing with you in a put, but like, i but listen to what i'm saying we have all seen promoters book people with less hits promoters just be trying to put somebody on the fly dog you got them so you got them but we live in a time in the era where they book girls from the baddies to come and host parties so i mean like i mean but that that I'm, I'm 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 fine with it because yes she is irrelevant right now that is a thing right now, but like Bobby's murder, you've been out of jail. You still ain't got a that hat ain't came down yet, buddy. I mean, I hear you. I don't know what to tell you. I hear you. I ain't, I ain't disagreeing. I gotta play this clip of this pit bull. This is crazy. 
top story at 5 o'clock. A pit bull breeder is savagely mauled to death by the very dogs he was raising in Compton. His mutilated body was found inside a blood-stained kennel on his property. KTLA's Chris Wolf joins us live from Downey with details about the gruesome discovery. Chris? Yeah, share and court gruesome discovery indeed. Veterinarians here at the LA County Animal Control Center in Downey have been working with these pit bulls. We understand they have been sent out for DNA testing. Authorities believe the victim was actually killed sometime last night, maybe around 7.30, 8 p.m. And his body was in that dog pen for hours until his girlfriend found him this morning. Sky 5 was overhead as a woman frantically scales a fence, trying desperately to avoid some very agitated and apparently dangerous dogs on the ground below her. They have already killed her boyfriend, whose ravaged body is just feet away. The deadly pit bull attack happened at a home on North Thorson Avenue in Compton. Investigators say the woman discovered the gruesome scene Friday morning in the backyard and called 911. There is surveillance footage of the incident uh, or, or, you know, surrounding the property. And it was discovered that as uh, our victim was in the backyard, apparently feeding them, it sounds like they attacked him and ultimately uh, he succumbed to his injuries. Law enforcement personnel, firefighters and L.A. County animal control officers quickly converged at the location. First responders say the initial challenge was to corral the dogs into a neighboring yard to gain access to the victim. The graphic footage, which we will not be revealing, shows the dogs ripped off most of the 35-year-old man's clothes in addition to fatally biting and mauling him. Neighbors and animal advocates are stunned. People need to take better care of their dogs. People need to understand that um, these dogs can kill somebody and hurt people. It should have never happened. This time it happened to the owner of the dogs, but normally it happens to children, elderly, defenseless people, and somebody definitely needs to be held accountable for this. There has to be some kind of law and order here. Animal control officers removed 13 pit bulls from the property, male and female, five adults, eight puppies. Investigators are collecting DNA swabs and forensic evidence, trying to determine which dogs actually attacked and killed the victim. Experts will be examining the dog's general health and behavior and aggression. If any animal is determined to be unsafe for human interaction, it will be euthanized. Dog, if y'all own it, go in the neighborhood talk. If you want to see the videos of some of them dogs, though, some of them don't look like baby fucking jaguars or lions or something in their backyard, though. Ain't I'm sure for most of y'all, if y'all grew up, especially in a black neighborhood, that's probably one of the scariest things. Pitbulls is just always pitbulls, Rottweilers, Doberman, Pinchers, though. Them be the dogs you terrify or in, in German Shepherds. You don't want to get bit by. No, he had some, I'm talking about like them pit bulls ain't look like they were starving. So I don't know what happened or how I seen some people writing in the comments like, what if that girl just killed him and then she just fed, you know what I'm saying, and pushed his body in there. I don't know how it worked, but I ain't no, no mold. 
And they said it's cameras. Like, I mean, they said they said you could, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure if he got that many dogs, I'm sure they had realistically mm-hmm. cameras watching the backyard. I mean, we live in, kennel. yeah, of course. So you live in an era where it's ring cameras and all that. And then I'm sure he's, you spending that type of money. You got 13 dogs. So I'm sure that this ain't, this ain't just some, you know, like BS and you ain't right. taking, you're not watching them. Like, dog, I'm literally, I've seen a few of them dogs and they was walking back and forth in that yard. Dog, them dogs was brolic as hell. So I can only, damn, dog. I ain't no way in hell I want to go out like that. And you got to think about he probably ain't had no gun, no knife on him because these are your dogs you raised. You feeding them, you the person. Like, I don't know what happened or how it just like, you ain't heard no story like that about pit bulls in some years. Because don't get it twisted. Back in the day, that used to be a thing. And that's why at one point in time, most cities, they banned pit bulls. Yes. They banned pit bulls and banned Rockwilers. Like, Rockwilers was a little bit more different because people know you kind of had to really spend some bread to get a Rockwiler. But pit bulls off the rip because they know, like, pit bulls was just like, that was some ghetto stuff like black people and mexicans had pit bulls like that was just some nigga shit nah we cool on y'all when these pit bulls so yeah to hear that story i was like damn dog i don't even Ooh, that might be like one of the worst ways to go out like just oh my i don't even want to say imagine it because i don't even want to imagine that but dog 13 pit bulls i like what's say sep oh man dog. i thought you was about to play the little video clip of the nigga who gave the dog a headline the pit bull that's what i thought you oh were. i ain't see that I ain't yeah see that's that what one. i thought you was about yeah, to say shit. yeah Awesome. God damn, yeah, dog. that's it. Getting, getting ate to death, dog. Oh my god, dog. that's some shit off of a movie, dog. Oh, ate to death, but more, yeah. <sighs> Nigga, that's ate to death. What you mean? I mean, they it ain't just like eat the whole you the whole body of. Nigga, I mean, after they start ripping off. Yeah, oh, I mean that's man. what I'm saying. Yeah, you get. I'm stand on straight business. Break Griffin. Hey, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Grand opening and grand closing, right? And this is crazy. And again, I got to put a big pause, no homo, before we even start this conversation. But again, this man, he going to learn the hard, you learn, he learned the hard way of you can't bite the hand that feeds you. So for people who don't know what we're talking about, this young man who got this on right here, of course, is a super viral sensation. He keep talking, bro, don't leave his face, man. Listen, baby, he's all right. These ain't no Hibachi. Bad bitch, 54. Hibachi. Hibachi. I got 10 missed calls. If you didn't see, they said he was on the fifth floor getting his ass ate out like Hibachi. <laughs> Mo, let me see, dog. Let me tell you something, dog. Niggas are crazy, bro. Y'all are some freaky demons out here, dog. He and it's not even about the question of you getting letting the junk eat your cheeks out. No, you bent over and tooted it up is what make it insane. I don't know who is worse, you or Spreadie Gibbs. You and Freddie Gibbs should do an album called The Spread Brothers because y'all are ridiculous and out of pocket, dog. And the crazy thing about him is. None of this would have came out if you would have stopped trying to play with Tia Kemp. So for people who don't know who we're talking about, of course, Rick Ross, baby mother, was the per- per- person who helped this song go viral. Most people, especially over a certain age, and they don't live in the state of Florida, got hip to this song because of Tia Kemp. So she was basically just like, and a lot of people, like every time the song go viral, people will post it, people will tag her in the joint. A lot of, especially, of course, when you, when you get the heart of black women, they gonna ride or die for you. So they was always in the comment, like saying, oh, he need to break bread with Tia, whatever case may be. And I guess he was basically, he should just shot, re, redid a video for this song, you know, like did a cleaner video or whatever the case may be, because the song got big now. And I guess they were trying to pay like just to get her clip her her video whatever her video i guess from her tiktok or instagram they was trying to pay to just put it in there and i guess they ain't had the right money and, she, and they just she was playing funny with the money so basically i guess he went on clubhouse and sit here and try to say that she was trying to sleep with him or something the case may be and she was like one of course she kind of older and she really just getting on social media so she's like what the hell is clubhouse somebody tell me this a lie so and she was like cool you gonna play with me so and of course realistically 
y'all know how this kind of go if you follow any pages that be like i mean i guess the perfect example i could use for the dmv is like when Aunt, anytime Aunt lizzie beefing with somebody people nine times most people got somebody who don't like them so in the same way even with battle rapping when you'd be like damn how they know all this information about somebody somebody figure out that y'all got something going on and somebody who know you personally and don't like you they gonna give that information out so nine times so whatever this dude tia kemp started putting him on blast saying he wasn't trying to break bread with her he wasn't you know like doing right by you know saying her helping him make the song go viral so then obviously he was sleeping with some girl she posted she sent tia kemp a video him laid out sleeping in the bed butt naked and he got the shrimp noodle people don't know the shrimp noodle is y'all know that's the little muff what the women call it the little door stopper dingling so and then he was get that same girl the same hotel room he got a video of her eating him eating his butt out like she blurred herself out but you could she's you know like she got him bent over sticking her tongue and got his butt spread open so again like so they was going they was man they was cry oh my god nigga. they had every joke under the goddamn sky coming up with him like every hibachi joke anything you could think about they was cleaning this nigga up but my only thing to him was it's not about two as a man you should just i thought this was almost an unwritten rule i'm no you don't ain't supposed to sleep butt naked just a case of emergency well, like put some you supposed to have some shorts with some drawers on this nigga is literally sleeping butterball naked like no and as a man you got to be again when i sit here and say you got to be self-conscious sometimes you got to be honest with yourself nigga, if you ain't hung like a goddamn elephant trunk like be be serious with yourself nigga. put your drawers on like you shouldn't be running around butter butterball naked or on your winnie the pooh man nothing if you know for a fact you shrimp noodle like it don't even make no sense dog like you gotta sometimes just you gotta be serious with yourself i've never like though he was sleeping like snoring i'm like though you gotta put the bed off again your butt ate like what the type of freaky gate does you want <laughs> no 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 <laughs> Like nigga, that's just not supposed. Like that's this is not supposed to fly like this. Like this is not supposed to happen. And I said, of course, some women was like, "Oh, I think it's zesty for another man." I said, "Hold," on. I said, one, "It was just one girl." Nigga, I went to her page on TikTok. She was ugly as shit. She just had a newborn baby. The baby was ugly as shit. I said, "Sweetheart, do you think you calling me sassy was the smartest thing for you to do?" And your page looked the way it looked. I said, "I'm going to spare you because my mother raised me the right way, so I'm not going to violate you like I can." But like, just think about sometimes before you write somebody. Just keep it moving. I get it. Like, we just here for the jokes. Like, I don't even care about him. Not, I don't care about the size of his junk. I'm more uh, appalled about you bending over. Let's like bending. It's not even you getting your salad toes. You bent over to get your cheeks ate. You ain't just lay on your back and like try to slide to the edge. You ain't do something creative. Like nigga, you literally was like tooted and booted. Like nah, dog, that's not gonna fly. That's crazy. Like so literally, they, boy, shh, I don't even want to like, the song's still cool, but that, that was a, that's a tough one for you to come back that hill. And all you had to do is play right. You should have looked out for Tia, slatter some bread. That was letting your, your ego, you try to make it like, oh, my song was gonna pop anyway. I, it might have, but not as fast as it did. Cause don't get it twisted, the song is catchy, but she put that extra ice cream on the cake for that one i'm sorry my brother you you took it ill and, and guess what freddie gibbs held it down with you like i said in that same week we can kind of get the two man uh button weave running off real quick because freddie gives of course baby moms threatened him before to put out the i want to say maybe like a year ago to post a picture of him spreading his butt cheeks and he you know i'm talking about literally it was at this moment that he knew he fucked up it was at this moment that he he literally was spreading his butt cheeks like this nigga had his nails done and spread his butt like dog what type of bro i don't be know what type of weird stuff niggas be on but like come on dog like certain things you just not supposed to be doing and especially if somebody got their camera out 
Like what? What make what? The audacity! Like uh, uh, give give him give the fat boy a little bit of credit because he was sleep. He didn't know. But still, again, just if I'm telling if you are, you a rapper and you rapping all this street shit, though, that's something that women have taught me. You ain't supposed to just be laying around without no shorts on, nigga. Put some pants on. What if what one of you, especially if you're in an apartment or hotel, anything? What if something catch on fire? And you just gotta hurry up and get out of there. Would you want the fireman like just think about some of the shit you just got a common sense to think of like if it was an emergency and a fireman had to come in there you want the fireman to come and save you while you butterball naked hell no that like i feel like this is certain street shit that you supposed to have been taught like as a little dude like not as a grown man like you just literally just laid up with some freak joint butt naked like don't who do that i don't even care if my joint was hung to the fucking sit floor nigga i'm still gonna put some drawers on like it just feel like i'm a man though i don't feel comfortable running around the house butt naked i can live in it by myself i'm still not just hey i'm sitting in here playing 2k butterball naked like what like come on dog and freddie gibbs is just a weirdo though he's been weird to me anytime any nigga who try to play with jesus you've been weird to me so i ain't even got wasting too much energy with freddie gibbs but i'm not gonna lie freddie gibbs baby mother kind of fire like that she pulling one off like she is she white but she pulling off like some different type of swaggy like she got tattoos on her head like she did i ain't gonna hold you bro she is bad i because it was freddie gibbs i kind of spread your ass for though no yeah i ain't doing all that that's crazy mm -hmm. like that's just taking it too far like i'm i'm sorry like certain just certain lines that, that ain't never got to be crossed and ain't gonna be blurry for me i'm sorry yeah niggas freaky yeah no nah, that's that's too freaky but why are we talking about um did you see the video of Aiden Ross? His man was getting locked up. I guess they was in, was they in Florida? I mean, they might look, it looked like I, one, I know it wasn't DC. I don't want to say they was in Florida. One of his men was getting locked up at a hotel and the po and the video went viral because the female police officer that was on the scene, though, she was fat was as, Florida. oh my God. She that was, was oh, that was Florida. She was yeah, fat as all out Everybody outdoors. in Florida got BBS. Yeah. Nick, oh my talking. gosh. She I didn't was, even know that suit that was getting, or whatever. I just saw that video. I just saw the video of her, mm -mm. her assets. Jesus Christ, dog! That lady was fat as hell, nigga. I'm, I'm, I ain't gonna lie to you, dog. She probably her her lockup rate is probably high as hell because niggas probably be trying to get just to get her attention. I'm I can only sure they don't have her just out walking and patrolling the streets like that. Why you? But you almost would have to because then, then she could have have a lawsuit like y'all got me only behind the desk because I got a fat butt. And like, I'm sure they probably got her behind the desk or even riding with somebody where she's not just dog. That would be kind of crazy if you talking about she just walking South Beach, just patrolling the uh like come on no. You not but okay I hear what you saying but even if I'm a per like you couldn't be my ride along part I can't imagine pulling a thirteen hour shift with her shit I could yeah and you gonna guess what you are gonna be doing you are gonna end up getting fired because you gonna keep no, trying to right. yeah, right. get fired yeah shout out to her though she was fat as all outdoors work bay Lil Lil Meech had a question for the ladies though he sit here and said why was the why y'all not quoting the part of Lotto's verse when she sit here and said that my body count so low that I'm about to start telling people I'm a virgin. He was trying to figure out why that verse wasn't, why that wasn't one of y'all quotables. I mean, of course, and a lot of women who got low body counts, you know, they dragged in. It was like, y'all know why? Cause these bitches some whores. And ain't none of them got body counts that low. They got, they got two, like. And this was coming from Lil Meech. Yeah. Mm. Lil Meech. Can't, can't advocate for him. And you out here dealing with the ones with high body counts. Yeah, she can't tell you she got a low body count. She already she got two baby four different baby fathers. So nigga, she got not her the, the ones who showed you with the chains and all that. They ain't got no low body count. So why the hell you? Oh yeah, I forgot he even did that goof. I forgot all about that. Damn, yeah, nigga. Yeah, on, I, I definitely forgot about that. Shout out to LeBron James though. You ain't looking for no low body count. Oh yeah, you know you ain't looking. Yeah, you definitely he ain't. Yeah, he can't say that. He falling for the sweet. I forgot he let that damn uh, freak jump put his chain on. But yeah, LeBron James. Uh, 
it was he what he gave he gave out forty one he gave forty one million dollars that's gonna help eleven hundred students go to college. Man, shout out to King James, literally the goat. Um and other news while we're talking about people breaking records and doing other cool stuff. Lil Baby is the youngest successful rapper to hit, uh, hit the billboards charts rap wise. I can't remember. I think he was like number once I think he was like number eight or something for like the most number ones or something like that at a young age. Uh what else was going on? We already talked about Man, we didn't even get and I think Chris Brown was the for the longest artist to be charting on the billboards. I think we it was like last week or something like that. Oh, I don't because I, I mean I think since he been out it, to be on the billboards. I mean, you might be right. I don't, I don't necessarily. I don't know. Oh my God! How did I forget about this? John, I can't forget about this story right here. Young Scooter, dog. This is crazy. So I guess, of course, uh, we of course it was All Star Weekend. Real, matter of fact, before we get to the Young Scooter conversation about uh, him with Baby Future, I do want to shout out to Glorilla because Glorilla tried to shoot. And I, you, I appreciate a woman that's this aggressive. Uh, Glorilla took a picture with Dame Leonard last night after the All Star game. It was basically like, who is this nigga? And and if he got a girlfriend and she can't beat me, I'm trying to see what's up with him. I don't need all that. What you don't need a woman to be what that aggressive? Hell no, keep that shit low key with it. Yeah, because for people who don't know, they probably really don't fuck with you like that, and you putting it out there, and you yeah, now you putting a lot of pressure on me to yeah, kind of nah, nah. follow through. Nah, because yeah, so- I, I rather you you just you know if you ask me or you just you know do some but for you to sit here and put that, and then now all that shit get attractive and people are reposting that because I think they just announced that his vo- his divorce just got fin- uh, finalized. Finalized. So yeah, nah, man, I don't, I don't need that. Only that attention. <laughs> yeah, but shout out to Glow, but she and she definitely got her another hit. But anyway, going back into the original story we was about to talk about was Young Scooter. So I guess NBA, I think it was NBA on ESPN. One of those pages posted basically a picture of Lil Future and Future, and basically was saying it was it was I mean Lil Future and Russell Wilson, and basically the post was like, oh look at Russell Wilson and his son. They Step had the son. basketball. Um, no, they didn't say stepson. They said his son. Oh, at the joints I seen said stepson. I was like, damn. So that was the and that was the post. So Scooter seen the one that I guess the one that I seen him right under. It said future. I mean uh, Russell Wilson and his son. So and it didn't. Yeah, it didn't say stepson. So he wrote up under the joint. That ain't his son. Y'all being disrespectful. But my thing in the course. That ain't your son. Why the hell you? Oh, and the crazy thing is, and it will blow me even with this whole conversation is, of course, women dragged him to hell because he definitely because nigga, it ain't no videos of future and baby. I mean, little future. No way. You can't even, you wouldn't, though, if you sit here and Google Little Future, you want, it's more pictures of him and Russell Wilson than you'll see him and his real father, uh, Future. So my thing even with Scooter is where it blow me is Scooter is actually a hands-on dad. His son played basketball. Scooter, if you go to Young Scooter's page, he got more videos of his son playing basketball than he got even of himself anymore. Because Young Scooter really don't be rapping like that. He put out music mm-hmm. every now and then. But he got more, like, he at one point, like, of course, he put out a project, I think, earlier, I mean, like, towards the end of last year, he made it put like a video or something out like of him you know promoting the album but though he at one point in time he had more videos of his son on his page than he and his son playing basketball than he actually had of him himself so i'm like though you can't be a hands-on dad and you sitting here trying to and i get it school i mean i get future is your man like but no dog you can't Oh, you I was can't. about to ask what was his ties to him then oh no, no like they real like they super close okay. like uh, like I they like re- like if I guess the comparison would be like Walker and Gucci or like Rick Ross and Gunplay. It's like that type of situation. But Scooter make better music than Gunplay. But still, you can't you can't jump out the window like that, dog. Like you you cannot be a real father and sit here and try to jump out the window for like a nigga who just like he just don't, bro. And we don't, we, of course nobody don't know what he do behind the scenes. But if you talking about big moments, 
Russell Wilson is always there. No, you can't sit. You what you want people to say? Mm-hmm. Like he got he had a little future getting Steph Curry shooting, showing him, teaching him how to shoot shots at the All Star game. Like he wouldn't be on that. Like he wouldn't be on that court if it wasn't for Russell Wilson. Like come on, dog. Like stop. Like this wouldn't. And if be- Denver would have made it to the Super Bowl. His son would have been there at the suit, yeah, at the of course. Bowl, and he would have been in that commercial. Hey, Russell Westbrook, what are you about to do? Oh, I'm going to Disney World. Yeah, no, I got what you just said. Exactly. Let's just sit here. Let's play a hypothetical. If Denver would have went to the Super Bowl and they would have won the same way you seen Patrick Mahomes up there with his wife and his kids, guess what? He would have Russell Wilson would have been up there with Sierra and his goddamn kids. And guess who? Who his one of his kids would have been? Would have been Little Future. Like, stop, dog. Like, you can't just sometimes as a man, you got to be able to call your men out on the BS. Like, you seen that post, you should have just left it. Alone. That's yeah. not your kid. You shouldn't even. You shouldn't even have a right on that. Because future didn't. I see if that was like your nephew or something like that. That's I don't even I care if it's your nephew. If because I guess what I don't. It's like how you come on here all the time and sit here and say you don't know what conversations be when you're not there around. You don't know how your baby mother may speak on you sometimes. So we can't even if I'm even if that's my nephew. I still know there's certain things that I can't comment on because I'm I don't necessarily know how y'all conversations always go so I have to mind my business I can't sit here and just jump out the window and especially if let's just see and say if you wasn't a hands-on dad I definitely wouldn't jump out there and sit here and say nothing like that's crazy like it's a difference I can defend you because I know what I see so it's a that's the same way I can give you praise okay well I see Marcus make these sacrifices I make I see him show up this way when I know for a fact I will be dead tired and he's still doing this that and the third if I see that stuff but it ain't Young Scooter don't have no evidence to go publicly and have this conversation with nobody because we as a public person, because you were commenting on this on a public platform, we ain't seeing Future show up the same way we've seen Russell Wilson show up. It's endless videos of Russell Wilson and baby Future sitting here practicing football together and doing all types of cool dad stuff. When Future had that little diss and I'm whatever when he was shooting, when he was on Quavo's on Future, guess what? Russell Wilson responded with nothing like you. Why you ain't right on that post? Whatever that little post was, was him and it's Baby birthday, Future. Right? No, nah, it was just like a random, like they was just on a hill or something, some grass or right. something. And it was just like moments like this or whatever. They go like, come on, dog. Like, stop. You can't be, you can't be mad at ESPN or like, come on, dog. Like, cut it out. Like, it's, like, and you, that ain't his only child. So if you ain't sitting there going to bat or even speaking for about everybody else, like that, that definitely looked kind of crazy. Yeah, nigga, that's like, you just got hate for us. That was that was out of pocket. And shout out to Dwight Howard because Dwight Howard is one of the funniest niggas ever. <laughs> Dwight Howard wrote casting that after he lost. Tomo, come on, we can do a celebrity game in Thailand. So you know people ran with that one because he was on the boat like that big ass nigga. Like that niggas was going crazy. Like casting that better stay away from Dwight Howard. He'll turn Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is a big nigga. Like dog, you know how short Kai is. Just just let it go. Just let it go. Cause you about to go on one. Let it go. Just let it go. Oh, damn. I, I got to find that clip of this Vory nigga. I got to. Oh, my God. This nigga is a piece of shit. Real quick, before we get in that, uh, DC is ranked number one at the loneliest cities. Number one. So for all of y'all who listening right now in the DMV area and y'all, because it was DC and I think Alexandria was number eight or number nine. It was a top 10 out of the loneliest cities. So DC was number one. And I believe Alexandria, Virginia was even number. It was even eight or nine. I know it wasn't 10 of the loneliest cities of all y'all who keep trying to and of course we never know who be these people when they do these surveys or whatever the case may be who they be asking but they say nearly half of the households in dc are people living alone y'all keep on being stubborn and keep trying to sit here and hold them standards in that bar highs y'all want well well, since you said that then then i kind of think it might be reported because a lot of them are on you know like section eight so you can't be 
No, not even that though. But it's not even Section Eight. Even if you filing taxes, I mean, you doing I'm a single, a one household situation, or whatever the case may be. But I'm like, saying, but don't they have a lot of house assistance in DC? I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, for sure. But I'm 100 percent positive they made the people they ask. When they doing that survey, I'm sure not. The, 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 that's why I'm that's saying. Why, that's why I was. I was. No nah, hell, I, I hear what you say. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I'm sure that ain't what they doing. Remove your camera from that. Remove the other shit. Remove your phone from that camera. Jenny, I would literally get you killed. For real. In real life. Remove your camera from that. So for people who don't know who that is, that is uh Vori. Vori, uh, how can I he, he signed a dream chases, but I'm trying to think like what's the popular song people may know from Vori? It may probably realistically gotta be a meek Jonah, because I don't necessarily know if he got his own like super like popular song. I feel like if you know Meek, you you, you still may not know Vori because I don't I think some of Meek's latest projects kind of like go under the radar, but he been on all of Meek's newest projects that Meek have put out. Vori has been on them. So that was a video basically from a ring camera in his house of him threatening his girlfriend, telling her that he'll kill her and this and the third, getting super aggressive and super loud with her. And I do think to me, and the sad thing is, I'm sure when most women even see these videos, it's just easy, but oh, he's just a piece of this, this and the third. But I would tell a lot of women, because this lady sitting here and said, that's not the only thing. Like that was like the mid version of stuff that he had done to her. Like she got videos of him beating her, pictures of her like face and stuff. My only thing to women would be is like, no, you, like no, the material stuff can't be that important though. Like, and y'all, and I think that's a lot of times that from women that I've dealt with, and a lot of times why they put up with a lot of those things because the man provides such an easy lifestyle for them. Where he putting a roof over your head, you don't got to work as many hours, or you may not even have to work at all. You driving a nice car, but dog, getting beat on is not worth some material stuff, dog. Like this thing about how, and the crazy thing is, and where it'd be sad is like. Think about how many men, like, especially I always talk about this, like, with Vlad. At the end of all his interviews, after he interviewed, like, one of those crazy, like, mafia hitmen or big drug dealers, and he always be like, hey, do you think it was worth it? If you could redo something, because it seemed like most, for most, especially the big drug dealers, it seemed like for every year that they was balling, they end up having to do, like, 10 years on top of that a jail time. So you was balling for, like, 10, you know what I'm saying? Like, you had a three or four year run, you end up getting, like, 40 years or something crazy. So it's just, like, for women, it'd be like, Y'all are willing to allow a man to beat on you, get super loud, super aggressive with you just so you can not have to work or you can continue to live this lavish lifestyle. Like that to me is just so, it's stupid. And it's just like, it's lazy. It's like, you know, you like, and that's my whole thing, I guess, tying that even back into the Desi Banks thing is like, y'all put up with a lot to live a lifestyle, but you kind of are not okay with holding a man down through a period where he trying to chase a dream or a goal, but you willing to allow a man to beat you and violate you physically and mentally for material things. Like just think about how backwards that is. Think about like literally I said, if y'all think I'm dragging it with the Desi, with the Desi uh, thing, just go on any social media page and just go read the comment section. I always send it to my home girl. Like just read this comment section, read what these people saying. And then you sit here and be like, like how, as a human, how, as a black man, how you supposed to feel. But I'm just, then when I see videos like this, it's just like, Oh, why did I not leave the first time? You telling me this is not, this ain't the worst of it. This is just something like slight. You tell you, what did you put up with? You basically tell me you only put up with this because he was providing you a lifestyle that you didn't want to still like, I wanted to go work on my own for. 
that to me is crazy. Like I feel sad for her because like you don't want nobody to have to go through that. But then I really the real question is why I keep putting up with it? Why? Just because of materialistic stuff? Like that's crazy to me, but, dog. But then you also think like sometimes people just love that um that aggression that you know i want a nigga to talk to me like this kind of way or i want a nigga to, you know what i'm saying like you do have some females that like that i want to be rough i want to you know what i'm saying like i don't want no soft nigga i don't want no nigga i can take control of or run over you have some women like that so you 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 wonder why do they put up with it but they also you know sometimes they kind of you know they thrive off of it too yeah, that's weird. I don't. I don't have. I like. It's like I said. I. I. You gotta. You have a soft spot because you feel bad for some of the women. But then it'd be like, oh, I can't feel bad if you just staying. And I know you only stand because of the material stuff. Because you're not staying for that. And don't get me wrong. It may be some women out here who stand from staying with that. And it may be somebody who like you would do. And you live in the projects. And I. And that to me, I'm going. I'm looking at you even crazy because like, why put up with it, dog? Like it's no. That's not love. That's no form of love. You shouldn't take it from nobody. Like, come on, dog. Like but what if he's the only person that might want to deal with me? So what? Be single then. Oh, if you that yeah, that shouldn't be if that's your end all be all and you putting up with that just because nobody else don't want to be with you, then you kind of need to you got need to reevaluate what you're looking for out of people. Cause that's crazy to me. I'm not gonna hold you. Like I seen that and I was just like, one, I respect Meek for calling them out. And then of course I did see a lot of people saying, Oh, you're looking Meek, you're trying to be Malcolm X, but what happened with you and Nikki? Because I can't forget about that. Uh, that story kind of went and came and i guess a lot of people and the crazy thing is a lot of bob said they've been heard that story so they kind of just didn't they was kind of over it when it resurfaced but i mean i i like i I guess i don't know he was the one who said that who put that story out there who that dude wasn't somebody oh no 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 no. that was, was something yeah another the, 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 oh. the dream chasers that was a that dude ain't oh. even that dude don't even rap who put that other story out uh where we at right now i guess i'm gonna play this one Afraid of being hurt. So these are the ways that I self-sabotage. I overanalyze and I second guess my feelings. I set up emotional walls to prevent other people from getting in. I'm hypervigilant. So I'm hyper aware and I'm constantly analyzing everyone's behaviors, their intentions, their motives, even if they're pure. I set unrealistic expectations and I create this laundry list of qualities and characteristics that I feel as though my potential partner or dating potentials should meet. And I do all of this to protect myself from possible disappointment. But then when they can't meet those standards and those unrealistic expectations, I just reinforce the same belief that I'm going to be disappointed and I'm going to be hurt. Puts me in a vicious cycle. I also don't let people in because my fear of being hurt is directly tied to my fear of vulnerability. And so to avoid possible rejection or possible abandonment, I don't let my guards down. I'm afraid of being hurt. So these are the crazy thing is I, I was talking to this girl and she was literally the same exact person, the same exact way, bro. That I'm not going to lie to you. That is exhausting. It's so exhausting because it's just like, dog, you, you shouldn't even be trying to entertain or flirt with nobody if that's you going to be the way you're going to behave when it's time to show up. Because it's just be like, bro, it's going to eventually just get draining. It's going to get tired. And they can be like, I'm not going to be able to show up the way because every day is going to be something. You complaining about something. You sitting here trying to throw up another wall to add. And I'm like, bro, after eventually you just get tired of it. As a human, you just eventually tap out and be like, bro, I ain't got it in me no more. I'm sorry. I can't help you. I don't know what you're looking for or you need to go date a therapist or something because you just eventually will tap out. Like, because this person just keep finding ways to not allow the relationship to flourish and they keep bringing back up and they blame it on their, their past trauma. 
And that's why I say, and say you sometimes you got to just actually deal with yourself. And I'm not one of those people sitting here saying you got to come to somebody fully healed. No, because I do feel like you got to be able to trust the process and build up with somebody. But some people won't even allow you the proper way to build because they literally just they can't get out their own way and they just find ways to sabotage anything they got going good. And then you kind of like literally just keep blaming it. Like, Oh, men ain't showing up. No, it's because you're not allowing them to show up because you keep trying to find every monkey to throw in the wrench. Like it's just ridiculous. Um, I did see, what else did I see? What was going viral that I meant to sit here and talk about? It was on, Oh yeah, this was on Twitter. Applying pressure equals uh, not the man I want, but if you give me what I want, I'll start liking you. And then there was another lady in there, apply pressure. Yeah, uh, let you waste your time taking me out until the dude I actually like replies to me. And that's one of the reasons why I did a girl wrote back, oh yeah, that's why you don't double text. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. That's why I don't. I don't I don't believe in the word applying pressure. Y'all know I sit here and say this a million times. I believe the word applying pressure in that cold conversation is basically a different way that P stands for prostitution. Like, I'm cool. Like, I hear y'all. And you could try to dress it up however you want, but I kind of just know it's just it's BS. And I I'm always going, I'm quick to shut down on that one and not conform to that one. Talk about Spready Gibbs. Oh, yeah, real quick, I forgot to sit here and talk about this. Shout outs to uh Vince Staples. I watched that Netflix, I watched his Netflix show. It's called the Vince Staples Show. And to me, it's one of those I I guess it's like a dark humor type of situation. And I guess even I know I'm probably gonna make a video about it, but I think the thing that I like the most about this show is it was kind of like, it shows that like a black man go through like everything and then just go home and act like everything a-okay. Like this nigga was in like shootouts and he'd come home to his girl at the end of the night and she'd be like, oh, hey, how was your day, babe? And he was like, it was cool, it was just another day. Like he just, but literally if you, and but it's so funny, like as a man, like when we when literally, and I'm glad I just tied this in right after what I was talking about, just because like, if you talk to a woman and she have a horrible day and you're like, oh, how was your day at work? She's like, oh my God, it was so, boom, boom. she gonna go into like, go this long dialogue mm-hmm. of how horrible her day was and why it was horrible, right? Before a dude, you could literally had the worst day of your life. Like literally probably just got four flat tires and literally just avoided a car accident and something crazy could have just happened to you, but you still just gonna be like, oh, it was cool, it was just another day. Like you, cause you just gonna kind of be like, you, I don't necessarily know if it's because we don't want to come off as soft or you don't want to complain. I don't know what it is or why we act like that, but just to watch every episode, it end like that. Like he would literally had, he had an episode where he literally was in a shootout and then literally just came in the house, put the gun on the jump and was just like, you know, and she wasn't looking at it like crazy because he had a gun because of course he's still Vince Stable. He's still supposed to be like a rapper. So it was like, you know, he got to, you know, have his jump to protect himself. He literally did a whole day in jail. Didn't want to call her because she was like a nurse. He really ain't want to get her involved. She like a nice girl. He literally did a whole day in jail. He come in the house. She's like, oh, how was your day? He was like, it was cool. He literally was just in jail for like 24 hours. It's crazy. And just downplayed it like it was nothing. So it was like, it's a good show. It's only like, I want to say the episodes maybe like, maybe like 30 minutes and some change. Maybe It might be a little bit longer than 30 minutes. I can't remember because I really wasn't looking at the time. The show was good though, but it was only, it's only six episodes. So it was cool. Like I said, it's, it's Vince Staples. I do think realistically, I, oh, y'all know I speak highly on, we have to find ways to support our black shows. And I do appreciate, even Netflix, Netflix got the, um, I think the Upshaws, the new uh, season of the Upshaws come out in April. Of course, BMF come out on, um, what is it, March 1st. And then what else? Uh, my wife and kids, they got that back up on Netflix. So it'd just be like sometimes, even if you just they literally- take it down? What, my wife and kids? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I mean, you know, I just subscribed back to my Netflix. Right. I thought it seemed like, I seen people just recently talking about it, like it just got put up there. So I don't know. Um, 
But it so might I, have been on something. It might have been on Hulu or something. Yeah, it, it, I, do, yeah. I was about to say, I know I remember seeing it. It might have been on something different, but I seen people talking about like how people sit here and saying like that's a good uh, it's two things I seen people say. I seen one people say it's a it's like a it's a underrated black uh, sitcom show. And then I seen some people who was going out on a limb and saying that Tisha Campbell was better on my wife and kids than she was on Martin. Yes. You agree? Yeah. I, I, I was watching it and I can when I seen that tweet, I do agree too, because I think she was I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm gonna say she was better because I feel like her her character was more important on my wife and kids. Her her character had more of a role on my wife and kids. Her mm-hmm. character had more personality on my wife and kids. So mm-hmm. I'm sure not we're not saying that my wife and kids is a better show than Martin, but we're talking about just Tisha Campbell, her character on my wife and kids and her character compared to Martin, I do feel like her character on my wife and kids was better. So like I said, that was a couple of black shows that's on Netflix right now, but definitely go check the Vince Staples Jonah. And then even just real clear, if we being honest, the same way people was doing with Nikki or do with Meg and y'all just run and turn the music down or something and just let the junk keep playing on repeat, you can do the same thing on Netflix. You about to go to sleep, hey, I ain't got nothing else to watch. No, cut a black show on. Mm-hmm. They don't, they ain't in the room with you. They don't know that you was falling asleep on this Jonah until Netflix right the Jonah on the screen and be like, hey, are you still watching this? But and still it don't matter. Like give them the junk. Like get a black people that view don't keep just picking these crazy sci-fi jumps and all this other whatever miscellaneous bs y'all be watching like just fall sometimes you can fall asleep on black shows i even do it even with podcasts that i may not really be into like i just listening to the i'm dying to hear their takes i do that with whatever like all right cool like i'm, I'm just listen to it when i go to sleep like if it's not one of them days when i'm into listening to a pastor like help people run their numbers up these your they are us they are the same so i feel like just don't be you know don't be corny uh what else is going on i feel like i, I think we pretty much knocked everything out the window let me i'm sure some you know how sometimes we all be watching like power and we be like oh ain't none of this stuff ain't real when we be talking about the lawyers and all the crazy stuff that we just seen happen on power well i feel like the ysl rico case is the closest thing you're gonna get to a real episode of power because i don't necessarily know if some of y'all have seen the ysl defense attorney nicole i don't know how she pronounced her last name but it's f-e-g-a-n basically she got hit with a she got hit with gang charges saying that she was a part affiliated with the YSL gang. She wasn't just a lawyer. And then of course on social media was videos floating around and servicing her, her throwing up like gang signs, rapping future late, uh, songs. She even had a video, I think going viral of her telling women how to deal with street dudes. Like if you dating a street dude, you supposed to do this, that, and the third. Matter of fact, is this her right here? She, she got released out on $40,000 bond. Uh, where's the video of her though when she was talking about? This is her listening to future, I think. I'm trying to find the jump of her when she was talking about. I was wondering what the hell she did. I just saw the. I, I can't. I don't know, know where the video man. of her. I just, I, saw, I just, you know what I'm saying? They saying that she got locked up. But I was wondering, I'm like, damn, what the fuck did she do? How the hell did she get caught up in, in this shit? Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily know how she got caught up in it. Because, I mean, she only got, she got let out on $40,000 bill. So it can't be that's but the, so that's crazy. Because, I mean, that's low as hell. So, but it was just definitely, they were just picking up different videos of her listening to different rap songs. They even said, I think they had a video saying it was her mother. Her mother was listening and rapping to a Jay-Z Jones. So I don't necessarily know what's exactly going on. But they was basically just picking up just some dumb, I don't know. I, I can't really. Have this trial even moved anywhere? Like, has. I mean, they still be having dates. I mean, it still be like little clips going on while it's going on, but it's just, they just dragging it out super crazy. And it just kind of lets you know how weird it get. Like they sitting here locking this lady up saying that she a part of like, well, come on, dog. Y'all yeah, just... that's, why, that's why I'm just wondering like, damn, is it still like, if y'all got evidence, 
if y'all got evidence or something, why, why, you know what I'm saying? Like, we haven't just like, all right, we locking them up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my, my thing. It's just like, you keep dragging it, bringing everybody else involved, or talking about LeBron, talking, you know, just talking about all this unnecessary shit. Like, if you, you want to lock them up, lock them up. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily know what, what's going on or how long they taking it, why they dragging their feet with it. But then again, shout outs to, uh, Hold on real quick. Is this in real time? Shaq. Jay oh, LeBron uh, dropped over Kyle in a feet. What am I supposed to do with that, Stephen A? They should have gave him a two across the board. The man's already three foot tall. You put him in a chair 91, 91 five. Oh, fuck you, said it. Oh, fuck no. I didn't know you said the shit. Said it. Fuck you. No, 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 no. Nigga. No, no, no. Fuck you. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I know. Nigga, is this national TV, my nigga? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't care what y'all say. This little nigga is entertaining as hell, dog. Nigga, is this national TV? <laughs> I'm jumped over Shaq. Jay LeBron jumped over Casimir in a seat. What am I supposed to do with that, Stephen A? They should have gave him a two across the board. Dude. The man's all. <laughs> Hey, Mo. Oh, my fucking God. This little nigga is hilarious, though. I don't care what y'all say about that little nigga. He is funny as hell. Shout out, matter of fact, I, I'm mad that we waited this long in the episode, but shout out to Amber Rose. Amber Rose is the GOAT, and CJ Stroud, I'm not mad at you, young fella. Do what you're supposed to do. And this is, and I got to speak as a man sometimes. I, or women being, oh, see why y'all don't hold these women. Any man who say why you don't hold these women accountable for dating young men, you niggas are the F-bomb. You niggas are all part of the LGBT. Y'all are every color in that goddamn flag, though. Because listen to what I'm telling you. As a man, you've been, for, especially for some of you grown niggas, y'all been beating y'all meat to Amber Rose since she didn't came on the scene. So you want C.J. Stroud, you think if he is an arm reach to baby to shoot his shot at Amber Rose, even if this story was true, Amber Rose, which sound crazy, she, she could have came up with a better story than that one, but I'm cool. That, so, I, that story is a little bit believable. A little a little bit believable. So, okay, so let's, let's, for people who don't know what the story was, Amber, so basically, of course, it was a picture of, they was, I think they was at, um, Travis Scott had a, um, a, a celebrity baseball game. So they was leaving, I get, they was leaving the baseball game at the same time. And allegedly, and she, her, she was, her sprinter got, they left her on the shuttle. They had, they, they had a celebrity game, whatever her, whatever shuttle or whatever she was on, they left her. Mm hmm. And that's how CJ said, "Why well, I give you a ride?" So, oh, so of course, which I'm not mad. I would have gave her a ride. No, too. I would have listened to what I'm saying. I in my gave... car, off my car, on my car, on my face, whatever you you know. So listen yeah. to Marcus. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm cool. I'm with you. I'm we on the same exact page. I'm absolutely with you. I'm not mad at Amber Rose, and a damn sure ain't mad at CJ at all. But for she sit here and basically try to say, "Hey, we don't even know each other. Mm. We just met at the baseball game." I needed a ride to the hotel. The hotel was around the corner. He was giving me a ride. So, because I guess people were like, they was looking cozy leaving together. And then she rode under there. How we looking cozy? I don't even know him. You can't say you don't know him. You know him. You know him now. You know him. But, it, but to me, realistically, though, who if you really don't know him for real, are you just only getting in the car with him because he's a celebrity? Like, if this is really a stranger, who just gets in the car with a stranger yeah, and let him drop you off right. at the hotel? You absolutely, that's what I'm saying. You know him. You know of him. You can't just sit here and try to like that. That you can play if you like. I said if you just stuck with the story, oh, you know, I missed my my you know I, my shuttle to go back to the hotel, and he's standing at the same hotel. And he just gave me a ride. 
that's cool. But for you to say, oh, I don't know him, complete stranger, no, you know who he is. Because as a female, you wouldn't get in the car with a complete stranger. Regardless of what, what's going on. Yeah, shout out to CJ. I ain't mad. But like I said, I don't like the dudes who keep trying to say, or women who keep trying to compare like this to like some Diddy or whatever. Uh, nah, I'm cool though. He, this boy is grown, and he's grown, and he's a well-spoken 22-year-old. He ain't no goddamn kid. He know what he's doing, and I ain't mad at him for trying to do whatever he want to do with Amber Rose. And I seen this girl on TikTok. She was saying, Dog, some of y'all or some of y'all younger and middle-aged women got to realize that y'all never going to stand a chance with none of the real ballers. And when we talk about ballers, we talk about, like, max contract players as long as Bernice and Amber Rose and Dre is out here running the loose because – no, niggas have already had these women on their bucket list forever. So if it's like, if it's going to be Taisha from around the corner, or oh, I'm going to shoot my shot at Amber Rose, I'm shooting my shot at Amber Rose a hundred times before I even think about looking at Taisha. I don't know if I can ask you this question. It's kind of hard because you're not a female, but I'm just, you been like an old vet and you got a young, like, if he be like, oh, Amber Rose, who's that? You know what I'm saying? Like, he might not have came across, let's just say he might not have came across you. It's no way you don't know who Amber Rose is. Unless you just live under a rock. Because she didn't just dated too many super popular black men. But she's kind of been low key. I mean, besides with Kanye and Wiz, who else really she been? 21 on? Savage. And this was at the peak when 21 Savage was kind of really just getting in his bag for real. Was 21 claiming her? Too? Nigga, they was in a whole relationship. He okay. he went to the slut walk and hold up a sign saying, I'm okay. a slut too. Like, you know, he was like boo loving with Amber Rose. Uh, all right. No, I'm, that's what I'm just saying. I'm 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 just I'm just I'm just thinking like for for a younger athlete, like if you didn't really know or you didn't have no older, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh damn, I didn't know Amber Rose was, you know what I'm saying? Like, is that kind of like a challenge for somebody like Amber Rose to be like, oh nah, nigga, you don't know who I am? I don't yeah, I you you got social media, you know who Amber Rose is. I don't I don't necessarily think it's some women I don't think they even gotta introduce themselves. This ain't like it's Amber Rose, dog. It's like Amber Rose, Bernie's. It's like it's it, I ain't saying there's a lot of women like that, but this is that handful and that group right there, that 40 and over crew is good. They, yeah, they make 40 look amazing. <laughs> Trust and believe it. They ain't gotta they don't have to reintroduce themselves to nobody. Uh it was a joke of this lady who was complaining. I think her name is her name is Tiffany Red. And she's a and she's a songwriter. She was complaining about the splits when it comes to the music business. How she was saying how some artists get too much. And I kind of matter of fact, I feel like I just need to just maybe a, just a little clip piece of it that kind of people can the get. Um, some somebody can get a just a, a guess of like a little just a snippet of basically. I mean, in fact, I could I ain't got to find it because I don't feel like looking for it. But basically, she was complaining because I think one of the people she was talking about was a uh, Seven Streeter. Tamar Braxton, I believe she said the split with Tamar Braxton was like 27% on the song. My only thing to her was, it was like, she was just complacent. Basically her her beef was, and her complaint was, the splits that people who don't have no writing, they don't do no writing on the song at all, and they were still getting percentages of the song. But my thing to her would be, it's just, dog, then just do the songs yourself. Yo, like, if you sitting here, if you feel that way, then why not just keep the songs to yourself? Like, I hate people that you sitting here complaining about the way the system is, then just, dog, keep the songs to yourself. Make yourself hot enough. Because I'm not creative. What you mean? She the one who wrote the song. I wrote the song, but me singing it or even me is not the same. Well, then, then shut up then. Then that's the business. You got to deal that's with the like business. That's like me if I said for a test, I got all the answers. Yeah, I sold you my But it, it, it's not the same. You can't. 
it, no, it's the same because you don't want to put in the work to make yourself a hot artist. So the easier thing is, hey, I can write this song. Maybe because absolutely, you're absolutely right. Maybe I can't sing it or maybe I don't have a look. It don't sound the same if I give it to whoever the case may be. But if that's the case, then shut up. That's just a part of the job. Just do your goddamn job. Stop complaining. But if you can, if it's something you can control as a songwriter, guess what you can always control? I ain't you can give you that song. You ain't got to give me that song. Yeah. You can do it yourself. Neo has done it himself. Uh, what's, what's some other people who in the dream has done it himself? Both of these niggas, right? songs they write a lot of songs for beyonce but guess what they keep songs for themselves because realistically and that was her complaint like these people get to go perform these songs and this and that well guess what you can do you can stop being a songwriter and no shade you probably need to get your ass in the gym a little bit come down a couple pounds and you can sit here and perform these songs yourself but you can't sit here and complain like that i was just listening to this i'm like bro you just complaining about the way these splits is going you don't guess what you don't never have to do you are the person writing the song so you you realistically got the advantage keep them Mm -hmm. for yourself then but if you don't sit here and want to keep them for yourself, ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. Like, come on, what are you talking about? Uh, what else did we talk about? I feel like we popped up too much. Uh, rest in peace to Pop Smoke. It's been four years since Pop Smoke has passed because we did, we was talking about Pop Smoke last mm-hmm. week. Um, what else was going on? I, we didn't talk about, I really didn't care about the loss of Pippa and getting back with Marcus. We didn't even talk about it last week when they were supposed to break up for like two days. Uh, shout out to Shy Glizzy. Shy Glizzy had a show at the uh, Howard Theater for his 10-year anniversary of the Young Hefe Project. And I'm sure, realistically, not even arguably, probably still the biggest mixtape to ever come out of the DMV area. I don't even know. It's not even too much. Nothing you can kind of compare to it. Because that kind of, that mixtape, realistically, that gave him his career. That kind of, like, gave him the, like, complete, 180 on everything i'm so i don't necessarily know if you can kind of compare anybody else's junk to it i'm trying to like i'm trying in my mind think of like what wale project i can even compare to that young hefe project and i don't necessarily know if i can i never heard so i wouldn't know yeah, shout out to shock you know he had the jump sold out i seen videos um at a high with the head, and that joint was definitely sold out. Like from top to bottom, that joint was like literally, like it looked like you couldn't fit another soul in there, even if you wanted to. Everybody had their cameras out, and, and I do like that. I like when people actually like just because he, and of course, I'm sure because he's big enough to the point where it wasn't just people from here. I'm sure people probably drove down from other places, but it was just like people wasn't just standing there trying to look like they was cool. Like people actually had their cameras out, recording him and treating him like a national artist. So that was tight. And again, like I said, shout out to Shaq Lizzie. That was his uh performance for that young Hefe Joan. And we can kind of, I can close it out with, I guess, one of these, um, just a little random Dr. Umar topics. I definitely disagree with this nigga. I seen this girl just share this shit and I don't agree. Or we will value you after we get it. Do you understand me? Time does matter. With that being said, I want you to understand this. With that being said, if a man respects women, it doesn't matter how soon y'all did it. And if a man does not respect women, it don't matter how long you made him wait. Make sure you know how he feels about women. And there's no better way to find that out than to ask him how he feels about his mother. And the last point, Queen, don't make the mistake of so many sisters who look for men who they have something in common with. Right. We both psychologists. We both watch the reality show we both like to read we both like the beach uh-uh that's superficial you should be looking for whether or not y'all share the same values he like to spend money you like to save money 
You want to have a lot of children? He don't want none. You believe in a relationship with God? He don't believe in God. You believe in saving for retirement? He wants to live for today. Study a man's values and make sure you can live with what he believes in. And the last thing, I know I said three, but I'm going to give you this. <laughs> you can never change a person. When you meet that man, queen, ask yourself this and be honest with yourself. Can I live with him? As he don't care what any man ever tells you. The longer you make us wait for the cookie, the more we will value. That's the only part I didn't agree with at all. I definitely don't agree with that part. You can. I, I, I don't know. I, ain't, I can't even remember no John that ever made me wait a long time. And I don't necessarily know if I'm valuing it if you make me wait longer. Because if you make me wait longer in his bushes, I'm going to just be mad as hell. I think that's what he said, though. Don't matter whether you would make him wait long or make him wait short. I think this is how you value a woman. Yeah, but even if I, I guess. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I guess. The rest of it, I agree with. I do agree. I agree with everything else he said. Just the, the waiting part on the box. I don't necessarily know if it like, you give me the box super fast if it's gonna make me be like, oh yeah, I don't trust. Like, I don't. I don't agree with that one. 